What's up, Get Fresh crew? We're about to sit down and discuss all the year of the villain and infected stories that DC is throwing on this this week, plus all the rest. So calm down, sit down, and get ready because I'm America's sweetheart, Eric Shea. And I am Jim Warner. And this is the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast, episode number 255. Ah, yes, it is. Are we infected, Eric? You got the hepatitis? No, no. You got got all the grades, A, B, and C. You got the whole bunch of them. Ah, yes. Welcome to the official and official podcast of WeirdScienceDCComics.com. We have a bunch of books. We have 10 books tonight, and we're going to get quickly to them after here. But I want you to know that if you want to hear more and more, Eric, you can go over to our Patreon. Patreon, yeah, more and more. You get more and more, 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 more. It's everything piles up. We have uh, a ton of things going on in the Patreon.com slash WeirdScience, where you can support us for this podcast, maybe the Marvel, and get a ton of other things as well. Uh, because this week, the badasses of the Get Fresh crew, beep boop, they picked two books, and they were Batman Curse of the White Knight, Von Freeze, number one, and He-Man, the Masters of the Multiverse, number one, were the two books that they picked as the spotlight. Uh, I liked one of them a lot. Yeah. Don't say yeah. which. Uh, also, in the indie side of things, we did The Mask. I pledge allegiance to The Mask, number two. Eh. And also on the Marvel side, just to show you that we do spotlights for a bunch of different books. The Marvel one that uh, me and Brandon did, and really I did, because Brandon ended up not being able to connect amazing mary jane number two and deadpool number one but there is those people who are the bad butts i said the bad a's Aaron, but we're gonna try to get a little away from that though i don't consider that as much of a curse as some others right so but there are the bad butts that do end up being the ones who pick everything that we do Uh, i don't know i always mess up but yeah, I'm just going to go with the whole idea. They are the badasses, and we salute you. And here we go with the badass roll call, Eric. I'm going to get right to it, right? I'm not going to mess around. Do it here. We got oh, Niels Teort, our man Rob Lewis, Bertel Akachuk, Dalton Edom, Christian Falds, Ken Halleck, Lady Abby, John Jack. Nick Adams, Mark Jager, T-Funk, Josh Ramillion, Aldrin Stosia. We have Batman Beyond Mark. We're getting there, Eric. Eric G., David Fink, Manship, Brandy Murray. Manship can't do any of his disc golf right now. He's, he's down and out. He Bobby us. Bain, Reggie Hancock, Ben Townsend, Admiral Whiskers, Forrest Pauly, Tony Walton, Joey Bercasco, Joseph Watchstick, Comic Boom, Rocky, D-Men 3000, All-New Dave, Carlos Segui, Ian Job, Brian King, Pete from NYC, Paulie P, Cellar Dweller, Luis, Ulysses Jones, Hakeem, Double A Ron, Simon, Swanee, Anthony G, Missy T, Lone Wolf Marv, Ruben. Ruben. And there it is, Eric. Look at this. I'm just going to relax as the rest there go. You go. I had no problems, no problems at all. And I realized as I was going into that, I didn't check off the things that I had to check off. And uh, check off. Oh, my. Eric, that is a Star Wars reference, no. right? So, check off. No, that's what they yelled when they had all the robots there. No, the, you know, they're, okay, C-3PO, R2, check off, they yelled. <laughs> there you go, Eric. You love the check off. But, yeah, all those we salute. Yeah, we also salute everybody who's part of the 
get fresh crew that end up being part of the patreon we really really do appreciate it we try to do a lot of shows uh so that you get a bang for your buck just some other shows that we did do uh this week i ended up doing my dc sales podcast where i talked about the sales from october i also did the solicits podcast for february solicits and me and brandon are planning on doing the same on the marvel side so if you like to hear that sort of thing and all that jazz just go and uh, we're you not know, gonna go have to the new 52 review this week we will, but I'm not going to say that yet because who knows if we're going to – I'm telling oh. you, things happen. So when we do have it, I will mention that. I've already recorded what I said. Brandon claims he recorded what he did. We just haven't uploaded it yet. So once they're in the can, as they say, I will announce them. But yeah, me and Eric are also planning on doing the new 52 Review Podcast with the Birds of Prey Volume 1, uh, a book that – and a lot of people love, but it's not as bad as some people think is how I would describe it. We have a bunch of things. If you want to go with all the things, we also have a back issues of the DC and the Marvel side kind of dealing with very hairy characters. Uh, the one that won in the DC is a story about Jimmy Olsen uh, growing a beard. So that is fun too. Yeah, it is. It's such nonsense, but it's fun. But yeah, we have a lot of stuff. Just go over and check it out. Uh, hopefully you'll join up and listen in and see if you like it or not. But we're not going to waste any more time. We're going to go off to the books. No. Yes, there we go. You beat me to it. Ah. My normal trigger into the book sections. This is the meat and cheese of the podcast. I know I'm out of sorts now. Uh, If you want to go and read the reviews for all of these books and many more, go over to our website. That is weirdsciencedccomics.com. We have about 10 books tonight. Eh, Maybe 11. There maybe. may be nine, who maybe knows? seventeen. Who knows how the who knows how the editing goes down the line? Uh, maybe none. Th- maybe you're not even some, hearing this. It's crazy. Maybe not. That is true. There's uh, some big ones, and we're going to start with the Aerosmith album. Big League. ones? No, not that uh, one. Nobody remembers that. Man, what is that? A greatest hits? Kind of. Sounds There's some new like songs it. on there. Oh, was there? I, I I can't stand when bands do that. I really can't. Like, I want the great. Here's two things: greatest hits should never have more than one extra song. Okay, that's fine. No live hits. I don't need live versions of your songs. I'm buying your greatest hits so that I can get all the good versions in one place. Don't give me live stuff. And I'm sure that Aerosmith has done that as well. It would drive me nuts. 
Eric, here we go. We're going to jump right into these there after my tirade on greatest hits albums. And don't re-record songs either. No, definitely not I like that. the greatest hits because of their greatest hits. That's why. Stop it. And then when you go in concert, play some of the hits. Don't play all just new things. People get mad. Justice League number 36, written by Scott Snyder. Is this the greatest hits, Eric? Art by Francis no. Manipal, Howard Porter, Hi-Fi, and Tom Napolitano. It's official. Doom has won the war. Oh, no. And while the bad guys have one of the craziest post-victory locker room celebrations I have ever seen, the Just League finally smells what Doom is cooking and admits defeat. That doesn't mean they won't go down swinging as Lex arrives to finish the job. The Justice League thinks they have a chance to win. Dot, dot, dot. By not playing the same old game, Eric. They're going to change it up well, Jim, even though it ends up being faith. the same old game. Well, that's what you have to have faith and a really weird thing that happens to the hall of justice it's a weird thing this whole idea one thing hall of justice spaceship that's another thing wait eric i'm not done i know this is gonna revisit the twist of a white lantern earth of metal and no justice maybe a twist of it but i will wait to get upset about that that later Yeah, now I'm saying it, and it's going to be the whole deal. I thought that that was actually in No Justice no, when the they got in that. That was the beginning of the Scott Snyder's Just League run when they had the Umbrex coming. Well, that's what's going to happen. We we see that. Well, you only get the flash buggy out of the, the you know the garage buggy. to go around with John Stewart driving it, so that they can end up you know getting everybody in tune on the planet. And I thought that when this was going on, like you said, if it did, I even forgot. I thought it happened in No Justice actually. Uh, but when this goes on. I don't think it's spelled out quite enough right now for how much time has passed of what is really going on. You end up having them say, hey, we got to get everybody in tune. And boy, I can't really march man or miss Martian. I can't do that. I don't have that much power. Hey, uh, can you do that there, Jaro? No, no, I'm just a little old starfish. I can't do it. And I'm they never really fully starfish. explain well, no, the thing what is, exactly is going it on. It really feels like the flash buggy that John Stewart is going to r- drive out now is going to the edge of the universe to go pick up Kendra and Shane. I'm like, but yeah, it, I, I it's a car. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, it's a car. Uh, but even just the thing of them trying to get the people on the planet in tune again, that's mentioned. All these things about showing that they have faith in people and the faith well, that, in even that, you know, the thing. normal people. You know thing. what? It turns out this whole thing between doom and justice, it was a political race. We didn't know. We didn't campaign hard enough, guys. No, we got to go out yeah. there at the last second before the polls open and tell everybody that justice, we're here for you. That's what's yeah, going and, on. And that's that's what it the whole idea of hey, you know, Lex kinda we we figured this is basically you're right. It it, it does boil down to what it was anyway. It was a vote, it was a popularity contest. As it, always it was is. the idea of a political deal. And so when they're going with that whole thing, they really took to the, you know, pretty much took heart to the idea that we don't have to show how <laughs> good we are. Everybody hates Lex. During the campaign yeah, era. They're like, Lex is a hated guy. We we don't need to campaign because people always realize Lex is not good. People didn't realize that. They ended up showing their awful side of accepting gifts. I mean, really, <laughs> all he like did gifts? was yell. He just yelled basically, no new taxes, read my lips, All right. no new taxes, and if you vote for me, you'll get some presents. I won't say what the presents, and people went with that. People are greedy. Free and that's, t-shirts And it's for funny everyone. because Woo! the idea that the Trinity, they don't really want to come and accept that full deal. They're not going to say, listen, well, you didn't really count on people being pieces of crap. They're saying, 
Well, we kind of always do things in secret. We don't let the people know how much we love them. We just take for granted we save them and they know it. It almost goes into stuff we'll say later with a Wally West and flash forward. Is it going to be enough where he's off in the dark multiverse and the regular multiverse trying to save it from the dark multiverse? Is that going to be enough for people to think he's redeemed if they don't see it? And it's not. It won't be. So the idea and and where this is, and if you really think about it, it does tie in things well, but only little things like the guys in front of the bums that had the sign, go home, Justice League. We love Lex. That's what this is going with in my mind of they thought we were just sitting on our hands doing nothing when we were fighting to save them. Now we have to kind of it, it's it goes in there and, and now we're finally at the phase three of that initial plan where we're going to get the anti monitor we're going to go do all this stuff finally we're going to get all these members of the Just League that we sent out we're finally going to have them all together we we talked about yeah. like ten issues ago phase three is finally going everybody yeah and phase three is my my favorite part of this phase three of the Trinity here that makes me laugh is they're like okay well to beat Lex we gotta you know get people on our side. And it really seems like the first part of the plan that they want to do is cheat because they want to get Miss Martian. Like, come on, just mind control everyone. Tell them that we're good. Like, send it out. Like, almost like a Super Bowl ad instead of actually going out and doing something to show the people that it's going to be a It's going to be a Hail Mary. What we got to do at this point? Hail Mary. The game was over yesterday. (laughs) This is this is the Monday after the Super Bowl, and you still have. Unfortunately, whoever ended up playing the Patriots uh, at that point saying, well, why, why didn't we fix this? Well, why didn't we do this or that? Well, it's, it's too late. Uh, but I, I don't mind. It's just the things that tie in I like, and I, you'll see my score is pretty high on this, mainly on Perpetua's side. It really got me. You're a big fan of that Perpetua? Up, not a big fan, oh. but I'm a big fan of finding out what she was doing all along and her showing that she's just as bad as we, we thought she was and maybe even worse i mean really but you start off with oh, no. uh, superman and batman gonna, you know yeah. we've been worshiping this god all this time and it's gonna screw us over in the end oh yeah. no who didn't yeah. see oh, who saw uh, this coming that, not go me go even further like oh my you mean the this lady god who ended up screwing away everybody before that was locked years. away in jail i mean this is basically a serial killer to the nth degree getting out of jail and then you realize oh my they weren't good oh no uh, and and also make it even worse she was locked in jail where she was kind of frozen so now you have you know that i shoot how could she have reformed the, the frozen she, she the was, hit disney movie no oh. not the hit disney movie i was you know thinking more of other things she's wesley snipes she she was frozen you, you can't redeem Demolition somebody man, I got you. yeah you can't redeem somebody when they're frozen when they wake up in the future the minute that they wake up they're looking to exploit the future because nobody's bad then because you know in most future stories they have gotten rid of emotions and and, and breaking the restaurants no, they have Taco Bell. So you, you start no this more. and you end up having – I had Taco Bell last night and I got a little sick from it. But yeah, Batman there. And I, I thought at first, I'm like, is this like the one-man funeral of Starman? I'm like, boy, he, he didn't get much of a turnout. Like Will Payton. Have the body. Turns I'm out thinking, nobody did care about Will Payton all yeah, along. Th- I'm telling you. That's I thought what it was I just the fans. I just thought, yeah, oh my, where, where's the drum? I, I ended up like, boy, is this what it is or is this post-funeral? And I'm trying to think, whose funeral is this? I didn't realize it was all their funerals, Eric. Oh, yeah. one. But he's there. Batman's there. And it's. I don't know that it's pushed enough 
here the idea because you have a lot going on and a lot of things have to be pushed aside. And this is like the down moments that you say you like and a bunch of issues where I, I like the idea of a Batman who you never think of a guy of faith uh, going there. And just kind of thinking what I might have done wrong and how this could have been better and getting a little more, you know, uh, religious of sorts. It's there. me, Almost, it's, Bruce Wayne. It's, are no, you listening? No, he's like, it's me, Batman. He's like, you won't even tell me your identity. He's getting God's <laughs> mad. How dare you? I already know that Clark Kent over there is Superman. He's told us. But yeah, you have them there kind of like, what could I do? I never like when Bruce Wayne uses Batman and the third person, it always throws me off, but at least he has the cow off when he does it this time. I hate when it's like, Batman always has a plan. I'm like, I know you're Batman. You, you don't, you could say I, uh, but he's just upset because he thought he had things figured out and he didn't. And it's, it is one of those where I wish the point was, you know what the, the X factor is humans, you know, us, you know, not you, Superman, you're an alien, but you know, in general, the humans are the X factor. Cause then when, when Wonder Woman does come in and basically says, you know, what we have to do is use the people of earth. You know, we have to show them that would have tied him well with that. Like the X factor is humanity is the way that, you know, things got screwed up along the way. You can't always plan for everything. That's his thing. And then at the end, that's what they're going to use. And almost like you're going to go and try to trick Lex in the way that he would never see coming because it's something that you would never do. But the reason why Lex is winning right now is because he's doing things well, he would never do. Well, the whole thing, too, the where fate. the whole idea really came to me at this when I was reading this issue. The idea, the reason that Lex Luthor is winning the whole time is because he has faith in something more than himself yeah. for the first time ever. In this actual, first, and that's a different game than he's actual usually played. cosmic god. Well, the Justice League, they've just been going about it the same way they always yep. do. And when they're in the uh, church of the, the, the chapel of the Hall yeah, of the Justice, chapel. and they're sitting there thinking about what they're going to do. It really came down to me like, all right, Diana, which God are we praying to? None. And I thought to myself, this really does seem like it was a uh, a little bit like set up. In a dig on – No, it seemed like it was set up in the year of the villain Black Adam story where he was you know, fighting the battles. But the people, he needed to have faith in the people and, the freaking, yeah. and their, their faith in each other. You hated that I'm too. telling you, that's what really felt like at the end here. Like we're just got to have faith in the people and they'll have faith in us and everything will turn out okay at the end. I'm like – all right, if that's the way you want to go. It's, it's, I, I, it's don't, I don't mind. I don't mind it. What I what I kind of took from it, and again, this might be jumping through hoops and things like that. It's also the idea that the people of Earth have always relied on the Justice League and all these as gods on Earth, and they failed as well. So it's basically like we got to join hands and and kumbaya. And that's that's the problem. That's what I said about that White Lantern thing. It's more about the idea. That I'm worried that this is just going to end with a a wishing machine of the people, no, the faith, like you it's said, with, with Black a wish Adam and a as well. It's going to well, be a miracle. It's going to be like Black <laughs> Adam, and now we're going to have the dawn hits, and all of a sudden the powers come that we didn't understand in that. But yeah, the that's what I'm judges. worried about. I'm worried about that. I'm worried about the idea of it ending once again with you got to have faith you got to you know bum, be bum. yeah got to trust each faith. other you got to and really with all of this going on this week boy how many issues and how many different books are going with the no secrets tell the truth i mean it is hot and heavy this week with these books as we're getting towards that whole idea with superman and i don't know i just i don't mind i just we have to wait and see how this ends but i do like them kind of going and saying, listen, we lost, but we can still kind of 
win in the end with everyone else. We lost, but the whole planet and humanity with us, we can win. We'll go off and do that. But they do have to get Kendra and Shane. Shane is spelled out as this kind of wild card that I thought he would be. The wild card that we have, the the being that's made up of six-dimensional energy that can reach everybody with his mental connection and stuff like that because it comes from this beyond place of the dimensions. But the thing is – we are fighting a losing battle no matter what because this is not just an Earth, a prime Earth thing. It's a no, multiversal it's, yeah. thing. And we have seen through every single one except for that one like that Gotham by yeah. Gaslight Earth. It's all doom. I'm like, yeah, I, yeah. I know you have people from different hyper times here like Commandy and freaking the Justice League 1 million and stuff like that or Justice Alpha, Justice Legion Alpha 1 well, million and stuff. But this does not fix the multiverse. Well, here's the deal. If if it's me thinking what's going to happen, you end up having them fix Earth. Then somehow this – and we don't even understand it anyway. The wings go from Kendra. They're going to save you. Have the map of the multiverse that one point said. Then it was supposed to fix the source wall. I'm but you're going to have all that. And then Shane is going to be the amplifier who is above all as said. And here we need Shane. He's he's from the sixth dimension. And that can make him do well, – there's a lot of things being thrown out that I don't understand yet or probably you know we may not. But I think that's the the deal. Save Earth and broadcast this, fix the source while everybody goes down. And we'll see how this is. But it is going to end soon. We only have a couple oh, yeah. more issues left before Scott Snyder leaves. So this is the end play. This is going to have to be the Hail Mary that does work. And this is where it begins. Uh, and so you, you, while you're doing that, while you're seeing the Justice League is along the lines of, hey, we got to get more people involved. We have to show how good we are. Perpetua is doing the worst thing ever on her side of, hey, I won. You know, oh, this is awesome. Yeah, we won. No, no, no. I won. You guys are done because they show back up to get their rewards. They're just rewards. And they're all just there. Anti-monitor. Perpetua, Luther. And in comes Grodd, Sinestro, Cheetah, and Brainiac. Like, all right. You know, this is they're pouring champagne on each other. We're, we're going to Disneyland. Yeah, <laughs> they're all young. And then they even start getting to the point like, all right, what I want. Because like, oh, you're here to get your rewards. Oh, what I want is I want yeah, Grodd. I want five planets to mind control. No, seven. Brainiac. It's like with all my knowledge and stuff, I just want to be a cosmic librarian. I'm like, eh, that's kind of boring. <laughs> I love Cheetah. That Cheetah, just keep being Cheetah, baby, because she's just like, I'm going to get those gods. That's all she I'm does. I'm just happy she, there's a god that actually not, talks to us now. She does not, and she does not change her deal. She's, I'm going to get them, and she's happy at least. And then you end up having all this in Sinestro. He's just like, I, I don't think he can figure out exactly what he wants. He's like, I'll think about it later. Brainiac's the one, though. It's so funny that Brainiac is like, oh, my God, Brainiac, one million. I got all this knowledge. I, I really he, – he reminds me of when you'd hear back in the day when the CD-ROM first was developed. And they're like, the CD-ROM is going to be great because you think that an encyclopedia set's awesome. Now you've got no. it on one disc. And it's like, oh, my God, this is going to change the world. And people forgot – Nobody likes encyclopedia, so it didn't matter. So there's Brainiac. You know, I don't have I'm to have be this the bunch best. of books that fill up an entire shelf over here. Awesome. No, just yeah, a disc. Yeah, yeah, just a disc. And then oh, you no, realize seven I, discs? Yeah, seven discs. The thing I thought was I, I never went to that shelf. I, I don't even know what those <laughs> I books did not are. I encyclopedia? What the heck is that? So when it's on a disc, that's just easier for me to chuck out the window and never look back. So he's like, I'm going to be this grand librarian with all the info. They're like, Nobody needs you. You're ridiculous. I'll just wait for the yeah, internet. Yeah, they're going. 
Yeah, really. And even then, then you go to like a Wikipedia that's just made up stuff half the time. <laughs> that's right. what I, I like made up history more than the regular. So then Perpetual is like, all right. Yeah, I had all these plans. Here we go. Wah, 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 wah. And Brainiac gets turned into a throne. And not only even that a throne. That is one of the worst. A throne with three chambers for the rest of the Legion yeah. of Doom to be stuck into to siphon out the seven dark energies, which I don't yeah, know how the these three yeah. rest have the seven dark energies that will then fill up Lex with or that actually gave Perpetual all our power. But we are don't siphoning we all have these the dark, seven dark energies. Dark energies. Yeah. Um, I, I don't even know what they are have, like, off the top of my head anymore. I know we have the Still Force. I know we got a key of – of the ki- it, graveyard it, what, of the gods, I think. Um, I, well, here's you know, the got thing. Changed. I don't know. How to- With this, right? They're doing this. And yeah, you see those. And in my mind, as a kid, I thought, boy, that'd be a really neat playset, but not as a chair. What's to me, a it looks set? like a building. The, to me, it looks like a building. Man. And these things where the bodies go, so that's where cars go and they shoot out like matchbox cars. I had actually a matchbox launcher that yeah. looked like that. For see, the, that's what it would be the, cool. I just imagine now, I'm looking at this. This is what Jim wants. He wants a place for a figure to sit down and three yeah, other figures no, to be trapped that, inside. Nonsense. Yeah, trapped inside because they're going to use that energy is going to superpower Lex. Now, I I just want to know, where's Baby Turtle? Because he's not with Grodd. There's only a couple times where Grodd is shown full yeah, out. He I didn't just even has take notice of that the first time. On. There's no baby turtle. So did and baby I don't turtle know get that, siphoned off from that I don't p- know. capoose he's wearing? That's what I'm saying. I don't know if possibly that is an oversight on the art or that's going to be something that's going to come into play once Jon Stewart gets to the edge of the galaxy and can maybe grab baby turtle and take off in a way that Flash, even with his car, ends up saving turtle, who's one of his biggest enemies i thought that that might be cool but we'll see but he's not in there no. i looked all around to see if he was there on any of the things notice. yeah he is not there which is honestly, a big thing because i wasn't where about is the to still look force because then? that's the thing is i i don't understand what that baby is i can figure out it's a clone <laughs> it has of the turtle it has the still force crowd wearing it like a papoose or the whole thing like that to siphon off i can get behind all that i just don't understand the background of any of it now do you think that it's kind of the shame that we didn't get a lot more of Baby Turtle as he's going and that he'd have a connection with Broad and he might be the thing that's so was a Grodd. shame we didn't get enough that of Baby so Darkseid. We have Baby Darkseid yeah, play with Baby Turtle. But can you can you imagine Baby Turtle showing up and, and breaking loose Grodd because he loved Daddy? And you have all that and like, stop it. Not in front of the other all of a members. Sudden it's like Baby Yoda from The Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. It'd be great. It'd be so cool. Well, while this is going on, and then basically, just to reiterate, Perpetua's idea of a reward is for Brainiac to become her seat, and then the other three get stuck in these chambers that then power up Lex, who's now the Lex Luthor you know what that apex Be- of being apex an old predators. curmudgeon person like I am, the idea of being rewarded with, hey, now you can lay down and rest for a while. You know what? Yeah, that really. like the best thing yeah. anybody could I offer me. I don't mind the three. It's, it's the idea of being a Brainiac who's now <laughs> – I only imagine his face is right at that seat too. <laughs> it's the worst. And she's like – as you look over, she's eating beans oh, no. and tacos. Like, looks like it's going to be a long night for you, Brainiac. But yeah, those other Perpetual, two, I go right prankster. in there. The original prankster, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> she is the OG. I, I would love to be in one of those things, in those tubes. I'd rest forever. They'd end up – they'd I'm come and actually be – I'm telling you, the Justice League, yeah, really, sleeping ugly over here. You'd have the Justice League show up and it'd be Wonder Woman, like, open up. Shh. Come on, Jim. You go, just one more minute. Can, can you let me just rest here? Like, t- somebody call into my work. I'm going to be a little late. <laughs> Oh, my God. I would love it. Uh, while this is going on, though, you did have Antimonor get sent off to get Kendra. 
and Shane, and they're trying to fix the ship that was kind of destroyed, and it just looks as if you end up having the anti-minor grab Kendra and about to crush her, but it doesn't go and says, you know, I'm going to side with my mom. I'm not going to get tricked again. I can only imagine that it's going to be another dupe. This is going to be the uh, not even crisscross jump, jump. It's going to be crisscross, crisscross applesauce, and then he's going to end up helping him. I, I just don't yeah, know what's going on. Cross. Yeah, it, it might be the triple cross. But no, I'm, I'm, saying not, the, I'm not the, real good at numbers. The anti-monitor was sent out to get Kendra and Shane, who are in a broken down ship that they're trying to destroy. It just seemed like the anti-monitor ripped open that ship. I'm like, why isn't everybody getting sucked down into the vacuum of space and or surviving? Because they're there. Not surviving. And they're... They're in that weird deal there. Like planets are too close together and stuff. But even the this case is what where happens when the source wall is gone, buddy. It is. Well, it does happen. Maybe they're in the ghost sector and it's flying around like crazy. Uh, even at Batman earlier, like we got to get to uh, Kendra and Shane. And he mentioned like they seem to know a little too much about where they are now, uh, even though they shouldn't. But they're going to head out. And like you said, John Stewart's going to go in the boom tube and go off there. Well, no, um, no, but they, yeah. they do know whereabouts they were because they did get a message out to them in yeah, the last issue they when they were shot down into the deal before I, I swear that they ended up switching off into somewhere and then getting shot and then getting off and couldn't get a hold of them because it was more of them being taken away to not get a hold than less of the radio breaking down that's how it seemed to me but they're going off in the area and kind of just going off to the edge of the universe first to see how we can figure out what's going on i don't think they're going to have to find them necessarily i think the anti-minor might bring them back to where everybody will end up uh but yeah that's going on there's going to be a convergence Yes, a convergence. We'll have Telos there. We'll have Skitaris. Well, 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 we'll convergence. You calm oh, down with well, that. I'm telling you, manship. His ears pricked up. He's, he wasn't listening much there. And he's like, convergence. What? Huh? Are we doing that again? They're they're going to go do a replay. Uh, so you have all this going on, and you, you, they have the big speech to everyone. The big speech is, we lost people, and you know, Wonder Woman's there, and, and like, now we it's lost, time but we're gonna, to win. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have to win now. Luther's coming. We're going to have to do this a little different way. You know, there's the Starman's prophecy has come true. But I think that if we end up trusting each other and the people of Earth, we can turn this around. Let's just all rely on each other. The faith of friendship, you know, all this. It ends up being very similar. Again, then it's back to like a metal, no justice deal, more metal of the let's end up by showing the power of love like Huey Lewis, and we'll we'll fix the deal. Uh, so they're, they're going to do that, and it's a little bit hokey. It gets I mean, a little bit hokey, is, but that's the thing. But, is you have all the heroes gathered at the 11th hour against yeah. the biggest evil that they've ever come across. In an area, pretty much everybody has already expected that, that they've already lost the fight. So, all right, let's let's go out there, swing it, everybody. We're going to go down fighting because we, we may be able to pull this off. No, we won't, but we might be able to pull this off, everybody. Yeah. All right, the endless fight. We fight as we always have and always will. Let's go get them, gang. Yeah, and they're all ready. And this is where I do think that oh, wait, we're the whole seeing justice also. transforms into a spaceship carrier. Yeah, Fair that, enough. That's the best. Like, why didn't you tell us this before? I would have been on this plane all <laughs> along. Like, well, let's get the hell out of here. And even then, you're thinking, like, what kind of spaceship is it? Because you could have kind of went with this. To all the right. edge all of, the of a sudden, we also have a Legion of Doom freaking spiders, freaking spaceship yeah, that's going that on. I'm like, yeah, the whole that's of Doom just is a, transformed whole, into a spider whole, aircraft. Yeah, it's the spider deal. Uh, 
But yeah, while this is going on, I do think that some of the transitions are a little, not forced, but quickly gone to. I think that this story is starting to get a little bit compact out because I think that, you know, know, Scott Snyder might have had plans on going longer with this, possibly maybe a couple issues. And now you got to get going because I I do think that the idea of John in the flash buggy, I I don't think that that was fully spelled out well enough of what he was going to do, especially what we saw before. Uh, But as this is going on, he goes off there and you do have Lex showing up with his kind of apex predators that that they have there, an army coming and just like, oh, this is going to be the best. I'm going to destroy you somewhere in the justice, the hall of justice. Somebody rang the last bell of the school year because they pile out of that like every scene in a movie when school's <laughs> over. Eh, school oh, is out for the for summer. The summer. I'm telling you, they are all jamming out. Kamandi leading the way with that gun. All right. Every and then there's one, you didn't sign my yearbook as they go flying that was out. Jim. But yeah, every everything's going and then Lex starts trash talking and you, you end up having Batman, and they're going back and forth on the comms. With that. Even Batman pressing the actually Lex, and he starts saying, "Then Jaro has to get in on the trash talking," and it just ends up, you know, this isn't like it is before. We got something new. We have a final measure, and it couldn't feel more light. And then all of a sudden, the Justice Hall of Justice goes, and it's a spaceship. And the whole thing is a weird you. wraparound kind of idea that we had in the beginning of the issue, talking about how the stone of the Hall of Justice that in the place in the chapel with, yeah. is made from this alien stone that's the lightest in the universe. So now we have the Hall of Justice transformed into a Warcraft to go against yeah, the Legion of Doom Warcraft. And that is completely ridiculous. I don't mind. Eh, I think it's I kind of It funny. goes right along with the I whole like idea it. and, you know, the Night of the Monster Men when all those yeah, buildings transform right into meccas or even the beginning of... Uh, that were shooting lasers. You know, we had the beginning mm. of Metal when we were on the War World and those individual ones could, like, came yeah. together like Voltron or a Megazord. Yeah, they did the Voltron. Yeah, it's it's just a big fun moment. Um, it's, again, if, if you don't like... What's going on in this book? This will be something that you can throw some well, that's you know, the thing shade is, at. Saying it's ridiculous, I but like I like it. more what's going on. I just don't understand the background enough for, for having all these issues at this point. It just seems kind of weird that we're finishing up this whole thing. I don't even understand exactly where we came from because we glossed over the details to get to the big – Let's transform into a Warcraft scene. You know, it's like. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think that some things are compressed a little because of the idea that it's ending maybe a little sooner than he would have thought. Because when it was announced that his run will end in January, it wasn't something normally you would have ended up having an announcement before then kind of talk about it. It just dropped in the solicits and then they reacted from that. Uh, So I think that it was. And I don't think it's one of those. He was kicked off the book. I think that they're going on to do something else and he needed the time. So he's going to do that, finish this and go on to the next thing, which probably will be the big event that ends up, you know, going to 5G. So you have to get ready for that and stuff. And so with with all this, I do think that some of the things were glossed over a bit, you know, like the Kendra deal. We uh, You have to get Kendra and bring her back. He just goes. I don't understand her her wings and all that other stuff. The plan is, I'm like, I don't know exactly what she wanted to do for her and even how she messed it up. I just know that she messed something up dealing with her new wings that I don't fully understand even with the, we have the seven dark energies. Yeah, you're not really giving me much with that either. I don't know what you're talking about. No, and now they're in the members of the Legion of Doom. If you would have spelled out, it's the seven dark energies. They kind of like it was the seven dark Umbrex. energies that go against the what the light energies yeah. that make up the entire universe. So I can kind of get that, but not really. 
it's not really spelled out, especially when you were kind of going with each one of them having an individual energy. And now it's like, I'm we're telling gonna get you, seven I didn't energies fully out of understand all of it when we had this flash buggy going around and you know, John Stewart inspiring people. When we turned yeah. the earth into a white lantern. I'm like, white that lantern, just kind of yeah. happened. I didn't understand the hows or whys of it. It just kind of happened. Yeah. So you have a, you know, we're going to have a big space battle between the Legion of Doom and the Hall of Justice. Uh, well, that's going to have a, like a land battle. This kind of but I like it. Oh, I think you're going to have a bunch of things going on. I mean, you may have them yelling and screaming from above, I but I want, want lasers. War, war, world to show up so you can have like a Death Star trench. I actually, well, I, I that'd be cool. I also like the idea that it does look like the Hall of Justice even has X-Wings that shoot and they, they separate it. I like that. I like it all. And then you have Lex in there. It does kind of look like Darth Vader's, you know, TIE fighter. It doesn't, but I could go with it. He's in there. <laughs> it does But yeah, it's, it's just, uh, it's just goofy. Now we finish this. And then like me and you in our reviews, if you have gone to our site, me and Eric do get a kick out of writing our little headers the header is supposed to give you a hint at the thing we thought about usually our pop culture references that we sit there and think at the end what does this issue remind us of that we like and that kind of is what a lot of these writers play out for their next you know on the cliffhanger page where they want to end up haul out mayhem is terrible (laughs) That is a bomb. That would be something that if I ended up when I reviewed this and I ended up saying to any to you, I put Hall out mayhem. You'd be like, yeah, I remember when I was a rookie. You 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 would have said that. You kind of just gave up at the end of the night, didn't you? Now, yeah, really, I was tired. Uh, In my review, though, and I didn't mention it here in my review, I ended up bringing up that if you've seen Meatballs, uh, pretty much what goes on here with the tr- the Trinity explaining to half the rest of the Legion, it is where they are f- doing the contest against Camp Mohawk. Yeah. And then Bill Murray, Trip Tripper, he ends up realizing we cannot win. So let's lose with dignity and ends up having the plan where they're playing basketball. They throw it up. They pull their pants down. Then they were everything where they're doing the tug of war and they just let go and everybody yeah. falls. That's what I think is going on here. I even it put a video in the review and that's it just doesn't matter. And, and basically at the end of that the, the real kicker was Bill Murray saying, listen, we could win today. We can't. But even if we did, <laughs> what does it matter? They get all the hot chicks. They got the money. So let's go. And they, they end Classic up just going Bill because Murray. they end up pretty much being the loser camp. We always will be. Well, let's kind of embrace that. He hung go. out with Chris Mankins a little too much for my liking. Yeah, he did. And they were betting for like peanuts and stuff and candy. Who bets for that? So you end up where you I like the idea. Yeah, really, I do. Uh, I know because that stuff costs money too. You end up there where they're just like, yeah, they're all fired up. Let, let's go down swinging, doing it a different way with Hail Mary. It's all of those things. So we'll see. And hopefully it isn't this amplified thing, like I said, where Earth is saved and then in one spread page, you see all the other Earths. Yeah, because some of them, they'll never go back I, I to just imagine again, justice anyway. It's going to be the whole thing where it's like at the end of Return of the Jedi, the special edition where we see all the other planets celebrating under the second Death Star is destroyed. Yeah, the fireworks like going it got, off. It, the word got out two seconds later. <laughs> 
I mean, they're like, really? Like, it got out there? Fireworks uh, yeah, over so, Earth 43. Oh, yeah. Fireworks yeah. over freaking I'm telling you, City. You, you go to Earth 3, Doom Sigil's still up there because, hey, they're always going to be Doom. Like I said, some of the planets, they, you know, the Cosmic Judges come and destroy really Earth change. 3 all over again. Yeah, I went to Judges to show up and go, what did we miss? And they're like, go home, Judges. That's the thing. We, uh, we don't yeah. have much time yet left, and we're still waiting for these big no. Cosmic Judges to show up. Well, remember, she, you end up having Perpetua say that if you can keep it so much towards one side they don't show up i swear to god they are just photo finish people they are new york city when you're watching a football game and they send the call back to new york to look at they're not going to show up unless it's close and i think that what happens is we're going to see it get close from all this hail mary then they'll come and lock perpetual away again they'll just show up and they'll act like it was all their thing the whole time they'll be like luckily us cosmic judges showed up like you really you should have way late, buddies. Uh, but overall, I give it an eight. I like the art. It's two artists, and I like both no, of them. Your, Not your favorites, though. No. That's what shocks me, that I thought, even reading it, that you might not be that it's thrown okay. off by the art. And it's it's Francis Manipal and Howard Porter. They're like two of the people, people that you do not like. I'm not a huge fan. Yeah, I, I like it. I like it. So I give it an eight. I know you're not going to go that high. I, I liked it, though, for what we got from Perpetua. Yeah, that's the best part. I liked it. The next book we're going to talk about, which is Batman Superman, it's kind of the same concept. At least when I'm told a, a plan or something, seeing Perpetual always was going to screw them and seeing them do that and then power up Lex, I, I give that points just because, even if I didn't understand the seven things, but we haven't all along, but I like it's progressing the story. It's getting to the next part, and that's what I like. But what would you I would give it a 6.5 out of 10. I like the art enough, but the whole thing with the Justice League just saying, like, pretty much you got to have faith, and we got to go about this a different way. We've been doing this one way the whole time, getting our butts kicked the entire time. Now that we only have a few issues left, let's do it a different way, and we're going to win. And, and, but I tell you. Isn't it weird? It's weird. You should have had that like five issues. Should have had a ten issues ago. <laughs> you should have figured that out. And <laughs> just just listen to George Michael's greatest exactly. hits. Exactly, right? I do. It's not going to be a live version. No, it's, it's going to be face. See, it all ties together, Eric. <laughs> the book. Yeah, I, I understand. But no, the stuff I understand. for Perpetua is great. I just the whole idea that I'm at this point in the story though, and I don't understand the concepts you're giving me. I'm like, that's kind of that's kind of nuts in my mind. I, I almost get to the point where that's, you know, that ended up being the six out of 10 that I left behind back there. We're moving on. But what I did actually, and I, we really didn't say it in this review. What I really didn't mind was it actually looks like the heroes might win something. We, we've and, and looked we like that for a eventually. while, but it always just gets, I know. the rug gets pulled out from under them. This just seems like it's a big more. And I just want somebody, Green Arrow, he seems to be the chuckle fest guy, just yelling out where Batman goes and like, why didn't we do this before? Why, why do we keep doing I, these I things at the very that right end? right now Martian Manhunter is gone, which he is kind of poking back out of Lex's mind now. That he's yeah, and we didn't say that. That's but, big too. He's poking yeah, at Lex's like, mind. That's going to be the way Lex you know Lex what Perpetua is doing, isn't right, Lex? Like, quiet down, yeah. Jiminy Cricket. But, he's Obi-Wan. Uh, yeah. He, I think he's Obi-Wan. But, uh, whole, Jiminy Cricket, really. It's just a good thing that Martian Manhunter is gone at this point and can't ask Green Arrow, hey, uh, Green Arrow, what'd you do with that box I gave you that could yeah, destroy the Justice box? League? Oh, I oh, kind of well, left I, it in the woods when I got mad one night. Oh. I left it in the woods. I think Lex found it, may have given it to Lois. I'm not sure. She won't give up she the goods. She won't tell anybody what's in the box. <laughs> She's got it covered, I hear. I but yeah, I, I'm I'm a little more up on this just because it, it seemed exciting. It seems like a big action movie again. And even though it's kind of silly for Doom to have won so that now Justice can 
kind of go. Uh, at least we're getting you something of the good guys winning. I am happy that, like, you know, for a couple issues now, we've had the anti-monitor back in his classic w- look, which I've missed. But for some yeah. reason, now that he's kind of downsized a little bit, he just kind of looks to me like he's almost like a Stay puff Marshmallow Man just standing there for how yeah, plump he looks. It looks weird. I'm it's like, fun. I like the original look. It just looks like he's been eating a few pizzas on his downtime. And he's downsized, like you know that he got. They got rid of some of the shippers in there, or maybe the HR department. They don't have as many people. Is that the how HR they're department. That's them? important, Jim. Well, they're downsized, and then yeah, really in this day and age, it might be. Uh, but we're gonna go off to the next book. All right, and that next book is Batman Superman number four, written by Joshua Williamson, art by David Marquez, Alejandro Sanchez, and Joe Hill. We finally see the plan of the Batman laughs, and it's not a real surprise that it involves infecting everybody. Oh no. So he wants to infect everybody. It's he's he's like Axel Rose. To get there, we get a force secret six, a watchtower from the dark multiverse, but also some hints of how we may not allow it to happen in the end. I still don't like this as much as some others do, but seeing an overall plan and progressing towards it was something I did like. And that is a cool way to keep up your pants, Eric. Uh, all in all, but yeah, the the story. To me, because this book seems to be based Why can on this everybody story. Just getting this fortress of solitude. I'm gonna ask. I'm telling you, we have like I you know, know the sky tyrant, the un like I can't even remember what Donna Troy's name is. I want to say the Undying, but that's not right because I always want to say that. I almost called her the Devastator, the Deathbringer, <laughs> Deathbringer. It but is, no, yeah. I'm telling you, you have Deathbringer, Sky Tyrant, and even yeah, like they're all there. They all show up. I know we could have like we brought Gordon with us. Jaime opened it. Jaime was there. Maybe it. he did because this whole thing with this whole now I'm the Scarab and I have this technology and. That's one thing I do appreciate in this whole thing is that, all right, we had the Scarab, Blue Beetle's here. They kind of wanted to mess around in the beginning of Rebirth and say that his Scarab was magic and not technology. Yeah. We're moving past that. Back to technology, everybody. Yeah. So I'm like, but at least then I again, appreciate that. It just that. jumps back and forth, but I get the idea that- I don't that- understand the xenomorph skin that's going everywhere. Like no, he's creating I this know. shell everywhere. It looks like a, yeah. like aliens. Yeah, it does. Uh, what I don't like is, and I, I could even go and I could kind of fill in the blanks a little and say that Jaime opened up the front door, went in and all. And so that's the only thing that makes sense because there should have been, and even so, to first get in there and what you're doing, there is, there has to be, and we've seen it before where they get scanned buy everything and i know you can tie it into kalex is down because of brainiac one and all that like things kind of get wonky all around very wonky but it just ends so that they can send out that signal so that somebody can come now when you do go through this if you aren't reading supergirl which we'll be talking about at the end of the podcast the way things lay out here um i we just i want to let you know and you're you even said it to me one of the first things you said She's in the next room yeah. here. She is not coming from across the globe. She is within the Fortress of Solitude She is right in the now. Fortress of Solitude as this begins. And I think that nobody told Joshua Williamson that because it makes it seem like and, she shows and not up. not only Supergirl, but a Brainiac 1, you know, yeah, con, Brainiac like, you know one. thing is in there as well, downloading all the Kryptonian stuff while this is going on. Just and imagine. A, yeah. That's the whole thing where we have Jaime actually taking over all the controls of the Fortress of Solitude and all the technology within there. What if he went and infected Brainiac 1 then on top of it just because he's patched up to the network? Well, even with that, Brainiac 1 is downloading stuff from there, and I think that would get wonky. There's a lot of wonkiness, and a lot of wonkiness as well as the Secret 6 here. 
the, as the secret six of a Deathbringer, she's just there. And so you also have Sky Tyrant. Yeah, we kind of understand, but we really don't know a, exactly what's uh, happening with tie in with Hawkman. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You at least have, but all of a sudden they're there. And so at the beginning of this, our big debate was, oh man, did it screw the book over by, you know, telling her the secret six is, or was there something wonky that made them want to do it? I think it's column A, column B. Maybe there was going to be a better progression towards it, but now that it was out, you know, the jig is up and gone that Joshua Williamson figured, oh, well, I'll just throw them out there. But Donna Troy just being here when you did have some introductions, the other, obviously Donna Troy doesn't have a book. She will so, be having that yeah, one shot coming yeah, out. It's just, just too not late, yet. though. Exactly. Yeah, that's the problem. If you're going to release who is who and how and why, you got to make sure those come out before you get to the point of seeing them in the book. And yeah, you even have Gordon, who we're still wondering what's going on, especially since he seems to be the right-hand man. He seems to be the guy who is you know, pretty much in Initiating all these things and, and coordinating stuff still reminds me of the outsider, Alfred's evil, you know, counterpart. And even at the end of the, like when he puts on a mask, I'm like, hey, you don't really need to do that, but that's fine. Uh, but you find out the plan, but the, you know, you, you start with a fight, you start with this whole deal in the Fortress of Solitude where Jaime is, you know, trash talking and saying like, oh man, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. The thing that threw me off though was Sky Tyrant, whose only trash talking seems to be to tell Batman that Hawkman doesn't like the way Batman plans for things. And by the way, Carter, he, he he's tired of everybody talking so great about you. Me, I'm Sky Tyrant from Earth 3. Nice to meet you. I'm like, yeah, right. it's so weird. It's like, that's what he's upset about? Carter's just, upset because Batman you, plans for this things? This whole thing where we have the Secret Six all show up, like at the end of the issue, we'll have Supergirl, who's so yeah. cool that she doesn't yeah. even have a new infected name. She's still just super She's girl. Super girl. Yeah. But this whole thing is that we had this the whole plot of the Batman who I have spelled out for us this whole time. It's like, you know, Jaime, he's taking control of the Force of Solitude because yeah. we have to get all these infected people because there's a satellite in the dark multiverse. It was once the, the dark home multiverse. of this Justice League, but with a little remodeling and body of bloody sacrifices, was able to treat it with the dark metal and turn it into a cosmic bat signal, one that is shined on a world would infect everyone. But bringing over something that size, that'll take effort. To get the exact right frequencies, we needed six heroes that represented different energies here to open the portal. Now, look at who we have here. I know. I couldn't figure it out. six different energies that represent this world. Yeah. Commissioner Gordon, Donna Troy, Hawkman, (laughs) Jaime Reyes, Shazam, and Superman. You, you you can't make heads or tails of why these would be. Or there's Supergirl, not, but just a Kryptonian. Yeah, there's not. There's nothing spelled out of the idea in my mind. What you would have done is create a amalgam type of dark multiverse version of the Batman who laughs. Justice League to bring this over. You're not even getting that. Well, even even when we continue on from the line I just had here, you two use the Kryptonian's Phantom Zone projector and one of the anti-monitors multiversal towers. The thing is, even when they say the anti-monitors multiverse, it's not the anti-monitors tower. It's the monitors tower. So they messed this whole thing up. Yeah, they messed that up. There's a lot of wonkiness going on here. Scannable used his technology to build a new one powered by the dark multiverse. Am I? You can say whatever you want. You ain't going to make me think this makes sense. And you do that. And and so this is where there's some funny things in here to me because you are – told the plan you spelled it out you said what they were being told you don't have the batman who laughs necessarily in this issue except from you know being still you know in chains under the hall of justice 
talking through a Superman who's listening in, also talking to the others, it seems. But he's kind well, of that's the thing. You know, so at laughing least about here, the plan. It makes sense where Superman yeah. has super hearing and he and, and like yeah. the Batman who laughs knows that Superman's listening, so he is talking. Superman yeah, is he's listening. Talking trash. Unlike in the next issue, the scarab that we'll be talking about, where Jaime Reyes just has the Batman who laughs that's inside weird. his head for inside some reason. His head. And and so with the idea that you still have the Batman who laughs off in chains you need to have a surrogate you know person who's going to cackle about the plan and tell us all and that is gordon he ends up kind of saying oh by the way this is what we're doing here and and there's a couple things that are wonky number one they are and jesse williamson is presenting this plan as if when we are told that they're bringing through the watchtower of the Batman who laughs uh, Justice League, when it comes in, that it's going to end up being the, the dark energies of these secret six. And, and it's supposed to be, in my mind, a eureka moment where you're like, oh, my God, that makes so much sense. It doesn't. You don't know why a Commissioner Gordon, what exactly is his frequency and his thing that's doing? All of these, it's well, just, even this you whole just thing. have characters We there. have an nth metal batarang made up with the like the serum that makes the infection all over it. So when you stab somebody, it makes yeah. them infected. But now we're bringing yeah. a satellite from the dark multiverse that's going to have a frequency, a send a signal to Earth that's going to somehow infect everybody on it's Earth. It's going to infect all of them. It, it's almost like it's saying infection. that their infection then can be transferred all together into this to shoot the. But the other thing that's weird is if you look, it does also look like satellite. out of nowhere. It is. I said it in my in my review. That is, it is the evil anti somnus satellite. It doesn't make you forget things. It remembers you. Remember you're infected. But uh, while this I is never there. Forgot. You also see that it seems like they're also collecting the batarangs that already have infected them and have them in this little display and they're yeah, glowing. Batman likes trophies. you have the Superman there and he, that's not glowing yet. So you have to be like, okay, we have these there. It's such a weird thing that I couldn't even I tell you. Like, you know oh, what? that's not I'm a actually, choice. I'm actually looking at it as well. I didn't realize the other so ones goofy. besides the Superman yeah, were glowing. So everyone glowing. that's been used, now that means it's now like they it's glow. Cool. I'm like, you know, like this, metal, everybody. Yeah. I'd love to see that the one that hits Supergirl, she ends up tossing it into the sun, and then they're upset they don't have a complete see, set. See, the thing is, if it's you look at it, as much. I actually blew up with a magnifying glass for these whole things where you do see a scarab in the middle of the Wonder yeah, Woman you symbol, you see a hawk symbol, you, you see, see the, the, the badge. Donna Troy kind of the, the W the Shazam lightning yeah. bolt. Yeah, you see them there. I'm just saying they're not going to have a complete set because Supergirl is going to throw it away. Um, but as they're talking about this, and there's Gordon, he's grabbing that batarang to go do this. And it's just you get the thing now where we're being told now what the big things of and this is kind of the fun thing of when you get an evil character like this where you're you're being told the things that really annoy them and why they would want to fight these heroes you get a sky tyrant who says hey carter doesn't like you because you plan too much you end up having donna troy this is for wally this is for dick you know what? this is for roy then I, you get Gordon, it's the most ridiculous thing ever that we have <laughs> deathbringer there just actually you know the, yeah. the the inner rage within donna troy coming out with this in fact which I'm telling you, I hope her issue actually works out better than the other like single issues yeah. that we've had of this infected, where it does feel like it has a purpose. Because what she's talking yeah. about, the t- the pretty much because she's of Batman and Superman King. and just That's the Justice League in general, the Titans have gone down yeah. one by one. And I'm like, <sighs> I like that. I'm yeah. telling you, if you go back to 2016 when Rebirth is coming out, I'm telling Jim, I'm telling all the listeners, this Titans book is going to be the linchpin. It's going to be the most important yeah. book we got. They're all tying one by one. Well, over I'm the telling years. you, she should stop 
using Superman as a surrogate for either Tom King or Dan DeDeal because that's who she has a problem with. She's screaming and yelling itself for them. And then they get through and that's like the big one. That is like, you know, oh man, even if you're not enjoying the story as much and you're trying to figure out these evil counterpart things, that hits because oh, you're yeah. like, yeah, yeah, she'd be mad. Then there's Gordon. I hate the way you disappear when Look, I turn my back. I'm like, that's all you got. Vegas. That's all you have. I tell you, the thing is, as much as I love the Deathbringer Donna Troy's like motivation for being this whole thing, I do think that Gordon does come in second place with his because every That's time so ridiculous. he turns on that signal to go give Batman something or ask him help, he makes him look like an old fool for just standing there I'm talking to you. himself when he disappears. I- I actually thought that a play might have been the idea that Even you without have being a, affected. He's well, going to lose it one of these times. You have a well, he might. But you have a Batman who laughs. He knows everything about Batman. All these things. Who you know, we don't really know exactly what his Earth might have been or whatnot. We saw a little of it. I wouldn't have minded if this was the point. And you can play it off as infected, not remembering that he had told. Gordon, that Batgirl is his daughter, and that this is something that ends up having Batman throw her out into the fray, getting, you know, almost killed every night, things like that. I think it would have played out a little better than, man, every time I turn around, you make me feel like an old fool. And then at the end, when they are <laughs> you don't uninfected. Need much of a motivation to be a jerk when, when you're infected. But when, you're, when you're uninfected, then you end up with what, but he, he really seems to want, and the, the thing is, it is kind of spelled out that these are already inner feelings. Maybe the play is just. Williamson showing you Gordon loves Batman. That is the only thing. But I, I, I think it would have hit a little harder if, you know, the Batman who laughs kind of whispered in his ear at some point and said, you know, that Batgirl, that's your daughter. And Batman makes him do that, you know, makes her do that and stuff like that. I think that it would have been more of an evil turn of him really then wanting to kill them. But, hey, he's mad because Batman looks makes him look like a fool, which he does again in this issue and then really triggers him. Uh, because as this is going on out of nowhere, and I, I did think that this was a bit hokey where it's just Batman just out of nowhere. Hey, you remember that uh, rookie there? You know, the bat suit there, the rabbit. I, I always think of things. So I, I have a bomb in that. Boom. And it blows up. There's a smoke thing and they get away. I don't know. And for some so- reason, the whole thing where uh, Sky Tyrant talking about, I'm always mad about how you always prepare for everything. The idea that they did bring the rookie stuff. He was prepared if somebody was going to steal the rookie armor that he could self-destruct. Yeah. And I'm like, it is true. Does make sense to me it, it, yeah and and again then they end up it's funny too the only thing you needed to really trigger everyone then was somehow a portal opens and wally comes through hey guys i'm back and then when batman blows it up he shows that one he prepares two he ends up disappearing in the smoke and three he kills wally again oh, and they're no. all like we'll get you but they go off and they go into the inner you know, the inner parts of the Fortress of Solitude. They pretty much woo, 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 and go off. And this is where I kind of got a little upset because the idea that Superman says, listen, the, the Fortress, it always has these things set up. And if there's a big problem, they show the heart of the deal, this thing that's powering it. And if this ends up being compromised, if the if the hall ends up, or the Fortress of Solitude has problems, it will then kind of close itself up and sink into the water. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you've only been in this area, you know, for a month. And you already have this thing that's supposedly set up from the beginning. If you say to me, if Batman's like, yeah, but you used to be in the, you know, in the Arctic. Well, it would have went under the the thing there and, you know, something like that. But just throwing it out there, it kind of seemed odd. Plus, while you're fighting at points, it seems like you're outside of the fortress fighting. And I thought that played off a little odd. 
uh, while all this is going on, because what they have to do then is make the fortress think that it's in big trouble, even though Jaime is controlling it. They got to, you know, de- I, I'm going to do control. this. And, yeah, they got to take back control. Well, uh, Batman goes and like, I'll end up, you know, just. Dis- Disrupting things, get him after me, and then I'll do this. You go and do what you need to do. I'm going to go take your intergalactic petting zoo out here. We're going to go cross them, and hopefully, Supergirl will show up and save the day, which she does. Yeah, I like too. Like, okay, you know, we got to get there. It'll go in the ocean. I got to get to this, you know, keyboard and do this. But Jaime's controlling it, and then Batman's like, "Well, what do you do? Is there a button you press? Well, it's this big red button, but." I want to do it. Even though I'm way more powerful than you, Look, and when they go to attack you, they're going to kill you. I need to do it. And uh, Look, that's what Batman, they do. You got to understand. I'm Superman. I have to go push the red button because yeah. you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go up there and I'm going to reach Jaime's heart gonna, by yes. my spoken word. You're not a nice guy. I am a symbol for hope, Batman. Yes. I'm going to go out there and do you'll this. You'll start a, talking your dark poetry and, and Jaime, that's, that's really, going to make him worse. That's a really cool aspect of this book, though, where we do have it that the scarab is fighting against the infection within yeah. Jaime. I'm telling it you, is. it doesn't even spell it out as much in my mind, the individual scarab issue that we'll be talking about next, where, because I thought to myself the whole time that I read that issue, because I read that way before I read this, I'm like, is the scarab infected? Is Jaime infected? It's Are they Jaime, both yeah. infected? Because, you know, the whole idea of how the you know the blue beetle scarab it's works fused, and stuff like yeah. that and like now it being reached technology again thank god but like i liked jaime from the way he was acting in the scarab book to where he is now where he is trying to fight off this infection and yeah. the, the scarab itself is actually helping him as well to bring you know the inner jaime back out but Apparently the infections is strong stuff to get well, over because it, it does win out in the end. But that is kind of the maybe the hint of what's going to end up being something, and maybe even the idea that he's the first to show that you kind of can break through with it. Uh, almost like where you had Lex all of a sudden out of nowhere, Martian Manhunter starts talking in the mind of, oh, "This is too much. This is too much." I mean, what were you doing before, Martian Manhunter? I mean, really. Uh, so you get that, and I like that because he is bringing the satellite through, and he's like, "Wait." and I shouldn't be doing this. Oh, and he's fighting armor, fighting, infection. And he's and I like that. And that is something that Superman is going to try to exploit. Like in the Scarab kind of thing, like ever since we brought the Blue Beetle back in the, the Rebirth era, he hasn't talked to the Scarab. The Scarab hasn't talked to him. I no. wish we had this back yeah, and forth cool. interaction. We could actually, yeah. like, we don't even need the dialogue for it, but we could have Jaime's reaction to no, the Scarab talking to him. I don't even mind if you him. have the dialogue, where the dialogue at first, because you haven't had that in Rebirth, he could have thought at first that it was the Batman who laughs. And we may have been fooled into thinking that. Have that kind of a, a different font, maybe very similar yeah. to the Batman who laughs. And then finally you realize that, and That's he realizes the it's the That's Scarab. scarab. Dun, and dun, then dun. once the no. scarab is talking to them or him, that means he can kind of fight back. We have a or convince the scarab itself. This isn't the way we do things. It kind of go and it, that would have been a cool twist. I think that it should have played out that way. It would have been really neat. Now, one of the things that I didn't like about the scarab and Jaime is they're fighting him. At the very beginning, Batman and Superman, and to be able to make the jump of saying, wait a second, Blue Jaime's Beetle, I mean, I've, seen, I've seen Blue Beetle. There's no way he's pulling things out of a dark multiverse. And, and, and so they have to just say that. They just say, man, 
this blue beetle certainly has upgraded to that level without well, ever telling us is, anything about it. Jaime is always trying to like, you know, lean back in the power because Kanjay Da the thing always yeah. wants to use lethal force to all these crazy things and Jaime has to keep it in check with it personally because, you know, if he doesn't, the be- blue beetle will take no. over and kill everybody. But yeah. this whole thing where we have now have it affected, you know, Jaime with the blue beetle scarab, you know, we have a new costume, which everybody gets a new costume when they get infected yeah. for some reason. But now we got, like I said before, xenomorph things going on. He's b- yep. puking up black xenomorph morph technology and the scarab and this everywhere i'm like i don't i don't think you well, know what happened and he, with well, scarab here's the thing is you, you mentioned a couple things there and you mentioned the idea especially that makes sense with jaime pulling back not yeah. wanting to do the full deal and sometimes you know almost like a greatest american hero type of deal you know he wouldn't even but he the thing the is instruction manual, yeah. the thing is though you know that not a lot of people do. So jumping into this book and then having that scarab one shot, they didn't do a very good job of telling you exactly the, what How the scarab is. How are we going to make people gigantic Blue Beetle fans if they don't let people know who I it know, is? I know, really. And, and if you're counting on people who have read the Rebirth Blue Beetle, you're counting on something wrong. If you're counting on people reading <laughs> the New 52, you're wrong because these were canceled because they weren't being read. But it was so good. the biggest thing Not of the all these one. heroes, of all the, I mean, even if you don't know, Donna Troy, they even spell it here. Donna Troy is just like the Wonder Woman. That, that's basically all you really need to know for done this. Done and done. That's all you. But Jaime and the Scarab is a big question mark for a lot of people. So when you sit there and they say, boy, this infection, he's really upgraded. You and your mind can think and fill in the blanks saying, well, it's because the infection will make him not hold back. This is the Blue Beetle we always get. To a degree. He's always, I just don't, you don't know the puking I'm just saying, Nobody else knows that. And when you have have him puking up xenotech uh, you know stuff there's going to be people who think that's a normal thing that blue beetle does that it's just kind of you know changed a little it's not this this blue beetle is so much you know the the wild card Even and when the we mystery. had him become like nanites and put himself together into one form in the last issue I'm like I- i've never seen yeah. him do anything like and this again, and they're trying to play it off as man he's infected he's really powered up but if you don't know blue beetle you don't know what that means and then there's even a weird Does that little mean, like, easter Commissioner egg gordon can like bench press like 400 pounds now he's infected he's powered up no i think he can smoke a whole pack of cigarettes at once like those file you know those photos of he's the in people flavor country. He, he can he can end up smoking 17 packs of cigarettes at once that's all his power is it's funny though when he gets evil he hasn't smoked much that's the one thing that got him to stop smoking uh but yeah well, superman, only the good die young. superman goes off to really inspire jaime you know as of at the point but they also end up Batman ends up getting one of the, the you know Kryptonian dragons. He's going to go off and fight with that, but in the meantime, an alarm no, went no, off. Not Kryptonian, the, just well, intergalactic. Yeah, intergalactic. I, I always go with the Kryptonian with that that stupid thing there. But uh, you end up there where the alarm went off. They set off the alarm, and basically, this was Superman. Let us infect you right now without any fight. No, uh, because we just set off the alarm. All Uh-oh. your and it's funny too. It's like, listen, we're going to infect you to be the worst possible Superman ever. And uh, we promise we'll turn off the alarm so that those people don't come. But by that point, Superman won't care because he's going to be evil. It's such a weird idea of him to ever agree to. Even even this whole agreeing thing, Supergirl is in the next room. she's in the next room. But they play it off as if she comes from some other place. But she ends up coming, gets in the battle, knocks out Sky Tyrant, starts talking trash a bit on Batman as well. Uh, But 
ends up being where they threw this, you know, batarang at Superman to infect him. And at the last second, she jumps in and grabs it. What's with this it new does thing where when this happens, you get infected, then you start puking up green stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Because that's what happens to Kara in this issue. Because I really liked when they show her where she's like, wait, something was wrong. And you see the you see eyes, the, like the, 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 veins the veins coming out of her. I love the, that. The, the, I thought great. that was awesome. We saw and that then, before with, um, I, don't yeah. know, I don't want to say it was Shazam. What was the other one we had? There was another one we got infected. Maybe it was Shazam that we had, King Shazam. Where we saw the whole thing where he started getting infected like that. Yeah, but yeah. I do love I like the look. That. But then all of a sudden, like she you see her, oh no, she starts puking out green. She's there, she Costume becomes change. and of course right before there she's like What's up with these, you know, our friends having this metal fetish with the costumes? Only the two panels later, she has a cool costume. But I just imagine because the whole thing is we get a Shazam, a lightning bolt comes down and like, you know, there's smoke forever. Yeah. Did, did, did uh, Captain Marvel just use Shazam, a magic word to make her have a new costume right there? Is like, I was that know. the magic? The thing is, though, he's there then and he wasn't there before. And the thing is, that seems such a rushed and forced deal. Why he would show up. And yelled, what did he show up as Billy Batson and then yell Shazam? Well, that's the thing is, Shazam was the thing that used to turn him. And Shazam anymore, since he came back in the New yeah. 52, has just been kind of a magic word that allows yeah. him to do different yeah. things. Well, he's this is him showing up, too, because he wasn't there before. And then all of a sudden, he says, you know, hey, you know, you should have thought you won, Superman. Here I am. Boom, boom. And it's Shazam there. And I just thought... Well, you didn't have Shazam before only because then it shifts the fight that there's no way that Batman and Superman could beat. They couldn't beat Shazam already by himself with all these. So it's an odd yeah, deal. Shazam is just, pretty great. And it's it's just the odd deal of, oh, no, I forgot about photo day. Shazam! And he goes over there so that they can have the cliffhanger of all six because you needed the six. And it's such a weird deal. But yeah, she changes then. And I think it's also the idea where we never saw this, but I do think that what happens is you end up where you get infected. Then Gordon comes out, the commissioner. He comes out with a box. He gives you the costume. You go backstage, you change, and you come out. You need a distraction. That Shazam comes in. But boom, he hits the ground because you see the ground ends up being like an impact crater where he was there. And then all of a sudden they're there and Supergirl's changed. And they're like, all right, we're the secret six. We're going to do this. We're going to end up, you know, getting this satellite and infecting everyone. I'm I'm so glad the Supergirl's here giving big speeches because you go to her book, she's skedaddling. She don't want to talk to this. And I like it too is like they're there and the, oh man th- there they are everybody's there because she's like where's Supergirl this is what I'm saying it's, it's a distraction she went backstage to change and then they're like alright and you have Gordon about to say something Supergirl butts in like hey new girl Shut your mouth. I know more of what's going on. But then you're like, look at my costume. Look at this. And even like, if you don't love me at my worst, then you don't deserve me at my best. I'm like, what the heck are you talking about? And you two homies ready for round two? Because that's what you're going to get. They're all going to do this. The Secret Six is assembled. And then right away, it's not even like, let's fight Batman and Superman. They just go over to that tower and <laughs> start freaking, you oh, know, no, doing the, the energy coming. and Let's bring stuff. the dark multiverse with it. Dun, yeah, dun, dun. yeah, so you have that with the tower again And for some reason, we end with the Batman who laughs, who we had seen before, who Batman, uh, Superman can hear with his super hearing and stuff like that. But it just doesn't seem like he's even restrained in the Hall of Justice anymore. It just seems like he's kind of just hanging out. Yeah, and even like that, you can hear me too, I know. And yeah, you you lost and that and then he's yeah, and then he's supposed to be tied up and he just he has this victory deal with no chains on or nothing. So you end with that though. Having a plan, having the secret six together at the end, 
uh, because it was released beforehand, you know, you're just kind of waiting for that to happen. This to me, from knowing that all the infected before going into this, this kind of felt like a first issue almost like I can even go with the idea that and eh, those other three that were kind of down in my mind and kind of treading water to get to this one, whatever. But this one, you're going forward now. It gets me a little more excited. So I'm a seven out of 10. Again, that's higher than what I've been giving, yeah. but it's not a 10 out of 10. The art's great. I love um, the art in this issue. It feels as if things have gone from like going 20 miles an hour to 90 right away. Oh, totally. All we have the sudden, Secret like, Six boom. here. And then yeah. even that's, that's the biggest problem I have with the idea is that I want to see the Secret Six because that's what we've just been kind of having in the waiting in the wings this whole yeah. time. Though. Let's reveal the Secret Six. But like now that the whole story has been like, you know, sp- like given to us head first, like, you know, like, yeah, a lot of this doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Well, satellite's it's going to use a frequency and, and, from the dark multi. Yeah. It's going to bring this uh, this tower that's not the antimonitor really, that you say it is over here, then shoot a signal to the earth. Everybody's infected now. When we had to have a serum pierce people's skin before, I'm like, yep. you can do whatever yeah. you want. I'm kind of sick of you, but the thing is, at Let's least you're being going. a little bit of fun here with yeah, the, that's the Secret what I'm saying. Six it's, coming it's a against fun. Batman Let's and Superman. Let's get going. Uh, you can sit there, and if you want to, you know, sit back and say like things like, oh, this is why I don't like what's coming out now and things like that. It really does feel just so much like Scott Snyder's stuff that they, and it is his character, the Batman of Less and things like that. But Joshua Williamson writing this, it's not changing the MO of the how stories go. It's always going to be, it seems that the heroes are at their worst. They're getting beat up like nobody ever gets a chance to have anything happen good until the end. And it, it seems like it's setting up that way as well. But also with the idea of those forces in Justice League or the different speed force things that Joshua Williamson himself does in Flash, you're just kind of throwing some stuff out there and expecting people either to just go with it without being explained or just figure they're not even going to know what's it. Because this idea of, hey, Jaime, he's up to Zanny. Oh, we're going to bring in the satellite through this. And we got the tuning fork here and we got that. And so it ends up kind of a little funky by the end. But at the end, it is kind of funny, or not funny, fun. I do lucky you see Gordon putting on that mask then. He's like, now it's time to kick butt with my mask on. But yeah, that having the whole Secret Six there seems cool. It just, I didn't like the idea that they have him there. It looks like, you know, even Shazam, you're ready for round two. Well, round two seems like we're just going to energize, you know, the fork to get in the satellite and things like that. I, I want it more than that, but we'll see. And again, I think that this story is only like six, seven issues. So we only have, you know, we're more than halfway through this story. And it doesn't feel like an event the way they're playing it off. It just feels like a story in this book. And for the last bit before I ask you your score is you get this thing where we always talk. We talked last week where you got to kind of, okay, this happens in the Justice League. This happens in that book. And you got to separate them a bit. Well, one thing, the year of the villain is trying to pull everything in as one thing going on. This isn't the year of the villain. It's infected. But just to think that this is going on, it like, hey, everybody, we'll be back in the flying, uh, you know, Hall of Justice. We got to go deal with this. Inf- this infection and the infected now with the plan of infect. It's too big to be within all these. I think it would have been better served to wait until Scott Snyder leaves Just League. You get done that Justice Doom stuff and then have this because 
it's almost like when they say about even just one book where it's you're getting hit, hit, hit so much. You need some that we're not getting any downtime in any of the books because every book has the end of the world happening. And it starts to not mean as much when you get to like the end of here and you're like, oh, man, they're going to end up infecting the whole world. But who cares? Because Lex has already turned it to doom and we have this. And who really cares about that? Because you have the year that, you know, it, it all kind of goes in and it's it might be a little too much for me by the end but we'll see but uh what would you give it 6.8 out of 10 yeah it's it's about that i I said it's it's not that we don't like it we're we're having some fun but we're gonna go off and i'll tell you too in my way i read it different than you you ended up reviewing and reading scarab first i ended up reading this book and then going and reading scarab and in my mind while i was reviewing this i'm getting mad at the whole blue beetle stuff i'm like well hopefully they spell some of this out in the the blue beetle book and uh the scarab deal and then they really didn't but we'll get to that right now up next, we have The Infected Scarab Number 1, written by Dennis Hopeless Hallam, with art by Freddie E. Williams II, oh, that's second, not junior, Jeremy Caldwell, and Tom Napolitano. For this issue of The Infected, we see Jaime having a nightmare about fighting the Batman who laughs. But was it just a dream? No. No, it wasn't. Throughout this issue, we see Blue Beetle losing his inhibitions, puking up black stuff, eating villains, and by the end, trying to fight against what the Batman who laughs did to him. But how does one fight the monster inside, Jim? How does one look in the mirror and fight the monster within? You know how you do Plastic it? Plastic surgery. Fight. I, I know right away. You do not like Freddie Williams. The I second do not. Part. And this gets- Freddie Williams I, I do. No, he's not junior. And I was told one time, because oh, I'm a third. You're a junior. Yeah. And I was told before that you are a second if you don't follow in a sequence or that it wasn't like like you're the second, but it's your uncle who was the first. Like there are ideas to why it always throws oh, me off. I'm like second, really? Like he, junior isn't enough for you there, buddy boy? But yeah, it's something like that. But the thing about having Freddie Williams on this, and I knew it would throw you off, uh, is that can, a lot can of times... Can something be too detailed? Well, that's is the that... thing. It's, that's my point. That's why I know. And we've never really talked too much about why you don't like his art, but it is, in my mind, what I thought, the detail and the point where when you get... He has a very organic style, uh, almost like a Liam Sharp, but there's a, a just a different thing where sometimes the characters normally, they kind of have a... I don't know, like they're made of Play-Doh or something, but when you end up having a lot of the stuff with Jaime and a lot of stuff with the Scarab, it gets too detailed and you do li- – it's almost like too detailed where then you lose track of the details. I'm talking There's everything too much becomes going a on. mess and I can't figure yeah. out what's what in this whole issue. The, I love and it. The- I always love it, but I, I can tell it does well, become a mess. In the beginning, you have this whole rainy scene where Jaime, the Blue Beetle, is fighting, fight, trying to actually run it from the Batman who lasts when he does – get infected that is so over detailed for when he actually wakes up and you actually have a a more subdued style it seems like everything's less detailed but then it just seems like it's a deeper colored or like you know a more colored kenneth rockefeller art which i don't like kenneth rockefeller i know you don't and if you were a fan of the batman teenage mutant ninja turtles that's where i kind of fell in love with this art style of freddie williams and in that it kind of i don't know when it's kind of a side thing like that especially the turtles it it really look good and i like the uh, but i i can agree that sometimes there's too much going on in the panel and you lose track now with that we already mentioned a lot of this but as you go through this i really wish that this was one of those issues where yes you're going to see him get infected but i wish that you would have been told more about what the 
what Blue Beetle, who he is, what's oh, going yeah. you on. You get thrown in cold for the most part. You're like, this hey, isn't Supergirl. Hey, here's, you know what here's I mean? Jaime Reyes, Blue Beetle. You guys, everybody knows him, right? Because we're just going to set you right. Hey, here's El Paso, Texas. He's late yep. for school. And here's his friends Paco and Brenda. Paco you and all Brenda. Know them, right? That's what? the problem. And then <laughs> that is a that everybody yeah. remembers this. And that's a huge problem. You also go with the idea that, you know, he is acting different. But nobody would know that. You can go with the idea, oh, he, he was the good boy. Now he's the bad boy. But <laughs> you don't really know that. So a lot of these things, and, and they're not going to hit unless you know Blue Beetle. Me and you Even- know Blue Beetle. You know Blue Beetle more than me, but I know this Blue Beetle in this continuity because me and you read and reviewed most of it. And so I know it and still wasn't confused at points, but ended up just sitting there thinking, I don't think that a lot of people are going to get what's going Even when you know who Paco is. Even when you have Ghostfire come in to be the big yeah, bad of this whole Fire. thing to show you how bad Jaime's become. And Ghostfire is just a character that was created for the rebirth era of Blue Beetle. Where I'm like, you're not even like going back to other Blue Beetle characters that might be no. more well known. You're just yeah. doing the last thing that we might have seen. Or end up, you know, going to the thing where you're going to say, listen, I know that Blue Beetle has, you know, a rogues gallery, whatever. People aren't going to know that. So let us have him fight somebody who just happens to be in the area that ends up like, oh, no. And, and you know, oh, what is happening? But it's it's Ghostfire. One of the deeper cuts that you're ever going to get because well, you know nobody read that book. Maybe it's a thing, too. It's like, look, we're going to have Jaime actually cross the line and almost kill Ghostfire here. We have to. That's the thing. Not even just Ghostfire. We have to be we're, able to know that no, no, he we're, could. We're, we're we're doing this because nobody cares about Ghostfire. So saying. if he does die, so this what? This would be the idea. You can't have Harley Quinn show up. He's not going to kill her. But I just it's it's there to show that he almost is going to go over the line. He's not going to anyway. So I wish that we had to. But the thing with Paco and Brenda, even where they are going off, and they're like, we got to follow him. We gotta, anybody who doesn't know this character is definitely not going to know Paco and Brenda. So they're not going to know Paco that Testis? you know what's going Brenda on with them. They don't Man, know they're not gonna. They're not gonna know him. You're not gonna know that she has skin tabs in there. Look like freckles in this. Uh, so then, when you're going That's with this, though, I know. Well, when you're going with this, though, you also have these other. There's a lot of callbacks. To, so if you did read, especially the Rebirth Blue Beetle, and there are people who did. I mean, there's five of us, me, you, and three other people. When when we all get together, you can have some fun with this. With Ghostfire showing up, my like, Ghostfire, I never well, thought I'd see Ghostfire again. And then you have industries. That's like, the weirdest thing. Ted Cord is and, just subdued and doesn't say anything because he's off already, you know, like uh, held captive. So the Jaime could, you know, steal the bug and drive around and joyride in it. Two things. Uh, it doesn't look like Ted Cord. The other thing is nobody's going to know who that is. He has the Blue Beetle T-shirt that he wore in that series. They, do, he's just there with the vines and too. the things going. They're obscured. Nobody's going to know who that is. That's the one thing that really you hear that, threw Freddie me Williams? off here. You Nobody know what? knows what you're drawing. And Freddie Williams. I'm more, you know, Dennis Hallam, hopeless, hapless, hopeless. You end up where <laughs> that is the character that if you're going to write the story, you need him to be the point of view for the reader who doesn't know. They will know something about Ted Court. Ted Court can say, wait a minute, something's wrong with the scarab. I want to look. Then get him captured. Have him captured by Jaime, who then skedaddles off to the Batman who laughs. You have the perfect opportunity to really explain the scarab, the concept of it, and how it lays in this continuity through Ted Court. And you use him as a prop to show, oh my God, he's not supposed to take the bug, which does nothing for progressing. 
I think that that what's going on in this is they forget that this issue is supposed to be something that accentuates this whole story. It doesn't. It's just this wacky adventure. When you have this character who, like, you know, if you don't know him or you do know him, you're not getting any favors happen for you this time, whole thing, because, like, now we have Jaime who's puking up, like I said in the whole thing last issue, this black stuff, and it looks like Xenomorph, and it's, like, hard, and it's weird, and, like, I don't know what's going on here, and eventually, it just becomes a whole thing, and at one point, he even eats ghost fire, and then spits them out, he's covered in this black goo, and this becomes the scarab, as we saw him in the Batman Superman book. Then he becomes more and more of a, like, a living entity of an actual beetle. And throughout this whole thing, we have the Batman who laughs talking to him within his head, I'm like, what part of the infection is this? Because I haven't yeah. seen this before. I'm telling you, all I needed in this is for him to get infected, feel weird like he does, kind of like, oh, man, I feel angry. I do this. Go to Court Industries, ask Ted, hey, what's going on with me? Can you? They start doing tests. He starts metamorphing into the scarab, and then he just slaps Ted across, you know, captures him, puts him exactly where he is there, and then go off from there to go see Paco and oh, I got to go to this lunch and then be a jerk. And it's leave. just That's weird, a- monstrous transformation that he's having yeah. because I'm like, you can, you can say it would be the scarab armor changing itself. The, the scarab, yeah. though. It's not infected. Jaime does control it, yes, but the physical characteristics of Jaime Reyes are being changed, it seems like. Because yeah. even like where the, the costume separates the points, you can see that, like, you know, Jaime underneath. Now he's got claws, he's got fangs. Yeah. Like, I don't and understand. This, like I and said, like, I'm this like the he, way, has, he becomes venom at the one point, the way his yeah, jaw dehinges and stuff oh, like that. Oh, it goes and dehinges. I don't know what's ah, up with this. He's yelling. And that's all. This is what I'm saying. This is where I wish that it would have been set up that they're doing tests on him to find out. And there where Ted Cord's like, wait a second. Something's changing within you too. What happened? Don't ask me. And, you know, something like and that. And you know what would have been the perfect side thing for the whole thing to actually explain? The scarab. Telling us what's going on and not knowing, yeah. and I'm trying to work its way out the affection. You, there's and being a lot of ways to play somehow. this out, but it's it ends up being like one of these where you're going too deep a cut. And usually we'll say, "Hey, we like things to tie in the past books, and we like things." Love it. But that's just for us. I understand Ghostfire and what's going on here. Not many people will. I understand Ted Cord there with the vines all over him underneath and, and you know, Jaime going off in the bug. Uh, some people will just be like, I don't know. He got uh, the bug. Understand. He's going off. <laughs> a lot of people reading it are only going to know the bug from the, you know, heroes in crisis, unfortunately, with the, with Tom King, with them showing up. And so you're throwing in deep cuts. And that's not even a deep cut. But Ghostfire, Brenda and Paco even are deep cuts for people who don't read the book. They're never going to show up in another thing that, you know, all of a sudden, Jaime's involved across the universe. You're not going to have them there. So explain not some yet. things. And there's nothing explained. Yeah. And they, they would never know the, the idea of what Paco supposedly would turn into and things like that. So the, the idea of this is it doesn't do any. I mean, it's a weird thing almost to say, hey, I know we grabbed your character to make him infected. Let us explain to you the little bit of, uh, you know, Blue Beetle fans and let them get their kicks over here. But even so, they're not going to like but it. You're but not doing anything. You're, you're not actually, doing anything with you it. You had an opportunity to talk about the idea whether the scarab's yeah, effective, Jaime's that's effective, what or what would one would do against the other. Like, explain to people what the scarab is. Do something they, because they even, wouldn't know. even by the end, this whole thing, it's like the only bit of information that we can take from this in my mind that we can then move on to a Batman Superman book or just the infected in general is that Jaime he is kind of working his way through this. He does not want to be the monster that yeah. he does think he is with the scarab and stuff like that. So when we do see that in Batman for uh, Superman, where he is fighting back, the scarab is helping him. Like, at least you get a moment of that here, which does, yeah. you know, it does overwhelm him you at the end. You do get a moment. 
I, I just think that, you know, when you start out, you're never even starting with the idea of the day before where you see Jaime is a good guy. He's helping well, out. Even he the always idea wants that to he's help. Infected, you never get but then this. wakes up and thinks it's a dream. Like, yeah. what was that? The, 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 the bad man will ask and tuck you in bed at night? Like, yeah, you know, he tucked him in, gave him a kiss, told him, you know, one of his awful uh, good night stories. And then go off. And that's where I wanted it to go with. And it would go and it still would tie into even the rebirth series where he would feel wrong. He's supposed to go to see Teddy's late. He always was. He'd go there. And then Ted's like, something's wrong. Let's do our weekly test that we do. Oh, here, you know, you know, we have to test out the scare because as you know, and everybody should, it's alien tech, not magic. And I'm doing uh, something's wrong. I'm getting a weird reading. And that's where all of a sudden you can even still because it's in his head, the Batman or less, which is ridiculous. But all of a sudden you have like, go and stop. I must stop you. And then you have all the things going on. I think it would have been better served. You would have been able to see what this thing is for people who don't know anything about Blue Beetle. A lot of people jumped into these comics in Rebirth and they probably wouldn't have read that Blue Beetle book. So it is a just a blank Why slate for a lot of they? people. I know. <laughs> it's, Blue Beetle, it's, a blank, it's a blank slate. You love Blue Beetle, but yet every Blue Beetle we've had in the but you know, you haven't enjoyed. So right there is why. I enjoyed the you new know, 52 Blue Beetle. Yeah, that was okay. It got a little wonky. I, I, Nobody I, else but again, liked it. You liked it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I didn't like it as much as you, I'll tell you. Uh, but – I, I just wish that it said more, and that's that's about it. That's my biggest problem with this, and there's not really a lot to talk about because pretty much it's just him going around oh, yeah. trying to kill Ghostfire, which I don't even – even as he's the scarab really doesn't make much sense because he should just get out of But And then him morphing into this organic monstrosity of a – almost like a real – you know, I'm a real bug. And then they that go what you think off, bugs so. are? Yeah, that's what bugs do. I'm a real bug. Uh, but and then you also have to have that metamorphosis, you know, all that wink, wink tie into to that and stuff. So uh, at the end, I like the art, but not much more. I don't How care about you? for it. I end up giving an fu five because I don't like yeah. the art in this. And by the end, now that I've read Batman Superman, because at this point when I reviewed it, I hadn't read it yet. But the only thing you get from this book is the idea that maybe Jaime is going to fight back a little bit from his, the way his emotions are effective. But who knows how that even works? Like the idea that you can fight against the emotion or the infection. I'm like. No. All the rules – actually, I can't even say all the rules because you know what, Jim? There are no rules to the no, infection. There are no Things rules. just happen when they need to happen. Yeah. And I just like – I wanted a uh, Blue Beetle issue that I could enjoy. Yeah, he's infected, but it's the only Blue Beetle I'm getting right now. I wanted something clever, insightful, oh, yeah, intriguing, yeah. Jim. I didn't yeah. get any of that here. And on top of it, I got really terrible art to depict well, it. And here's the thing. I'm going to give it a 3.5. And it's mainly – I like the art. But my score is really reflecting the idea that you have a one-shot. You have a re a way to really – tell people what's going on so that and, and really in the infected story that we just got done batman superman jaime and blue Be- this is a major part you know this isn't just a side character who's in the back he's the one who's bringing through things either using his tech and using the scarab and pretty much basing it on that i would have liked this to have explained to people what the scarab is how it works so that when you see an infection you know what's going on in this i wish that you would have had a little bit of a thing where then it would have made batman superman make sense of oh man this infection it's really making the scarab go nuts he's really overpowered i wish you would have seen a thing here where you had even ted cord like jaime remember you got to fight this back you can't go all out it's gonna be you know i'm not fighting anything but you and you know have that idea that he is letting loose and that's why it's more powerful but even that He's fighting ghost fire. 
who is a joke. I mean, we know he's a joke and he's not struggling, but he's not exactly just destroying him in one panel either because you got to progress it. And it's just by the end, I'm like, well, you did nothing. You did nothing in this to get people more on board with your main thing. This is a one shot tie-in that is supposed to set up things it's supposed to make the batman superman book better and allow it not to do as much heavy lifting because you're doing it here and you're not doing any of it i mean this is like a relay race and they hand the baton to you and you just stand around scratching your butt you got to start running this is why it's a team effort this is why you're going and you're not doing it you end up just with this side story that feels like it was from some other point that this would have continued in the series and it would have just been than a techno virus no it isn't it's not that that's what makes it worse this is for this again it is dennis uh hallam who i like um but he's dennis more of a marvel hallam. guy yeah i know he goes all the way i mean at one point i i got double aaron who uh when i did something by him he's like i think you put the wrong name and it's dennis hopeless and then i looked it was no that's dennis hallam then the oh, next no, the issue is dennis had, hopeless no, hallam. Dennis, dennis dennis hopeless. hopeless yeah he just keeps changing things i think he's got something to hide I mean, really, he, he ends up, he don't want to pay taxes or something. He's like, does. what? No, make that one out to Dennis Hopeless, I think. Mr. Hopeless. Uh, so at the end, I don't know if that's the case, that he comes over here and he doesn't know that much about Blue Beetle. And then they go, I think that people do their research. I would like to think that. Uh, I'm looking at you, Brian Michael Bendis. But just the idea that this ended up being nothing really threw me off. So, yeah, I'm like a 3-5. Uh, but that's the end of the first section. We're going to take a little break to do some mail, and then we'll be back with the books after that. Yo, it's Mail Call. It is the best podcast a week, even though Shay is such a freak. I've got to hear all the reviews and the mail with Jim. And I've got such a long way to go. Yes, mail with Jim and Eric. I'm here. There he is, folks. Uh. He's here. And if you want to be part of the mail as well, you can email us at weirdsciencedccomics at gmail.com. Just like Andy did. Andy's the only one. I, I think that Nils has scared everyone off with a sexy talk, Eric. <laughs> I think they're like, well, I don't really have sexy stories to tell. So Me I'm either. out. Neither do I. That's why you never hear me mail anything in, except, except the, for the podcast. podcast. Oh yeah. my, Eric, I beat you to it. <laughs> and your reviews. I, I, I knew that you and everything else I do. Oh my, <laughs> where is it? I, I knew you were, I was going to do it. As soon like, as the words came I out mean, of your mouth. You son of a gun. I was going to do like a delayed thing where I was going to like really let that accentuate into that. You freaking try <laughs> jumping in on me. You just have to yell at me. Oh, uh, yes. I mail in life, Eric. That's the thing. Did life come with a stamp and an envelope? Because, boy, I'm mailing it in. And I can't wait till that express delivery to heck. heck. Who knows where I'm going? Yeah, you know, I'm trying not to say things. <laughs> I, I don't think I'm going to heaven. I, I would believe heaven. that I'm, I think that I will be going to limbo. 
and as children's in that, limbo. I mean, they're no, gonna no, walk, I, they're gonna come oh, over okay. to your side and see, all look of a sudden. How small he is. Look at him. He's a small guy. He must be a children's. A children's. The thing is, if I do go to children's limbo, uh, seriously, and they think I'm a kid, I will immediately in limbo start taking up smoking cigars because that's the best when you have those the, the things where you think it's a little kid and that he starts smoking the cigar. Baby Huey, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm doing, Eric. That's and that's all I'll say. Yeah, yeah. And it's not a very fun place to be. Maybe Herman. I just, no, nah, I don't know. There's all those. I mean, every there's probably like 17 different versions of that baby character and all different things. I've heard it in even old time radio where it's not even a visual thing, and it ends up being funny to me. Um, but yeah, here we are. We're at the mail. Uh, like I said, there's only Andy who has mailed in here, and he wants to say a bit of compliments and then a question. And and the problem is it's one of those questions, kind of like, you know, what's up with Eric and Jess? I don't know that there is an answer. And he says, hey, guys, just wanted to say that I'm really enjoying the sales and solicit podcast. Nice. I would hope he'd say, uh, hey, guy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guy. Uh, I spend a lot of time looking at sales and going through past years, not only for comparison's sake, but also just to see what was selling in a given year. Do you like comic book sales or do you like soupy sales? Which which is your favorite? I'm a bigger fan of soupy sales, personally. I, I thought that you would be. Uh, do you Why like you start thing? a soupy sales podcast, Jim? Yeah, that'd be awesome. I'd, <laughs> I'd call it Thing, the soupy sales podcast. <laughs> that's what I listen to. Yeah. Then you find, oh, so now you're admitting you don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh my the curtain has been pulled uh if i did a soupy sales podcast you you wouldn't listen to that anyway if uh, all i'm gonna do is i'm just gonna start 17 podcasts that are gonna i'm gonna find one that you're gonna have to listen and you wouldn't listen because you enjoy it you would listen because you'd be like wait a second he doesn't know anything about that like all of a sudden i have a, a transformers podcast or you a dc may listen comics in. podcast oh my see that's <gasps> No, you should have went Marvel on that one. <laughs> then it would have really hit home. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that I should do something like, you know, the Friday the third. And it would be like, actually, I'd call it like, um, uh, what could I call it? I would You're call right. it. Bo- I, I haven't had a podcast I'd have to hate listen in a long time. So yes, you should totally do this. No, I hear you. I hear you all week. You've turned into me sometimes, <laughs> but I'm going to call it, um, it'll be called Who's Behind the Mask? The, uh, the Freddy podcast. How about that? Would what that make any sense? You? See, that's what I have to do. I have to get you. Most times podcast titles and, and you know, names want to grab the audience that would want to want to listen. Yeah. I'm just going to name it off something that would drive you insane. Like I'd call and it tree, else tree Cutter. Search this out. No, Tree Cutter. The Elf Quest podcast. That's what tree I'd call cutter. it. Tree Cutter. Tree Cutter. And then you're like, there's no Tree Cutter. I'm like, oh, you'll see. And then you go in. I don't really talk about a tree cutter. And Turns fact, out it's cutter and a tree stump shipping. No, no. I, I actually – and that could be if I would have known that before. Uh, actually, it ends up being a Philadelphia Eagles podcast. I've really tricked you into it. That's what I did. And then that, Tree that, cutter. That, yeah, tree cutter. Tree cutter. There you go. Do you know why digital sales are never shared? This is his question. And the answer is no. I'd love to know. Um, I'd like to know what the – digital sales are and they don't share them and the only reason i think and this is just me guessing i would say that it's easy to have a diamond sales give you their numbers there's the but there's different ways these digital things kind of go through you know they have their own comiXology i mean there are different ways and i think that maybe that's why where's the comiXology um, sales numbers well that's all you need i only need to know like and the weirdest thing 
And I don't think they do this anymore. And I forgot all about it looking into this even before Andy sent in the mail. They did used to give you charts without numbers, but a top five. And it actually went by country. So we could end up at one point. Why I do remember this is I talked to you at one point and it was injustice you know, that was killing in Japan. I mean, destroying in Japan. And I I remember talking to you or saying something like, would you wonder why that was the thing that was hitting in Japan? And we we couldn't figure it out. But I don't even think they give you that top five anymore, top 10. And I wish they'd at least do that. Seems like they want to keep this close to the cuff. And I don't know why. It just doesn't make sense. I just imagine Uh, somehow it has to do with Jim Lee doing something and he refuses to. Yeah, but it's even the other companies. You think that they're just like, they follow suit. It's too much work. As soon as Jim Lee gets on this, we'll get on this. Yeah, no, like Jim Lee. We got a lot of time. It takes him a long time. (laughs) He's making backpacks right now, it seems. Yeah, uh, because there are some books, and this is where the argument comes up. There is a lot of times people argue, oh, man, you know, that book doesn't sell worth a crap. And then somebody will just come up. I bet you it sells tons digitally. That's what I heard. And you're like, you heard nothing. You're, you're, you're making up things like I used to on the schoolyard where I just make up stats and I would never, I'd never give in. Or in the work that's warehouse. Now, well, that's why I win. I'll never give in. I'll just go with it. Uh, but no, I would actually, back in the day, they were like, oh, well, this, this, and I'm like, I make up stuff about video. Well, when you, if you get to the end, you end up getting to the store. And if you go left, you end up seeing and be able to play the, the demo of why, Pitfall Jim? 3. Why? Because eh, it makes me important. Uh, you know, being a little guy, Eric, I need something to lift me up, right? Oh. Uh, but yeah, he ends up saying it never gives the true picture if the only sales numbers we hear are the physical ones. And he says thanks. And and there has to be the idea in my mind where, say, that, you know, last month's big deal was X-Men number one. I would assume that that's probably the same for the digital. I don't think there's going to be a ton of difference. You'll have some things kind of jump each other. Um, but I don't think that there's going to be like one of those where all of a sudden dial H is the biggest digital sale that it doesn't sell any normally. I think that it probably mirrors it. Turns well. out this, this book doesn't sell in comic shops. People love to download it yeah, on the computers. Now where I always wanted the sales would be along the lines when you had the digital first, where you'd yeah. have injustice, you know chapters one and two come out and when they would collect it because i'd like to know the combined i'd like to know like how many people bought it digitally and in print to then see that maybe this is a bigger hit than you're showing because when you do collect it and put it into the comic shops that's down the line i mean it's almost like you know the people who didn't jump on already might jump on and it would be less but i'd like to see what those were but it it, it seems like they'll never do that it seems like they just don't want to but so that's not really a full answer but hey we tried but that is andy that's it thank (laughs) you andy no sexy stories nothing but yeah if you guys want to email us and ask us questions talk about comics as well as sexy stories again it's weird science dc comics at gmail.com but we're going to go off now to more of the books Jim rings the bell this means Shay's reviews are going well Jim rings the bell Jim rings the bell Eric Shea's reviews are all the bomb. Eric's the bomb. 
And if she's recaptured without a single misstep, ring the bell. Ah, yes, we'll ring the bell if you don't have any missteps, Eric. And finally, this is a section all of your. I thought we books. rang the bell when I had missteps. No, nah, we're going to do a bunch of things. It, we'll, we'll do. I, and in fact, I don't even have that bell. You don't even know how to play up, this game uh, because you have all of the books. This section. This is a section of three of your books. Kind of a ragtag section, if you ask me, especially with the end uh, yeah, with Metal Men. Crew. Well, Metal Men does it. Yeah, it's Tommy Lee and uh, Nikki Six. Those are the two have shown up uh, for this, but we're going to get right to it with what book here? Flash forward number three, written by Scott Liddell with art by Brett Booth, Norm Ratman, Lewis Guerrero, and Troy Pateri. That dark infection throughout the multiverse is still spreading, Jim, but thankfully we have Wally West to save the day with his magic infection-fighting stick. But Wally's going to need a little help now that he's on Earth-43, the Red Rain universe, and he finds the help in Roy Harper. That's right, Wally's going to have to fight to the... He's going to have to fight Uh-oh. the dark multiverse to get to his future, but he's going to have to work with Roy to get over his past. There you go. I found it. As I'm going to get the bell, you were fumbling as a stumbling, and I couldn't do it. But yeah, we're here. And this series, this miniseries, trying to redeem a Wally West and do some other things we thought. It does seem by the end that this is mostly the redemption fully of Wally West. It's about time we get something of that because the whole idea of like, all right, we're going to take Wally West. He's sitting in prison right now, but we're going to pluck him out of prison, put him in the multiverse to fight this infection. But that whole thing, I'm like, yeah, just because he goes and fights some infection in the multiverse doesn't mean everybody else sees him as a hero. I guess the ultimate thing thing that we're going to see, though, is the idea Wally has to believe in himself before anybody else. Well, can believe in him again. Y- you can't love until you love yourself. And even in the right. new solicits, the I solicits that came out for February in issue six, it does say that at the end, he's going to have to make a big choice between his family and the universe. But like you said, it, this is a lot of those things like a George Costanza and Seinfeld would be mad about, like at the tip jar, while he's doing things without <laughs> anybody seeing it. And, and I have a feeling that he's going to want to have some... I think some, a little bit better than George Costanza besides for the be. killing people Well, fact. that's what happens at the end of this he has to prove that he is but you end up where you would think that maybe they need a camera crew now with this and the dark multiverse hey tempest fusion now you got this you got and this is what i'm saying Uh, one of the other things about it is you had this book and yeah you you end up with tempest fusion not breaking out you know there's going to be a jailbreak and he grabs wally says we're going in the multiverse there is a dark seepage of the you know the dark matter and things like that so they're going it's any sort of seepage is gross but in the meantime i think it threw things into a uh, kind of a blender of ideas that we were starting to get because not only is he here but he's over in those dark multiverse nightfall day and it seemed like he was gathering a team and, and your mind starts to go and connect things of all right he's getting a dark multiverse team that wally will lead and then we'll go and then wally and it doesn't seem like either just like the is idea. about that now. this was this was the Fuge's plan initially in my mind. Like, let's just put, like, you know, pause for a second and imagine was. Fuge as a real person. He's got, you know, Wally going through the multiverse. He's doing stuff in the dark multiverse at yeah. first, trying to put together a team for that upcoming crisis that's going to hit everybody really hard. Yeah. He sees that first Batman, Azrael universe, the Nightfall universe, and the Wally. Like, yeah, this plan yeah. ain't going to work no yeah, more. Yeah, this is going right, to work. Back to what Wally's I- up to. <laughs> 
What I love about uh, Fuge is that he is a guy that uh, he has no shame in his game. So he's just like, oh, what? Oh, that Batman didn't work out. You know what? That was never my plan. Now I'm just going to no. watch. I'm going to be the watcher. I am the watcher. Yeah, I'm going to be the watcher and go through. Yeah. Uh, no, wait. So, this is DC. I am the voyeur. Yes. I'm the viewer. <laughs> That's what I am. I'm the peeper. They're like, you don't want to be the peeper, Fuge. That that doesn't work out either. You might get in trouble. And so when we, when we have this, but, you know, this is the issue that we're starting to get some things. And it seems like maybe there was another plan Sadly, at the beginning. Through. Yeah. Uh, but didn't it seem like there was another plan, even with Wally going and, and seeing Calvin and, and, you know, trying to fix things? Maybe he was recruiting things himself or whatever. This one now, as Fuge at the end says, you know what? Sometimes I, I usually or most times I go and I try to, you know, bring some disaster to this multiverse. And, I do and some pretty some unsavory things. stuff yeah, to help I, I people I do some really time, bad stuff. I get to help make a hero. I'm like, yeah, you know what, and, Fuge? And so, You're not doing anything. You're a liar. No, Don't take credit for this. No. Again, this is Fuge has no shame in his game. He really doesn't. And anything Fuge that is the reason that we have this dark multiverse infection like this. Maybe. He actually set this and up so Wally could be the hero. <laughs> So what you're doing at the end, he's like, Fuge, I defeated the the dark infection. He's like, just yes, like I did. planned. <laughs> My job <laughs> is done here and walks away. Uh, but yeah, so what happens in this, obviously being Roy there as well, uh, going to the end where Fuge does say then, oh, yep, looks like I'm going to have to make myself a hero uh, out of this Wally West. So it does seem that maybe the tone either was changed a little and it, and it does go kind of in you know lateral unison with the dark multiverse other books that those seem to change their focus just to be just stories but or yeah. scott liddell's just been taking his time and now we're finally getting to some oh, stuff man, I gotta do because, six issues of this come on i only got yeah. issue like three issues planned out for this whole thing and all right let's let's the pad only, this boy out a bit yeah really well the, the padding of this and the weird thing about it is you have scott liddell you know some people like him some people don't but his big thing especially since the new 52 has been in the outlaws and here you have kind of a side outlaws team you know you end up obviously jason todd's not here but this is a titans team but they even feel yeah, in this right. like outlaws team but they feel like outlaws, outlaws don't hunt actually, vampires jim heroes no, but, hunt oh, vampires no, i'm telling you i think outlaws would hunt vampires this feels like it could be like if they ended up wanting to change the outlaws and you know wally i don't know if you heard this in the our universe he's done some bad things he could be an outlaw but oh, no. when they when they go into this this is like Scott Liddell's bread and butter. This is, you know, having Roy and and being able to see him and the idea that he did die in Heroes in Crisis, if you're not aware. And so when you get to see him here, I actually thought, why isn't this something where you met up with Roy in issue two? fought maybe it was this red rain universe deal you're going you fought the vampires and the draculas and then go off with roy and yeah really but I, I wish that maybe roy would have gone off with wally and had more time to talk and had more things to settle in because by the end of this He's dead with almost like a really, in my mind, a forced message to Wally. But it's part of a learning process that Wally's going to go with here. I don't quite agree with what is said and, and how it would hit. But I actually 
was upset by the end because it ended up while this was going on, once you get Roy and Wally and Roy are going around, they're fighting together, they're starting to talk about their different earth and things like that. Number one, I would have loved to it instead of Roy dying. I would have loved to have had Wally had more time to explain to Roy. I killed you in my universe. I didn't I mean that. Going to tell it him was that a mistake. Ever. But even, I'm telling you, but as it went on, maybe that would be the progression. But because he's just here, it, it ended up not hitting for me. Like this should have been one of those issues where you got the feels because Roy's back, even though it's not our Roy, but it is not Roy. And I didn't get any feels whatsoever. For I actually got none. Purposes, though, this is our Roy. Earth 43 or not, this is Roy Harper yeah, as we is. know him on Prime and Earth. I, I had no feels, though, because it was too quick and it was too gone. And what also made me laugh, too. And, and again, you're, you're in a book that you're trying to redeem Wally. And the biggest thing pretty much he did was kill Roy. And then it's only in the middle issue and he's gone. Um, but the other thing that kind of goes with you see Narc there and you're seeing that he thinks that he's his guilt is coming up to the surface to make him see things. And I think that's something that was vampire shape shifting. Yeah, I'm telling you. Well, there, but he says it. He actually says, yeah. I must be thinking it probably is vampire. It's probably Barry shape shifting, but still. And, and in a weird kind of neat way of a vampire vibration of a, of a flash might be the way that he did it, whatever. But as you go and do this, uh, you end up where you're like, oh, yeah, you know what? He did kill Narc as well. It's so – I'm disconnected he from all – a lot of people, I know, Jim. But I'm disconnected from Roy, all of them. obviously, the most important, but yes. he killed and a lot of people. And that's what I'm saying. It's like everybody's like, you know, oh, you know, man. You're thinking about you poor Hotspot. Yeah, Hotspot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hotspot. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, people are like, oh, man, he killed Roy. He killed Roy. Like, what about Hotspot? Hotspot. <laughs> Hotspot deserved <laughs> it. Uh, so, yeah, no, it, it's How kind of – I know. It's, it's just – like I said, I it's too quick in and out in this. Protector deserved it. And also I think that what happens here is I, I just – I don't know why. I wanted more, you know, a little downtime with Roy and Wally. And the only downtime you get is Look, Roy's down for the count uh, because yeah, there's the too much is, going I'm on. I'm just saying yeah. you don't have any time to have downtime no, in a world full problem. of vampires that's also full of dark, uh, dark matter infection. Yeah. And and this is the weird thing. That's why I wanted Roy to leave with him and maybe go till the end, maybe the fifth issue. And even, again, I end. don't even think that would work for the character the way he's set up here. Well, because that's the he problem. Beats Roy would the ultimate go. vampire in this because, like, the whole thing is I got to stop this main vampire. I got to rid yeah. the vampires of my world. Just because they defeat Van- like Batman and stuff like that, there's a whole world that has to be put back together and we have to kill some more vampires. Well, that's the problem. Roy's not leaving. No, this is the thing. That's why you had to have something happen that forced him to leave. No, Roy would not leave. That's I just said, right as you were saying it, Roy would never abandon his world, no matter how bad it is, especially because it's so bad. You would have had to have had a force way, the world to get destroyed. And now you're destroying more multiverses, things like that. There's the other thing in this that kind of made me laugh because you're sending them off to Earth-43. You're going to have Red Rain Universe. You're going to have all every the Justice League of Vampires. They're, they're tough. They're vampires. Not imaginative in the names. I'm like, really? That's your name? The Justice League of Vampires. Great. Uh, That's right. So, yeah, so the, the what, Vampire the, League of Justice. Yeah, really. I'm just saying. And make up something. I, I don't know what it would be. The Vampire the Justice, League of America. Is that what you want? Justice League of Blood. Something like that. But since you're in the Red Rain universe and add to that the Doom Sigils in the Sky, which doesn't seem to be that much of a problem for people. They're more upset about vampires. Well, uh, but the, we got the Justice League of Vampires going on. The Doom Signal in the Sky. I can do whatever it wants at this point. Yeah. They're oh, bringing in you. freaking like, and, cruise and liners Doom, in the Gotham Doom City and Winning here, no matter what, they're vampires. And so you are throwing 
you know, Wally into something where I would like a little more downtime to talk about things, try to figure things out, have Wally kind of come to his senses about some things and learn some lessons, which you do, but you are on the run. This whole issue, oh, yeah, it's a very quick time. issue. I mean, everybody's vampires. You, well, you got even them when just we like have this whole thing, you know, Wally is showing up to Earth 43. Obviously, there's some dark infection here he's got to take care of, but you also have the Just Like a Vampire, it's like we said. So he has to go through and fight like a Superman vampire, which I think is just great because this goes from that With know, Ultraman uniform thing. on, but hey, there you go. Well, it's, it's got that V right there instead of the weird. U for the Ultraman. It almost looks like a U to me. When, when you told me the V, and I'm like, okay, but it, it, it's almost just a little too close. But yeah, you have that. And that's it is pretty close because it even almost has that, like, that, that arrow that like did separate yeah. that yellow from the red there to make it that yeah. U. So it is very close to the Ultraman. You're, you're correct in the whole matter, but the whole idea that you have, we have to further our things with Wally because yes, he's yeah. fighting this dark infection. He's in a world full of vampires, but also as we found out in the last issue, he is what Tempest Fusion I likes to call Unmoored. Unmoored. We don't exactly know what that means at this point. We just know now from this issue, he is faster than he's ever been. He yeah. can think faster. He can move faster. He can beat up Superman with a thousand fists oh, like yeah. E. Honda from Street Fighter and 2. As he's and doing Superman's yeah. going to get knocked down. And being very calm and thinking about it in almost like a double thought thing. Almost like it, it gets very close to even the stuff with a Barry at the beginning of the New 52 when they ended up extending the speed forces being he can think really fast. I like the idea yeah. that when he's doing stuff real fast to Superman, you do end up with not the, you know, the typical what people with the flash dialogue, you know, almost like the, the uh, Joe Azuzu deal. He's very calm when he's doing almost like, look at me. I'm punching the crap out of Superman. I, I could never go that fast. Now, what what I also was going to say that throws this issue off a little, and maybe it's going to be a problem the rest of the issues, the other three, because it really comes into play here. He he should be killing these vampires. These are vampires, but you're not going to be able to have Wally kill Look, not anything. Not everybody's cut out. No. To be a vampire slayer, oh. Jim. Yeah, well, listen, there's a lot of things at stake here. Eric. <laughs> and so when, when you're doing this, even Roy <laughs> calls him on it. Roy's like, oh, man, you know, you should have killed him. That, and it really would have saved the world to actually kill Superman and kill Batman. Oh, the thing is, you obviously can't, Roy isn't up to the task here because even when he says this whole thing, when he is fighting Superman vampire, he is just grabbing wood and actually put it like, you know, nailing it yeah. around him and pinning him down. And he says, but he's also a vampire, which means hopefully I don't have to kill him. But kryptonite is the Superman. What what is the vampires? I'm like, no, no, he, it's still just wood. You, he's, yeah, he's still Superman. I, so you I have actually, to get like a kryptonite that actually steak. got me upset because the, the whole thing is like, not going to pierce the skin. Yeah, get and, out of and, here, Wally. You the, don't know how to kill vampires. Yeah, the thing is about this is like he's not got. He doesn't have kryptonite. <laughs> I'm like, what are you, what are you talking? I don't know why Superman is actually doesn't pinned down by it looks it like a, a small piece of metal over his uh, like you know wrist yeah. with a pieces of like well, wood that's around him. Iron. Like, Eric, and you know the vampires can't handle the iron. I thought that you would know this by Not now. My but watch. That's, that's okay. Uh, but yeah, so you, you have all this going on Silver in Android. Yeah, I, I, I'm just making stuff up. I don't know the rules of vampires. I Come heard on. that you, you never you, hunted vampires. Uh, well, I have at points. I did it all wrong. I, I'm telling you, I did. I said uh, Beetlejuice like three times. I thought that uh-huh, ended them uh-huh. uh, a Bloody Mary into a, a mirror, and the vampires still came at me because they ain't got no reflection. You had worse problems. Yeah, really. I looked in the mirror and then I'm like, I wish that was a vampire that explained the undead. Uh, so Barry ends up being, and you said to me at work, uh, I was. I really think they missed a line there. Scott Liddell should have had, I'm the fastest man, not alive saying that, you know, it's always the deal. Yeah. Or undead. And uh, yeah, they start fighting 
And again, it's one of these things where you want to have Wally fight back. You want to have him do things, but he can't, you can't have him kill even vampires because he's here to learn about not killing and, <laughs> not and killing. to get off that. You can't have a kill list going on while he's trying to get over killing people, even with them being vampires. But I think vampires are an exception for me. I think that it's one of those, especially after you have a lot Barry, of exceptions, Jim. Well, you, you, you see Roy, you, you get him off panel. He's like, who, who's that flash? He's, he's pretty fast. And man, he, he's really tough. And then you end up where it looks like Barry might even kill Wally and Roy ends up getting him with 7 million arrows. And you end up having Barry say to Wally, thank you. And then he's like, I didn't do it. I wasn't an arrow. Do you think I shoot arrows? Thank you. Blah, blah, is what he said. And so he, he died. I love the idea that we have the Justice League of Vampires here. And because we are the Justice League of Vampires, now Superman has to have a you know a V on his chest. And Barry, yeah. he had to alter his costume a little bit because the wings on the side of his mask, now they're bat wings. I'm like, yeah, they're guys, bat you vampires. I, I'm telling you, you're just so worried about how you look. Oh, oh, they are. They're very vain vampires. It's, it's weird that a vampire are so vain, are but they, yet they have no vain? reflection. <laughs> yeah, really. They like to put their teeth in vain. They, they can't uh, look in the mirror, so they don't know how stupid these things look. Is what I get. But yeah, you, you end up where Batman in this, you know, Red Rain kind of refashioned, reset, whatever. Batman went and turned them all into vampires. Yeah, that's a weird and, thing because we were talking about it beforehand the idea that, you know, the Red Rain, you know, Batman died at the end of their story. So I'm guessing when the whole, like, you know, multiverse is recreated, you know, we didn't have, like, those things where that timeline was destroyed by convergence. We just have a new Red Rain universe. Oh, which I, I'm telling you. Sucks now because we yeah. jump in here now. Like we have a Justice League of Vampires, which is crazy. We're just killing them off right away. We're always messing up the sandbox whenever anybody goes to play with oh, them. Yeah. Like, All right, let's yeah. kill off whoever we can. Thankfully, Batman by the end of this just gets to, like, vibrated into his nuclear yeah. reactor, so he's still good in there. He's but still good. He ain't happy. And he might die later. But uh, what I expect when, like you said, and you're saying, like Flashpoint came, you know, you have all these Elseworlds, you have all the Earths, they're kind of reset. I go through the whole point where they are on these Earths. Earth 43 is just, everybody's standing around waiting for somebody to visit so they can reenact the one thing that happened there. Oh my, there's Batman. He's he's hunting a Dracula. And they're going, that's all they have. Almost on a I loop, love the it idea could be. Too. We have these this the dark multiverse infection. We keep getting this whole thing. We don't exactly know what it means. For some reason, it went to Earth 8. It destroyed that until Wally pointed a stick at it. Maybe even made the people of Earth 8 crazy to come over yeah. to Earth 20. Oh, I get whatever Earth they got, 23. So we yeah. dealt with last time. But like Calvin Ellis, maybe he had a dark multiverse infection. Who knows? You point a stick at it, it's gone. In this one, though, we have a dark multiverse infection in Earth 43, and Batman Vampire is going to use this to sustain him yeah. and the rest of the vampires so they don't have to drink blood and, anymore. And it's, it's I, I don't up, understand how this is Well, working. here's the deal, though. It's set up well enough. And what I was going to say, too, just real quick, when Barry says, Wally, thank you, ends up remembering Wally, all that stuff, you know, and, and now that he's not a vampire, as he's just about to die, he pulls out of the vampire deal uh, and like, thank you, and then blows up. It almost seemed to me like, all right, game's on. He just, you just saw that Barry just thanked Wally for dying. The, they want to die. So, in fact, this would be like one of those where I thought, and this would, you know, maybe some people would rub them the wrong way, where it's like, Wally's like, huh, sometimes when you kill Who people, it does the good things. And now he's trying to convince himself everything he did in the sanctuary was all for Wally good. This weird, yeah. stupid oh, person out of just, nowhere. Oh, yes. He's, he's wrong turn. He's just sitting there. I think killing good. Uh, but I thought that that was going to be the, all right, here we go when you end up, because you know they're going to end up at Batman. And so I thought, okay, this 
just shows you, hey, you know, I know I wouldn't want to kill, but this Batman, he'll want me to do that, things like that. It doesn't do that. Uh, but the thing is, I do like the setup there. You have Wally there. He's looking for this, you know, dark uh, multiverse infection. And as he's going, he can't find it. He doesn't see it. He doesn't see any sort of things from it. And he even even thinks like, maybe this world's just so messed up anyway. Maybe I'm doing something else. And that kind of goes, that was something I I thought was kind of cool because then when they do get to the Batcave, you see that Batman's holding it. So it makes sense that it wasn't around. But I'll I'll, 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 it's, 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 it's this weird explanation of this, like, what you're looking at is the most corrosive evil stuff in existence seeping into this world. If you're Batman, if you're Batman is some dark vampire lord, it makes sense that this energy would be drawn here first. I'll float yeah. around like a lava lamp. They even say in the whole thing. Yeah, like, it did. Okay, so it's drawn to the evil parts of the world. I just imagine it's going to be flying to that doom sigil yeah. in the sky. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's, uh, or Superman. I would That's think that evil. A, I would think a Superman vampire would be more of an evil entity than a Batman. I mean, Batman vampire, you're just going a little bit over the line. A Superman vampire, you're going way down the street. I mean, you're having that. And, and one of the other things, like you said, about the unmoored thing, I kind of did like that. And then when I thought about it, I, I kind of thought it might end up being hokey. But I did like the idea that he had mentioned, I'm unmoored. Hey, you're unmoored. And before we just well, thought this I, was going to allow him a- to jump the multiverses. That's all. I thought well, it was that's the like, thing is I, I I don't know if this unmoored thing is something that we dealt with before. Ever since we had the uh, the Judas contract, where what well, no the Judas yeah. contract, the uh, what, what was that Lazarus last one we just dealt with? What, the Lazarus, the Lazarus contract. contract. Thank you. When he had his where, heart you know, problem and things. Exactly. Where Damien ended up killing Wally West, and he had a heart problem ever since because of the time travel kind of thing, which allowed him to turn back time a little bit, rewrite some stuff, and even as we saw in Heroes in Crisis, pick up a flower and recreate Poison Ivy somehow. I'm like, is this all part of the unmooring? Like, what are we dealing with? Yeah. Yeah, what, what I thought, I thought the unmoored, like you would think that it was the idea, like usually you can't just jump through multiverses and do this, that, and the other thing. And, and this was going to allow him to be out well, of time. Like, and we said that, well, this is the thing. That's what I thought. I thought they were just throwing that out. But it makes sense to me, but then it starts to get a little forced because you are going to go to these places like this Red Rain, you know, Earth 43, and you're going to have to fight a vampire Superman. There is no way that Wally can do that. Superman would smash him, at, just break him in half. And and really because of the fact that Wally won't really fight back too much. But I don't he does. know. Now, the, the thing is, you need to up the ante you need to power up wally for the things that i think that he's going to have to do in this because you want to have some big moments and that's the way to get it so like oh look he can beat up superman he's unmoored and we'll just keep hearing that uh when he does that like i'm faster than i was i'm stronger than i was and it's okay you know it, it, it's not explained though i wish it was a little more but i can just think that he's going through the deal plus he's got the cosmic symbol on him it's it's got the star glitters in it so you know he's unmoored <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the, the whole thing of this is Roy and Wally hanging, talking, and it's okay. Like I said, I think it's a little too quick. You, you're still dealing with the idea that they aren't really knowing each other. Like, you know, Roy's like, I don't know you. And I, uh, and then you get to the back cave and like, oh, we're going to blow this thing up. We're going to get in here. No, no, no. Do you trust me? We can vibrate in. Huh? I guess we don't have any other options. Like you, you don't Look, get don't the worry, full. Roy vampire hunter. I can vibrate you yeah. in. I have this, this magical stick here that get rid of all the darkness. All you have it's to like, do is make sure that you don't cool, get clawed cool. to death by Batman. Oh, yeah. come on, Roy. You uh, had one job. Yeah, one job. Oh, come That's here, it. buddy. And it's funny, too. Like he's I'm like, sorry. Listen. I let you down. No. 
Every no. time we put on a mask, we know what we're getting into. Uh, and that's the thing is that's the cop out moment where you, you need to have this progression for Wally West, but it doesn't yeah. really work the way that Scott Liddell set up. The idea is like for the first time I stopped thinking of Roy Harper as a victim and more as a hero. I'm like, that, that's kind of no, weird. Like, no, you know, that's the and, idea. And, yeah. Yeah, that, that doesn't work for me at all. Uh, but uh, <laughs> even just they're going into the Batcave and you have, hey, how are we going to get in the Batcave? Well, listen here, Wally West. I'm going to blow up a hole here with my dynamite. Oh, well, can you trust me? We can vibrate in. Well, we don't have any other options. No, you just said the one option. You were going to blow it up and go in. Well, that's a bad option anyway. But when they go in, you do see all that dark you know, energy, all the bad stuff. You end up while he's like, all right, I'm here to clean up. I am the janitor of the dark multiverse infection. And he has one job and gets the, gets the rod knocked out of his hand by Batman. And even the thing, this is a wow moment for this with Batman, Red Rain Batman, you know, vampire. You don't get much because we're just at the end and that's not what the focus is, but it it kind of is a neat thing until it isn't. But yeah, you have the one thing Roy had to do, not die. And he did. And as he's dying, you had, you said it. Just about like he the, did you know, in our world. Yeah. And he's like, you know, you don't get to take away my choice. I put a mask on. This is why. And you see, and I see some people where Wally's crying again. And he's obviously crying, not for this Roy, especially. It'd be funny. He's like, why he's are crying you crying? All the you Roy's don't all even the know me. Yeah. He's like, you are all scumbags. He ends up with Roy and it's like, you know what? I think I learned something here today. Roy isn't a victim. He was a hero. I'm like, no, no. In your universe, he was a victim. He was not out fighting vampires then. When when you get killed by vampires that you went to go fight, that is a choice. That is a, we put a mask on and we could die Rome at any time. Rome wasn't building this a day gym. He's getting yeah. better. Whether or not I'm this Roy I'm died for vampires Wally, or by remember, him at a freaking mental remember, health system. Wally, he went to go get mental health help when he went to get help for his problems this is not putting maybe it is a stronger mask that he's putting on but it's not a superhero mask thing this is not roy saying i'm gonna go get help at the sanctuary that the trinity made and it's supposed to give us all anonymity the best way we can do this i better get all my arrows sharpened because this is gonna be a fight no no you went there thinking you were in the safest place in the world and then one of your best friends killed you it's not the same and this is where i start getting worried right here at issue three at the end thinking that this is going to be the excuse or way that wally's redeemed doesn't work for me and like you said it wouldn't work for the rest of the universe anyway just because you ended up it's funny too they're like what what are you talking about wally we haven't seen you while where were you listen i'm redeemed we saw you broke out of prison yeah yeah. and he's but he goes back and he's like i'm redeemed they go tell us tell us about this redemption we'll get this tell us your tale i was on earth 43 fighting the red rain vampires (laughs) roy died boom i'm redeemed and they're like, I don't know look, how this look, works look, out. Look. This doesn't we have work three out. other issues for this to kind know, of work out. Like I said at the beginning of this review, he's got to redeem himself yes. in his own mind before he, we can ever yeah. have any more oh, progression yeah, with the other does. characters. And this but is the start. This is me sitting there and me, uh, you know, me and you are at, a, you know, we're at the mental health, of, you know, we're at the loony bin, me and you, and I kill you there. And then I come out and this happens. I'm like, it, it almost is now in my mind, the way it happened and what happened here is Wally convincing himself that he's not that bad. It's more him. Yeah. He's accepting himself a little. It's a little forced. It's not really yeah. the same Roy thing. Roy put on a mess, so his death was inevitable whether I did it or yeah, not. Good for you, hero. Right. Yeah. Off to the next world. All right. You know, when you were there at the sanctuary and my, my speed force lightning went off and, and impaled you, you knew you didn't have a chance. I mean, really. 
but yeah, it, it's that's what I'm saying. I'm worried. I'm not saying I'm writing it off. And, and it could be but that one step where now Wally thinks like, okay, well, Roy's a hero. Now let's work from there of how I ended up killing him. Because if this is the progression of the, all right, well, in the next issue, hey, you know what? This is this. And hey, I'm not really bad. It, it's not working, but we'll see. It's going to be one of these weird things where I swear he's going to go through with Tempest Future. It's going to have him clean up this mess at the end, this magic cosmic rod that cleans up all the dark mess. And he's then gonna it's going to point gonna it towards himself. Oh, yeah. And he's going to find clean out that he was heart. infected. That's what was wrong with his powers that actually yeah. went haywire. It wasn't yeah. his fault the whole time. And but it's this a was a good deal, step in the right direction yeah, in is. my mind. Even the idea that Tempest Fugitive by the end talking about how never have I been called to reignite the flame within a hero and stuff like that. So you see that the old Fuge here is working towards every you know, He is the fan that all of us are of Wally West trying to get him towards his place. This wasn't done perfect, but it was my favorite issue so far in the series for what it is trying to do. Just not going around pointing sticks of darkness. So because of that, I ended up giving it. And plus, I really do like Brett Bussard. Besides from the I beginning, like where I had no idea what was going on with this cruise ship and this oh, dropping. Yeah, I, 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 it, it, really it was raining off. But beyond that, the weather girls were in because it was raining men, women, children. I mean, it was raining <laughs> everything at that point. I was I was very confused. But I ended up giving it a seven out of ten for that. Yeah, I'm going to go seven as well. Uh, only because I did like it, and it's. It's got a, a, a more of a focus now. You you know, up until yeah. this point, the first two we issues see were kind of just like out there. So, yeah, you have that. And I like the idea. It says, next issue, things get trippy. Okay, trippier. I haven't thought that any of this was trippy. Uh, you know, that, that kind of threw me off. And, and another thing just before we go, I wanted to – I wish that – you would have had Batman. There, there's a big thing I thought when Batman, and you even said it's kind of hoagie. Like I got this, you know, dark energy. I can then fuel the vampires with it. We don't need you, stupid people. That is that could be played off, and it, it might be supposedly played off in a clever way that we always talk about. Where the vampires, you're not going to kill all the people because that's your food. Well, now they can, and it wasn't really spelled out. It just was almost like, hey, we're going to get this all these bubbles and feed all the vampires. This is going to be great. I wish it would have went one step and then we don't need the humans and we're going to kill them all and I thought that that's what it was kind of hinting and I kind of did like that but you end up Batman getting vibrated into the nuclear reactor deal and and Wally just basically says eh somebody can else take care of it you know maybe they'll kill him maybe they won't off I go Uh, but yeah you end with the Roy deal and like I said I give it a 7 out of 10 as well and hopefully it will continue to get better because this actually i i like this issue more than some of the others so we're going to go off now though to the next book next up we got nightwing number 66 written by dan jurgens with art by ronan coquette nick filardi and and world design as you saw on the Nightwing annual, and Dick's memory loss has been all been, all been a plan by the Court of Owls. <laughs> and this issue, we see William Cobb break down the entire plan, not to mention how he's going to implant new memories in Dick's mind to none other than Dick's girlfriend, Bay Bennett. And by Bay, I mean B. And for some reason, whenever I see BEA, I have to say Bay, but B Bennett, because her name's Beatrice. Yeah, that doesn't make much sense. And oh, Dick my, that's pretty a much weird just... thing to write for your blur, <laughs> all that stuff about Hey, would you shut up and let me finish? Oh, Jesus Christ. Just stands <laughs> like a robot the entire <laughs> issue. But by the end, we see our title character as a new talent, and he's about to take out the rest of the Nightwing crew. Yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, yeah, there's there's a, a weird kind of cover there with him beating up the Pat family, but that's fine. Uh, we knew that wasn't going to happen. But yeah, uh, the weird thing about this is I really did like the 
idea of you know we already know it the the idea it was of the a goggles. great idea with the idea yeah. of it i don't know why we got to deal with and it here for the idea I, and just I think, think that, about it. the yeah. story being told is william cobb because we just saw it through the nightwing annual everything that's going to happen the idea that the, the the amnesia has all been a part of court of the house to take out the batman family part of the whole thing so when we have dick grayson standing here like a statue with his mind implant goggles on william cobb well let me tell you a story b bennett about what we're going to do with young dick here and i like, go yeah. Why are you explaining your whole evil plan to this girl you don't even know? Yeah, there's no reason. And then I thought she was dead at the end. It's almost like when you end up showing the secret identity, I'm like, he's really going too far with this. Uh, I even <laughs> thought that there was going to be some weird thing at the end. I seriously thought that he was going to get out some gizmo and go, look into the light. And she's like, oh, I'm here to serve the owls. Like we find out that she was a plan as well because he was he was telling too much. And so where I thought... I would have liked, and you know, this is kind of script doctoring because you end up having things not really going on here. You, you don't have a lot going on. So you have the Nightwing squad that they just they're need to rescues. waste time. <laughs> so well, they're yeah, we have to rescuing. We have to fill up the action scene moments of this thing. So we are going to have the Nightwing crew just go and do normal, like, you know, rioting city stuff yeah. right now. And like, and, it's, yeah, it's not and that it, interesting. I thought, and I don't know if this would be something that you would like. Um, it would be more of an annual type story since we already had an annual. Maybe it wouldn't play out as well. But I actually thought that what we should have had here is as we have Dick Grayson, Rick Grayson, just standing there. He's standing like a statue because the goggles are giving him his implanted memories. I'm just looking at this one point as the as the talent, as this costume. Because we've seen, you know, Cabby, yeah. you know, Rick Grayson's Nightwing costume, stuff like that. But for some whatever reason, this issue really looks like it's a lot of see-through mesh stuff on his costume. Like, yeah, yeah. Almost like he's wearing chaps at points, like half shirts. Sexy. I don't know what's going on with this art. Yeah. I didn't even notice it the first time I read it, but for what when, when uh, Talon is just telling B what's going on, like she's like, it's like Rick can't even move. Like he's frozen. I'm like, for some reason, it really just looks like he's wearing a lot of see-through mesh clothing, Rick Grayson, yeah, at this point. He is. But uh, th- what you get are, as he's saying, you don't understand. We're showing him the real truth that wasn't really the truth, but is now the truth. I actually think that what we should have had in this was almost like what you would be a Dick Grayson Elseworld story, where you start out, you're reminded that the goggles are gone, have the whole issue of this redone history of Dick Grayson. You do get vignettes here. I would have liked to have had other big moments because kind of the idea of this in some weird way, instead of just giving him new memories, they're they're trying to make sure that they give him the evil versions of his other memories. Oh, yeah. We, we got to make these memories work very similar to the way they actually yes. would be, but with a court of owls spin. Yeah, so I would like the big one here, and, and really you go from, hey, oh no, mommy and daddy are dead. Who's that? My grandfather? All right, let's go to, oh, Bruce Wayne, the Court of Owls has condemned you to death. Get Lincoln March out of here. Vroom, vroom. And, you know, you have that's such a jump from the one. And the other thing I just wanted to mention that you do have the thing that I knew we would get at one point where you have that doctor who has that stupid crystal around her neck. She's there. I knew yeah. that that was going to be the thing to spell it up. But I, the things that would have been neat is to think, and like I said, this would be a of the mind else world. And I would have liked to have seen these moments. You go through big moments of the Dick Grayson, Batman and Robin, and you see a page or two of it being twisted into the version of him and William Cobb. And you could have done 
done that the whole issue. So it's something new. That's where you'd get your action. And then at least when we go forward, we know exactly what Dick Grayson thinks is real uh, when you end up having possibly Batgirl show up and go, oh, man, don't you remember the time when me and you did this? And he's like, that wasn't you. That was this other talent that we were hanging and things like that. And I would have liked to have seen, because in my mind, really what William Cobb would have set up and what they're setting up here is basically he's Batman in, uh, you know, Dick Grayson's mind and all the other bad. They're just other talents. And it's basically the, you know, mirror image of it, but through the Court of the Owls deal. And I would have liked to have seen more of that than Hutch almost burning. You know, and Sapienza there talking and, you know, that didn't do anything. For hey the story. there, doctor. You've been up for 36 hours straight. You really are helping people. Well, I got to help as many people as we can. That's yeah. what heroes do, right? Go get them, Nightwing Crow. Yeah. Huh. All right, doc. Hey, where, where's that cabbie guy? Looks like he bailed on us. Hope huh? he's not dead. Yeah. Maybe he bailed to the to the mortal coil. But it's just why didn't we have more of what seemed to be the cool thing? And even in this in and it's such a weird deal, because here's the thing. Batman's alive, right? You think that now again, maybe the idea of now Dick Grayson not knowing that. Yeah. Well, now you don't know that he would make the connection Batman Bruce Wayne. But whatever. Uh, Once he sees that Bruce Wayne is still alive. This will throw off all of this mind control because in his mind, he killed Bruce Wayne. He, he saw it. He did it. He, he, that was his big thing. And you set up something that isn't real in this world. You can't step over the line like that. Either you end up being something that would be a roadblock in this whole deal. And I think that's only set up so that. Bruce Wayne, uh, and really, it'll be Batman in my mind, maybe, because it's an odd thing to think of Batman going to any book at the moment now because of the things going in Tom King's book, but this will carry over to Tynan's deal, and then you can kind of work with it, but if Batman shows up to help Dick as the talent he's just going to take his cow off and show that he's bruce wayne and this will throw dick off he'll be like there's no way this can be something's wrong and he's going to get his memories back i i guarantee it because the idea of going to the point where i'm going to show him kill bruce wayne why do that bruce wayne isn't dead and so it's it's an odd thing to me it's but fine really, when you're a nightwing talent because we're, we're going to go with grandson great grandson now that you remember that you're a talent we're going to kill your nightwing crew and you know we're going to go we're going to go to the freaking subterranean labyrinths of the court of Owls. we don't have tv there and you I don't guess, get to know that things like bruce wayne are still alive out, i'm telling you they're going to send them out and like at the one point you that mission kill batman you know it's going to happen that's going to be one of his big things but i do like this still because of the setup and one of the things that this ties into the very very beginning of the new 52 it ties into dick grayson's you know reworked origins of the gray sun things like that so i really like it but this issue you didn't progress anything and no if you if you read that nightwing annual and i think that's all it is and it was and it was way more interesting in my mind. This yeah. they were like Dick Grayson standing there while the Nightwing crew freaking goes and saves people. Even the point in this thing where we have Colleen, Sapiens, and Hutch, they're going from place to place trying to do it. They can't even get the characters right because the one point is like this. Colleen's like, fires are still burning all over the West End. Sapienza says, let's go. Then Hutch says, wish we could have gotten something to eat first. I'm starved. We turn the page and all of a sudden it's Hutch saying, good point, good Zap. Point, we need Zap. a break. I'm like, yeah. you're really yeah, just making all. sure that we have to have a break right I here. Know. 
Is yeah. that what you're saying? <laughs> Hutch. I'm telling you, Hutch is there like, hey, I'm pretty hungry. Me too, boss. Me too. He's doing that whole deal. You're right, Sap. We should yeah. take a break. Yeah, you're right. All so right. Sap's like, I never said we should take a break, uh, but I, I think <laughs> I like it. Also, I, I love this idea of where we were trying to figure out what exactly these blackouts, the fires, and now it's almost like, oh, man, now that no that doom signal is in the, the – now we're really in trouble. I'm like, yeah, you are. And even they I say I still want to know what Lex Luthor gave him. A, a, a map. There he is. Hey, you, you, here's your <laughs> offer. There goes Rick Grayson. Go get him. Uh, I love the is. idea, too, that finally you end up with the people in the city like, man, I don't know if Bloodhaven is on the up and up. Like, these people are real jerks. But I, I also I also like that being said where Hutch, he comes out of the fire. He's a fireman. He's on fire. I mean, really. He, it's so it over the sometimes. top. sometimes. You're on fire, on fire, Hutch. Yeah, you're on fire, Hutch. <laughs> I ain't got time to fire. I think he'd say burn, but he, he ends up works. going then. And then you, you have Hutch, who's such a odd, uh, you know, vocal leader of hope and dreams of like, you know, we got to get out of this town. No, you know what? We need to stay. We need to show them that I'm like, he really took the to Night that scene, Nightwing, that one time. Ever. That one time he <laughs> saw Dick Grayson turned the crowd. He has tried to do it now at least twice. And hey, now he's just saying it to hey. himself. Looter, rioter, come here. Let me tell you. Hands are for helping, not for (laughs) hurting. Hey, now run along, you scamps. Yeah. Hey, come here. Listen here. You know what? This isn't their city. It's not his city. It's our city. What? It's our city. All right. I'm I'm gonna take all this stuff then. It's mine. They go run away. He's like, I don't think this is working out. But yeah, so it goes to all this and, and the weird thing is, is you could have B being there, it's off. Because you end up having Well, she's you, the person being told well, the story for whatever reason. It doesn't make you any don't sense. Need that like because sudden, any villain we, just talks to himself anytime. You don't need her up there and he seems to have her there so that he can explain things to us as well. He wouldn't be saying this. Why well, would I guess he tell the whole her thing that? is that like we have kept her alive because she was close to his great grandson, Rick Grace, and he didn't want to upset him before yeah. he could go and, you know, make him so he would never remember any of this. I'm like, is it a total recall moment at the end when they're going to reprogram Quaid and they're going to take his girlfriend with him? Like, yeah, oh, I, you're going to be yeah, subservient and obedient to him? Like, I thought that she was going to be an agent. I thought, and no, I don't think so because they're cold as ice. I, I thought that it was going to be one of those things, but what he's doing now is just telling her the plan so that she can go off and tell Batgirl. She knows Batgirl. Batgirl came to see rick a couple times they've talked and she knows they have a connection and she has a connection to you know the whole old rick grace and dick grace and that's all this is set up to do is for her to run the background listen this is what hey uh i hope that you got a little bit of an inkling but inkling i know their whole deal i know exactly what they're doing oracle problems right now she ain't got time to run off the blood in this book I'm telling you, she'll be there. They'll be there. I have a feeling that the way this ran about, yeah, they were probably supposed to be there. This issue with that cover, <laughs> they at least show up then. Uh, or a Damien comes. Anybody who would come would kind of search her out. She knows City the babe. whole plan. <laughs> she should not be. And then you think this is going to end in two issues? I, I don't <laughs> think so. This is going to keep going. And uh, in fact, all the books, even through February, are still doing like a, a ending Spoilers, of City man. of Bane stuff. So that could be in this as well. Um, but yeah, I just think that that's just set up so that when she goes to get help, maybe from the Nightwing squad 
or somebody bigger like a Damien or a, a, I a bad girl no Batman. That would be the deal. How we can actually get our crew out of here, our Nightwing crew, Hutsep, Yenza, and Colleen at this point out of danger because the programming, like even the doctor from the uh, the from the rehab place in the, yeah. the annual last issue, you know, the last Nightwing Iron we did where yeah. we had the whole recap of what happened here. She is saying that it's going to take a couple of days for the memory implants to really stick. So yeah. that's one of those like sticking points of how things are going to turn back. But right now, by the end of the issue, Nightwing, he's programmed. And the first thing he's done is told to go after. And his new – Tony William Cobb's got his new freaking costume yeah. for him. Like he brought all like all the stuff. He's got goggles. He's got a new town costume for Dick. But the whole thing, I'm like, there's no way that these three, being two police officers and a firefighter, yeah, that there's trained to a degree – are going to be able to fight off a Nightwing no. who believes he's a Talon and one no. is in order to kill them. Like, I don't know how you guys are getting out of this. And, and the weird thing about it is the weird thing that they're really spelling out here that Doctor spells out is that the reconstruction process does need time a little. She says, like, well, the new past he's experienced in minutes will take root, but it needs time. And the big thing, the important thing is getting them in order. And I'm like, why? What What are you playing with here that you need to have it in order? How is it not going to be in order? It's really spelled out to me of how you would end up breaking the cycle or putting things in, in a weird order there. But there's no real way to do that for where who they are and what they are and things like that. But it's just odd. And you do end up having a pretty big moment in the night the new 52 court of the owls story where you did have you know them try to kill bruce wayne lincoln march all that stuff going on and it's now being reworked as rick grayson as being that so that is a big moment it's kind of a, a wow moment if you're a court of the owls fan um but again it's not that over it's not as much of a wow moment as it should be and i wish i would we would have seen some more of these things taking root uh because then it just is and also just imagine it's like this actually reminds me of the batman so tom king's there and batman gets his back broken you have to have thomas wayne do surgery but now you have to go off and put him on a horseback and go through the desert it doesn't make sense that's not recovering the idea of yep you got to make sure that these things take root and, and not have anything crazy happen. All right, William Cobb, go out and fight with him. I, why not put him away for a little? Wait a couple of days before you go and attack the Nightwing squad with him because you're, you're just going to end up causing trouble. You, you don't have to do this. This is like, you know, you just the did a paint job trouble. on the car and now you're going to go drive around. You're going to mess up the paint. And so they do go and attack. So, yeah, like you said, how, how are they going to how are they the gonna end up? You know, you're going fast. The paint gets all crazy. I, I would think that if you got your car painted, you wouldn't drive right away. Uh, but, yeah, so you end up uh, they, they, they have to die. I, I just don't know. That I, they won't. But it's going to be a weird deal. And the only thing I think by the end of this is when. Dick Grayson becomes Dick Grayson again in night. Thankfully, Zach's they end in the up hospital just retiring. He died. Oh my! I mean, somehow he's in the hospital and somebody's just spilt like hot coffee on him, and now he's hurt again. That guy, he gets hurt too <laughs> he's much. He's in Norberg. For he is, he is the Norberg. He's just going. Oh, wet paint. Oh, it's the car that just was painted and driven. Uh, but yeah, I, it, it's trouble for them. It really is by the end, and I don't see. But overall. This just kind of, you know, you get more of an idea of what the Court of the Owls and what, uh, you know, Calvin's doing to Rick Grayson, but it's nothing we didn't know already. And it's only a little no. bit of more flavor and not really anything more of wow factor deal with that Lincoln March and Bruce Wayne deal. So uh, overall, what did you give it? 
I ended up giving this a 5.8 out of 10 because while I liked the art, I found this to be a rather boring issue that was just reiterating stuff that if case you didn't happen to read the annual, this is what we covered here. And, you know, these are some specific scenes of memories are putting in there. But overall, it's like, Dick, you, he's just standing on a rooftop frozen while William Cobb tells B what's happening. It's just, that's yeah. not a very good story, like narrative right there on the Nightwing squad, who I do enjoy, but they're not the stars of the series. They were never fleshed out enough for me to really care what's going on. And what they're doing is the same stuff they've been doing for like four issues now. Yeah. I, I actually would have, uh, it, it's a shame you have the, you're born. It's a shame you have the year of the villain, all this stuff going on. So you have even on the, the cover, you're the villain town in the court of the owls, all that stuff, because I would have liked to have played the thing. Me, you talked about it this week at work where you have a thing where you have had different TV shows do this and things like that, where you go and you get your Nightwing book and all of a sudden it's called the gray son of the owls book. You know, you even have the cover different. And then when you go through it, it is actually like you're thrown in like what's going on. And it is this history of this. You're talking about that Star deal. Trek Enterprise yes, episode of the saying. mirror universe yeah, where yeah. they change the With opening. The mirror and the opening change. So you go and you get it. Now it, it, it's one of those things you, you're kind of being clever and it might screw you where people, Hey, I guess Nightwing. Nightwing didn't come I was out this happy. Week. It wasn't a long road that time. Yeah. So you end up where it, it's the look at this alternate version of the history of Dick Grayson that he's being shown by. So we're, we're in his mind seeing the, the things I think that it really would have been cool. It would have been a, a cool way to do two issues, kind of do this thing that it almost feels like in Elseworlds because it's changing what he thinks. But then after these two issues, you know exactly what he thinks went on. And I think you could have really played some fun things with that as it went forward, even to the point where you could end up and, and if instead of having the hey i killed bruce wayne why not have it be that bruce wayne killed your parents have something batman killed your parents so then you're going to set it up so he is angry and want to kill batman that seems to be what the end game will be eventually that you you have him think that his parents were killed by batman the whole bat family you go at that that would have been really cool and then to go forward to try to break the cycle but you'd know what he thinks and how he's acting and why he's acting that way uh, I think that it would have been pretty cool, but they they didn't do that because that I, I'm still gonna go. I'm gonna go five five. I I, I was gonna go six. I do like the art, but it's just a lot of nothing. It's You're a gonna lot go of, with me at a five point eight. No, I'm gonna go five five. I'm gonna be the negative Nancy here. I I just you. I like the idea of this. solidarity. In this I podcast. like that we see not even just see the, a way out because this is more of going down deeper into the the hole, but. Uh, you kind of can get an eye. Okay, they're they're doing these memories, so we have these ideas of how you can wipe them out, whatever. Um, but you're not doing anything here. And this book has had a problem where I think that people are not giving it a fair shake. Um, but I can't ever argue with them because they come back with me when I say you should give it a shot. And oh, I gave it a shot. I read three issues, and it's all recap every time, and, and it's true. And now you get it again. I gave much. it a shot. Shot to your mouth, yeah. jerk! Don't tell me shot. how to give my life. Shot to the head. But yeah, so yeah, five point five point nine. I'm gonna go. What what did you give it? <laughs> I'm gonna 5. be Mister Positive now. Now I'm five five. Who are you? I, I like to just go five five. But B knowing the things is weird too. But we're gonna go off to the last book. Jim of gives this it a five section. out of five. Gotcha. I'm gonna give it a five out of five. Five point five out of five. It's so good that I'm giving it an eleven out of ten. But we're gonna go off now to the next book. Now we have Metal Man number two, written by Dan DiDio and Michelle Delecki, with art by Shane Davis, Jason Wright, and Travis Lanham. 
Will Magnus and the Metal Men go to Challenger's Mountain to take a looky-loo at the nth metal man that called him out in the previous issue, but his the psychic metal only seems to react when Will isn't focused on it, which leads to a fight that gets gold killed, but the nth metal man is subdued and locked up for further testing. Too bad we have Kenno chilling in the background of the story somewhere, and a dark multiverse manta ray monster on its way to Mount Magnus to confront our resident genius. Ah, uh, yes. Ah, uh, yes, indeed. And um, do you think that they're doing the thing with, like, Shane Davis is doing, they're doing this as the uh, Marvel side of things, like you're ending up going back and forth with the Marvel way with those story te- I, I don't like it, but uh, no, no, because the way it works out is we have Dan DiDio, uh, like and Shane, Shane Davis' Davis, storytellers. Yeah. Like I, I think that's, I think he, they might be doing that whole new age of DC heroes saying. kind of I thing. But I are. like the idea yeah. that Michelle Delecki is the one on dialogue for this whole thing. So I'm like, I actually kind of dig it. So I was like, you know, Dan DiDio, he might have some good ideas. For these, I don't these think old that's the case. Characters. I think that they make it no? weird. No, it says DiDio dialogue. I, I think that they end up confusing everything the way it's the stupidest. That's oh. why I'm like, it's so ridiculous the way I they set this it up. And I, I, it, it, I it see it now because I even separated on the artist when I did my review or my like written review where I had okay storytellers Dan Dio and Shane Davis. All right, Shane yeah, Davis I'm is the saying, artist, stuff so like that. Weird. For some reason, I swore the dialogue was supposed well, to. Well, here's be. what I did. Okay, I ended I up, completely I ended wrong, up but reading you know this and I looked at the cover and I'm like. Why is Delecky three down when it's where's the artist? I'm like, who's they? Okay, well she's there, Davis, but he's only. It's, it's just odd, and I now I, I got to update my review because that's yes. going to look ridiculous. Oh written by uh, um, I, an anchor. Yeah. Come oh on now, my. how dare you with the anchor? <laughs> uh, well, you know they they might have inked that. It's not even the letter. I was going to make a joke about the letter. No. Uh, yeah, so it, it's weird though. Why why are they playing this game still? And I do think that if if all would have been this obvious. Look at the Dio. Well, the, yeah. Not doing some bad – like I'm telling you, he's doing some decent dialogue. Well, then. I'm actually more impressed. Okay. Like, oh, it's, it's, it's a yeah, little I'm you, I, don't, I don't mind this series. It's okay. I, I really do think, number one, I, I don't think this is going to be anything that's going to blow anybody's minds. I know you like to blow minds. Uh, that this would have been the next round of the – you know, the New Age of Heroes books. This New would have Age been, of Heroes? Yeah, this would have been round two of it. This is definitely a New Age of Hero book but that's just coming out man, then. Our old age of heroes in they my mind. Are, they don't need to be new because they've always been new. here. You have the guy come out and he's the uh, the nth metal. Boom, new. You, you end up with dealing even with challengers. challengers mountain mountain. Dark I mean, multiverse. It is. This is yeah, this was going to be. From. This was already set up to be that. Probably already started, and then they're like, "Oh man, man I like the heroes." And you know like, what? I go. like the idea too. Whereas, like Dan Dio's all like this, like, "All right, look, things haven't been working out. These new age heroes, so just give me a twelve issue Mexico." So he doesn't want to be canceled before that. So oh, it's, yeah. it's twelve issues, no matter what. And it's funny that if I'm telling you, it has to be. And if it is, uh, the thing is, he did wait a little. Like you got to, you got to separate. Now we still have the terrifics going, you know that sort of thing. But you separate it and wait. Well, we don't. You end up separating a little and then wait. Okay. We have these plans. Somebody get this dark multiverse a booming again. Get it going so I can throw this out there. And this is a weird book that doesn't feel as weird at this point because of all the dark multiverse stuff. And the even coming out of the uh, flash forward where you have the infection and things. So now you have nth metal where before it was like this nth metal is now become the most easily gathered thing that is the hardest thing ever in well, the universe. It's, it's, it's so it's crazy. It's one of those things though where we had nth metal on Earth. You know, Kendra was going. Yeah. 
yeah. around trying to destroy all the nth metal we had. But this seems to be when Challengers Mountain was actually the whole thing was pulled into the dark multiverse. This pool yeah. of nth metal came from the dark multiverse. So I could actually see this being a little bit better than what we have but like, if nth metal starts showing only, up all over the, the place. The only thing that gets me though is it's almost like we make the joke about like when I was going to 7-Eleven back in the day and I was buying all those uh, protein bars and you know all of a sudden the guy starts ordering I go away. It's the opposite because at one point everybody had to get that little drop of the nth metal. All of a sudden this shows up there's a, a, an Olympic size swimming pool, if not more. Nobody cares. They're like, and the nth metal is so 2017. Please, you know, so they're going with it. But I do like this. I, and I'm surprised. I, I'm very surprised. We finally well, get Mercury saying that he is liquid at room temperature in a little bit different way, but he says it. So I'm good with that too. <laughs> and then, and then we hardly he, knew you. It's a problem, though, when we get into this whole thing because I got what I wanted, but the whole idea of that emotional angle we had where we really went heavy with Will yeah. Magnus in the first issue and pretty much telling you right off the bat by showing you, yeah, Will's not kind of like kind of off his rocker yeah. about what's this going on. Not only is he off his rocker, but he's a liar about everything that's going on. Yep. My biggest problem with the last issue, because I liked all that, was that we didn't get enough metal men. We get a bunch of metal men here, but you get a disconnect with Will Magnus, who you do. seems preoccupied with the he end metal man. He does seem preoccupied. So like, he doesn't care about anything, no, it seems and like. The, like the problem all is, the heart that we had, it's kind of yeah. gone. And the problem is to me is you ended up with the idea of these metal men just being his emotions in the first issue, you end up that they're yeah. not really sentient. They're reacting Responsometers to... Responsometers aren't yeah, what they... Yeah, like, the is almost like a response to what a Will's emotions would be. It's not really giving them the ability. To, you know, everything goes through the Will filter to go out. So you, you get that setup of, you know, are we man or machine? It's a very cyborg deal with the metal men themselves, but they kind of forget a little bit about that. And then you end up with a huge well, thing happening. That in between. Yeah, and, That's and, why it took so long for yeah, like Will to get here. And this is the thing, though. You end up having a huge thing thing happened though and will just blows it off I, I mean you end up having gold get his responsometer destroyed and it's like oh my god you can fix it right and they already have spelled out that you probably no no i can he's done and yeah well i really didn't think this through and he doesn't seem that upset. well that's the thing is the, 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 that's the thing he doesn't seem very upset because what we had in the setup in the last issue where these things aren't what they like i said they're not cracked up what they're like all oh, they're cracked up to be because the responsometer everybody's upset because these are the soul of the metal yeah. man these are the things that give them the spark of life but yeah, they really aren't all that. I can make another one probably, no problem. It's not it, a big deal. Weird, Gold is though, still going to be like, yeah. you know, my leadership qualities. But even with that, he actually, they even spell it out though. Like, uh, you can, you can fix this, right? And he's like, eh, I, I didn't really think. Cause she says, are you sorry that he's done? You know, oh my God, what happened to Gold? You saw what happened as her sonsometer. He's destroyed. Yeah, he's gone for good. Sorry to say. I mean, he says it right there. He's done. And then they're like, how does that make you feel? In what way? You know, Thing you is, left a chub. Never I, thought I, of it like that. And I'm like, what? I really think he's just trying to keep up appearances at this point because yes. he doesn't want to lose all his freaking genius level kind of like <laughs> accolades I'm that he gets. Like, it's yeah, crazy, kind of like, though. He's, he's gone out of his way with this lie to make up all these crazy things now. Like, oh, man, that means he's gone forever, right? Yeah, I, I, gone yeah. forever. Uh, he's are, he's gone for good. He's Sorry gone. to I say. Think about and it. it's so weird in this. And, and this is something that I brought up last issue. I, I think that I'm seeing it even more here with that response there from him and gold being, you know, killed and like, oh, well, he's just a machine that what the what the twist is, is that first off, I do think that he's writing this 
with this weird idea where the boss is trying to emulate the employee because I really think he's trying to do a Mr. Miracle Tom King with all this as it goes on. And I do think that what we're going to find out is like, who's really the machine? The Metal Men or Will Magnus? You know, who's it? And I think that this is the start where Will Magnus is now depressed. Who he has more care. soul? That's what I'm saying. His what creations is the or the maker? And I think that that's what we're playing with. And I think that he's trying to grab that Mr. Miracle feel nobody's buying it yet and i mean nobody's buying it eric and uh, it's Aww. it's gonna be a shame by the end i like it though i hope that it doesn't go that route i you know dan the deal for, for what you like love or hate man. well they're goofy they really are and that's why and we like some of them yeah that's why we liked it and the the first issue did throw me off a bit with the kind of the the whole you know seriousness of it got dark so when you are in this i why i did enjoy it you said it right off the bat in your thing you get more metal men so i like that yeah. i don't like the nth metal man per se but i I'll like our the, metal well, man we don't know anything I about know. the nth metal man at this point he pretty much just manifests from this liquid nth metal and just goes after him and starts emulating you know will magnus at a point even when he's contained Even like a psychic there's nothing to know about the nth metal man yeah, at the, yeah no well, there's the thing is the nth metal is a psychic metal like yeah. that the whole thing so even when we have the abs uh the absorbiscon the Hawkman, like athanagarian technology to go in there and yep. get that psychic link i'm like these are all really cool small they aspects are. I like a it. lot of fans I like well enjoy like to have it in because it makes sense for he has to throw in hey by the way if anybody sees Adam Strange thank him for this I'm like you didn't have to go that far we could just say you borrowed it from somebody <laughs> you don't have to you know throw that out but they are fun and I think that the problem is going to be and what I'm seeing this because again the nth metal man with the like you said it's a psychic metal it ends up having a connection to him especially with the Asorbus gun and so you have that and I do believe what the play is going to be is Will's going to be able he ended up pushing his his, you know, his things into the different emotions made the different metal men. They aren't sentient, all that. Well, now you have a sentient metal who is going to have a psychic link, and I think that he's going to be able to see himself finally in the. Uh, I think it's going to get uh, and where Dan DiDio, like uh, people hate him. But if you're going to have fun with Dan DiDio, you're going to have fun with the Silver Age goofiness things. That's why you have this book, Metal Men, in my mind. And I hope that he just goes with it. Because even the you know the joke, what? You don't like our Harry Potter references there, Will Magnus? They're, they're oh, not to, great, for, for, but I like you, the, them. Because the they're The Metal Men screwing around here yeah. when they like you know let an iron be, like you know transforms themselves to become wizards and Mercury yeah. and Tim become their magic that's, wands. That's and they what even I say, want. I feel ridiculous yeah, yeah. as in you know, ridiculous. Yeah. You know, they're like – these are all funny little Harry yeah. Potter references oh, and that I actually really like, enjoyed because Leviosa, they're, they're, they're out trying of to nowhere. Do that. And Will Magnus has to scold them. Like, come on, guys, get it together here. I'm we have you. some problems. It, it's I the like, chipmunks. I, like the I love it. A lot. That's the chipmunks. It's you know, you know, Alvin's there doing nonsense. <laughs> Alvin, you know, I have. But also, you have what I want. And I can have a lot of fun with it where you have the nth metal and you have gold turn himself into a screw. Screw you, Benny. He ends up getting uh, the nth metal. That's fun. I mean, it's goofy. But it's fun, and then it turns dark because he ends up pretty much getting, you know, the responsibility out there, and that's and just what the idea it. that this nth metal man, whatever this is from the dark multiverse, you know, it starts bubbling in its pool. There, you have lead and freaking iron to actually create themselves into giant barriers to cover yeah. the hole. Then you have tin and metal, like and yeah, they work together, create a barrier around it, and and the whole thing. This nth metal man being a psychic metal on top, of whatever he is, more powerful than all the metal men yeah. put together, and I like that aspect. And I like the one that thing too. about this book. I'm wondering. How it's going to tie into anything else? Because I really don't think it will. Which is no, a shame. I don't either. You have Jeanette Clyburn here, who in the old continuity was the head of Star Labs. So when you have Doctor Glory going off there, you know, ruining the name of Star yeah. Labs, like, well, Jeanette Clyburn 
Will she show up in any other book in DC Comics now that she's actually doing anything we'll in the metal right now? I doubt it, but there's a cool call out here. Yeah, and even the concept of this of, you know, you have – like I, I think that it got too dark right away last issue. This issue – I know that you had to set up the, you know, the whole deal, but – this issue, I like the idea that they are being goofy. They're, you know, hey, Harry Potter references. Screw you. He turns into a screw. And then you <laughs> see that the Nth Metal Man is not playing around. And also you're dealing with the idea last issue, almost like what they're doing over at Marvel with the X-Men books, where people are mad, where Hickman ends up being that if any of the X-Men die, they can be brought back, things like that. I think that's yeah, what's yeah. going through the metal. Like Gold, he is the guy. Like he would do this. But I think there's that little bit now that he's like, well, I could do whatever I want there. I can always be brought back. And then the Anthem Element goes a little too far and, and ends up just pretty much destroying him as far as we know here. Like you said, I don't think we're going to go the rest of the series without gold. I think that he's going to try to work away. Well, that's away. the thing. Is, I'm telling you, the idea of going and doing these different things, the metal men are just going to fight because that's what Will Max yeah. told you. But from where we were last issue where they found out the truth, that's like you know, even Dr. Clyburn's like, look, I called you like a week ago. What took yeah. you so long to get here? I was like, I had to do some stuff here. He had to reprogram yeah. all the metal men so they have no idea yeah. like he did with all yeah, the other times true. He's done it before. yeah that's true or, but yeah but we know what i'm saying you know even then even though they don't know but we know but gold would jump in but we have that idea oh, oh yeah. you know there's there's no stakes for a fight because they're just going to be remade and things like that and that went a little you know you you do have stakes they or did show it. is it one of those weird stakes kind of thing where like i said at the beginning will magnus has to keep up his appearances yeah, here yeah. like well i told everybody once there's response i'm yeah, going yeah, couldn't yeah, yeah, so he, yeah, yeah. So we'll see because it's just him. Uh, it's odd him saying that, and so we'll see. Like maybe he's being reset by the nth metal man. Now that we have this, who knows? Well, that's the thing. It's because now that we actually have a sentient metal, which you know, the idea is actually the thing. That's why Will Magnus is here. It can't come from our Earth. He even says because yeah. if, if there was sentient metal, he I'd know about it because yeah, he's he would still know. keeping up bears. But the thing is. Now that we do have a sentient metal, something that is a psychic metal, like the, like nth metal and how powerful it is, maybe there is something from this dark multiverse with this nth metal man that will be able to give the actual metal man well, life as think we always going. thought they had. I mean, I'm thinking that right away he's going – He, it's already clicking in his mind of just a basic thing of if I can be able to recreate this, I could give it to them and they can have their own lives or maybe I can and repurpose I can be real him. genius. Yeah, maybe I can repurpose this nth metal man to kind of put a little bit in and then you're going to get the idea of like well it's not them then really now it's nth metal man but it's it's even a psychic link that he would have stronger with the metal man so i do think that's all at play i think that that's what he's thinking the, of and uh and like you said he would be a genius this, though, there. because we're, we're deep now like i'm telling you I'm, i love the idea that we have a metal man book because yeah. i've been waiting for it so here we have this big mystery the nth metal man yeah we have some dark multiverse stuff i don't care about because i don't like that whole thing but we're dealing with it and then out of nowhere when i'm deep in the story Kissy somewhere time? in the dark secure on the school no, no, somewhere oh. in secure oh, underscore yeah, location. Yeah. There's just chemo. Yeah, just chemo. underwater somewhere. We we do an entire page with just chemo sitting there. Like, well, what's chemo and doing? The best is chemo is there. He's starting to, you know, he looks like he's, you know, in the deal. He's gurgling in the way. And I thought he said oops. I'm like, what did he poop his pants or something? But it's oop. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I sat there, I'm it's like, loop. and even even though I'm going, I'm like, is that chemo? Like, why? Why is he there? We we have enough going on. Chemo. 
And so you even see like it looks like he's looking at somebody with his little goggles on that it might be a face. I can't tell who it would be. Uh, but yeah, and then I'm telling you, all of a sudden out of nowhere, then where they go off, uh, the Dr. M. Will end up going off to, you know, Get the nth metal man. They do put Mount element Magnus. X. Yeah, they put uh, yeah element X, and they they get him in a, you know in a prison cell, like a cell there with well, it. That's the thing. And it's then it's metal. The time. only thing that can contain that yeah. then is some element yeah, X that yeah. we found out in the Dark Knight stuff. Metal saying, kind of thing. But so, now it's kissy yes, time. Kissy time is fine because it, I like the weird. idea we have this Jeanette Clyburn come in, and the idea that Will Magnus and her have this past. Yeah. I'm like, all right, you're actually making a reason for Jeanette to be here more than just the Star Labs aspect. Yeah. And I dug that. I think that she would be there just for that but then they're going for kissy time on the side but yeah then now you get the weird deal with the nth metal man seems to get mad at the kissy time then he's not then he is shadowing or mirroring everything that well then he's not it's such a weird kind of deal of what's going on but i, I, I do you, like I when he makes know the what the deal is with the nth metal man yeah he's weird and so you're, you're getting all that going on uh, but then at the end, it looks like the whole deal where the nth metal was. And it does seem like Mercury's done, too. They, it, it's a weird deal where they well, say Mercury got hurt. Tin yeah. got hurt real bad. They have to be re like, you know, like they have to be reformed and stuff like that and be repaired. Yeah. But like, you know, gold got the worst of it. But like oh, when they yeah. broke free, yeah, Mercury went down. Tin went down. And just the idea, though, where we go back to Star Labs, or like their campsite at Challengers Mountain, where we have the pool of nth metal, <laughs> it just starts buffling. And I'm like, all right, we already had chemo. That was weird. But then. When a giant flying manta ray monster yeah. flies out and starts heading for Mount Magnum, I'm like, all right, what are we dealing with yeah. now? Like, I, I'm is this out of, out of the nth metal? Is this a portal to the dark multiverse? Yeah. What is this? Yeah, so you have them, yeah, all of a sudden it does seem like a rift is open and you have, you know, Pretty much Godzilla is going to come out next. Uh, but yeah, they have come out. And I, I'm la- I laugh because you end up having that nth metal stuff on, but that looks like it'd be molten. It's like Pacific Rim and, over yeah, here. Yeah, it is. And it's like dripping off him. He's shooting lasers. It looks great. And it's going like, oh my God, it's a monster. He's running. <laughs> this laser eyes shooting man <laughs> like, really? through the like, air. This is the thing. You're going. Oh, that dark multiverse. You're going with this idea of this book where you have the metal men joking around. You have them dealing and will dealing with the nth metal man. That's enough going on. Humor, and death, out of, out of loss, nowhere, romance. Oh my this book God. has it all. Jim. Out of nowhere, though, you're like glug 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 camo. Oh no, scree! All of a sudden, I'm like, oh my God, it's a man, a monster. It's attacking, and so it really threw me off at one point. Like, boy, this is throwing everything at you. But it is fun, and I, I do like it. I like it, it way more than I ever would have imagined. I would have liked it, and it's mainly because and the deal hasn't pissed me off yet. It's a it's fine. And I like the things that are being brought up. I want to know more. I want to know more about this. And it's a cool deal, uh, especially because we've dealt with some metal men books, right? So we don't, I don't need to be well, reintroduced to the metal men a hundred times. Since we started doing uh, yeah, this. But I'm saying I know enough about tin and I know enough about lead. All these, st- so I like the nth metal man being the mystery. You need something to have yeah. a mystery, and that's a pretty cool way to play it. So I-, I liked it. What did you give this? I ended up giving this a seven point five out of ten. I liked it a little bit more than the last issue because we got my biggest problem with the last issue: not enough metal man. You got one splash page for the most part of seeing them do anything. Here you got the full bore. You got the whole idea that they're going to go out swinging no matter what. Yeah. They will magnetize themselves in the fight. They're going to fight no matter. What. You got the humor. You got it all. You got the shape shifting abilities. You had a fun time with the metal man while it continued on with the mystery of the nth metal man but yeah it threw in some crazy stuff with you know the chemo and the manta ray <laughs> yeah, monster the but maybe, maybe so it'll crazy. work out and 
Maybe it'll work out in the end, but I, I liked what we got and, here. It's not perfect by any means, I mean, but 7.5 out of 10, if, and the art's yeah. amazing. If you're going to have a Manta Ray monster, he better have laser eyes, and it's great. And even, I'm telling you, it could end up being the breakout character of all DC breakout characters, just lab technician number three. Where, ah, at the one he's yelling, and it's just like, it's <laughs> definitely from the, the posters of the blob. Ah, my God, some kind of monster he's yelling. Oh, it's so good. But yeah, the art's great. I love the art. Uh, oh, one thing, I, I'm telling you, I want Shane Davis to work on a bunch of other books yeah, after this because he's, he's really got my attention one, with this. One thing about this that kind of uh, does... It, it didn't throw me off, but it did actually, because I'll admit that I forgot. Right. Uh, I wish that, and no, I wish that they would have really spelled out at the beginning, not, hey, what took you a week? I wish that we would have seen that almost like, boop, boop, boop. All right, you guys are reset. Let's roll. And then they go so that it is, I, I completely forgot at the end that he was going to reset them yeah. and all that. So I think that the idea. Would well, have, Jim, would have hit a little more. Him, he needed he needed to take some time to talk well, to Nameless did. some more. His he little toy man. <laughs> yes, he needed to reset himself. Uh, but yeah. I, w- I think that he at the beginning, I think it, w- I think it would have been better Magnus served time. for him to actually for us to see that that was the case at the beginning. But other than that, I really liked them. Seven out of ten. And uh, yeah, I, I like the Anthem Metal Man. Once he starts smoking a made up pipe, uh, and even the art where Shane Davis plays it kind of cool Will there, Magnus, where Metal man. he's there with the pipe. And he's looking through at Will, and you can even say that the it looks like smoke almost, the reflection of Will from the outside. I'm like, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. But uh, that is the end of this section of books, and we're gonna go off and do something else there. Now it's time for Jim and the news. Listening to Jim is what I want to do. He's talking solicits. Very uncovers before all the meat and the cheese that's from under. And now it's time for Jim and the news. And now it's time for Jim and the news. And now Hello, everybody, and I know that most people who listen on the Patreon account, they know that I do the news with that theme from Dancing Mike each and every Saturday morning to afternoon. It depends on when I get up, but I am here to do a little bit of a snippet of that for our podcast for the regular feed. It's kind of like a little bit of a commercial. I'm going to talk about one item each week from the bunch of DC things that dropped during that week. And the one I'm going to talk about is James Tynan's Batman run starts early in surprise number 85 bonus edition. So it's not that Tom King's, you know, comic is going to get cut short or his run. In fact, his final number 85 is an oversized issue, but that's going to be with two pages from James Tynan to try to give everybody who gets that issue, and most people will, I would think, uh, a little sneak peek at what he has going on. DC has informed retailers of a change to December 18th, Batman number 85. It will now include a two-page prelude, in quotes, of incoming writer James Tynan the Fourth's run, which will officially begin with the following issue. And if you know how to do math, that would be issue 86 that's the next issue from 85 
And the quote here is, as a bonus, Batman 85 also features a prelude to Their Dark Designs, the new epic written by James Tynan IV that gets underway in Batman number 86 and touches on the revelation of Superman's secret identity. Reads DC's description, this two-page sneak peek guest starring the Joker features art by Gilliam March, who I am a fan of and sets the stage for what's to come in 2020. And if you have followed what James Tynan has been saying about his run, the run will indeed feature some Catwoman. It'll also feature things like the Superman Secret Identity, which actually does a little more of, you know, getting along with the rest of the books than maybe a Tom King has. Tom King, it's not just Tom King's fault, but it's his story was more of a you know, insular story, as I say, even about his individual issues. They did not play along a lot with what was going on in the larger DCU. Even, say, the Year of the Villain kind of got a little silly, where the one issue was just basically the Doom Sigil goes up, and Harvey Bullock starts singing, you know, Gotham, Gotham to the tomb of New York, New York, and dancing around without a shirt. And acting like a a drunk Eric Shea, possibly. Um, But this is one of those things that I think it's a good idea to get James Tynan's kind of story out there. Get some people kind of, you know, to take a look at it. And maybe even the people who said, oh, I'm not going to read anything. And and it's not James Tynan's fault. And I think that some people might take it out on him uh, with the idea of, I love Tom King. So I'm not going to buy James Tynan's book and that'll prove at the end where Tom King sales will be more and it was a mistake, blah, 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 blah. But Tom King gets to do the Bat-Cat book and I don't think anybody out there is going to say, well, I'm a Tynan fan, so I'm not going to read Tom King's Bat-Cat book. That wouldn't make sense. So don't do the opposite. Check it out. I I would hope that most people, even Tom King fans, if you say you are a Tom King fan, but also a Batman fan, would check out James Tynan's deal, just like I will check out the Bat-Cat myself, and we'll see. We'll see. I'll check it out, but we'll see if we're going to talk about it, review it, all that stuff. I I keep saying that we aren't, but I know that we will, and and really, I have to put the money where my mouth is, is me telling people that they should try to give Tynan a fair shake. I think that people who have been down on Tom King should give the bat cat a shake, a fair shake, just because you go over that might be the story that he always wanted to tell. So every story, you know, everything like that starts anew and we should all give it a chance before we pish posh it, even if we end up pish poshing it in the end. But yeah, that that's the quick story. It's just the idea of James Tynan is going to get these two pages Give people a little sneak peek at what's to come. Also, I I did see he's going to be doing a bit of Gotham cleanup as well. So when James Tynan comes in, I think that most people should be rest assured that it is going to be a continuation from Tom King's stuff. It's not just going to start off and have like, oh, man, that was a crazy couple of years, huh? Well, let's put that out of our mind. It looks like they're going to make sure that this goes and blends into James Tynan's run from Tom King's and deals with some stuff, even like City of Bane and cleaning it up. And one of the things I saw that James Tynan said was he really wanted to make it so that Batman is trying to work at this sort of thing, saying the City of Bane and all that came before it would never happen again. And again, you can insert joke there if you want, but 
Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it just as something different. Check it out. And like I said, every story that starts off, it's another, uh, you know, chance that we'll love something, chance to get something that we never saw before, chance to get excited. So both the Tynan Batman run and the King Bat-Cat, which if I wanted to throw in another story, it's not a story, but it is a story. We had another bunch of solicits without the Bat-Cats. This is two months now, January and February where it didn't show up in the solicits. So we'll see when that does show up. I would think it would have to be in March, but we'll see. But yeah, that's my little bit of news, little snippet there. Uh, if you want to hear more news, like I said, over on the Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdscience, every single week, I do a new show on Saturday. And it usually is between you know, 30 minutes to an hour, somewhere around there. I do DC, Marvel, and indie news, mainly concentrating on DC and Marvel. Uh, So if you want to take a look at that, go and check out the Patreon and all the other shows. That'd be awesome. Uh, But I'm going to stop right now, stop rambling on, as Robert Plant once sang, and we're going to go off to finish up the podcast with three more books. Sliders. Uh, this section sliders. of books is just like sliders, right? Does it? Little, little things, little juicy Jerry little tidbits. Oh, I meant the food, Eric. I meant the food. Oh. Now it's the evil Jerry O'Connell uh, from the, the Mirror Connell? Universe. Yes, Charlie. <laughs> that's, that's the best that they got him involved. And that's when they jumped the shark, Eric. That is when that happened. You, I think you Wasn't did the tell me that, right? It might have been. I don't know what you're talking about. But we're here to finish up Z podcast. And we have three books. If you're playing at home, you'll know that there's some of Eric's favorites. Uh, each one of them. <gasps> really? More favorites than been the playing. last. Yes. But we are going to start with what? Teen Titans number 36, written by Adam Glass, with art by Bernard Chang, Marcel Mayo, and Rob Lee. Roundhouse is locked up. Jin is stuck inside her ring, and the whole Teen Titans team seems to be wishing for better days. But wishing won't amount to all of that when they discover that Crush is wrecking up downtown. Too bad they don't know that her Papa Lobo was controlling her and now forcing her to kill her friends. Oh, my, Eric. Did you have, as your blurb, uh, as your header on the thing, you could have went with the Papa Don't Preach, maybe. When you're saying that, I was thinking a little Papa Don't Preach. Head games, Jim. Head, Head games, games, indeed. Not Papa. Papa Don't Reach. Maybe something like Papa Foreigner Don't over Breach. Uh, but yeah, you have this Teen Titans book, and it, it's a weird deal. I, really, as it goes on, 
Yes, you're the villain. You have Lobo. He is controlling uh, Crush as she's trying not to be what controlled. What are you more tired of right now? You're the villain or the infected? I am more tired of you're the villain only because the infected, okay. at least at this point in my mind, they they kind of get mixed and matched and put in a blender. Um, but at this point, I have more of a concept of what's going on with the, not even just a concept of what's going on, but I know the books that involve the infected. So when we go to Supergirl at the end of the section, that's going to be an infected book. When you go Batman, Superman, full out infected book, the year of the villain keeps jumping around. Like one, one thing would be like, you know, you go to Batman and you're not dealing with that. Then you go to a Wonder Woman. What that's are you talking about? 100%. That's total year of the villain. Yeah, well, it's, it's Harvey year Bullock of the villain. was dancing yeah. in the streets. He was dancing in the streets. And I wish that he was there with Mick Jagger and David Bowie. But so you, you know what I mean? When you go in and, and not only that, but you don't know how much each book is. Like every book has its own little idea of what year of the villain is. Some full out, some not. Uh, just a weird deal in my mind. And I think they're all, it's not an even pace deal. You, you know, we like some and we don't. But it's just the idea to me is the year of the villain is the Justice League Doom Justice deal. But yet it never feels like it's part of that when you get to the book. When you're there in the Court of no. the Owls, it doesn't feel. Well, like even the idea connect. that Lobo being the villain yeah. of this year, the villain aspect, yes, he's a bad dude. But for the idea, the last time we really saw him was a hero on JLA and stuff like that. So it's such a weird idea. Yes, he's a bad dude. He's going to go back to his things. But now we have Lobo, who has been given an offer to control his daughter, who he kind of wants to kill because she's Zarnian. He doesn't want any kids about because who wants to pay child support? Nobody. But, uh, Not your dad. It's just a weird idea that Lobo now, because the other Jim, the, yeah, other the other wants him to kill the Teen Titans. We finally going to have the other in this issue, not revealed yet, but he'll be here in costume for whatever it is. But this is such a weird book because we have the we have all these things going off of Roundhouse being, you know, the big bad we thought he was, the heel turn that was the whole thing where it was a great issue last time when he was explaining his origin story and how Robin was actually yeah, the cause it. of his sister's death, and he was put on on this team with Robin then, and he like. Just the idea that he had to try to work passes and Robin is such a such a brat that he's like not for like he he told Roundhouse at the moment, look, I'll forgive you. Like, why would you say that, Damien? But the idea now that we have Roundhouse, he is all locked up after the last thing he did last time was wish that Jin be banished to her ring forever. He is locked up. We have the Teen Titans trying to get Jin out. They can't do it. I don't know if you just have to give the ring back to Roundhouse and have him wish if that's as easy peasy as it's going to be. But this is where the heart of the book is. When we have our Teen Titans characters, Roundhouse, he's looking for forgiveness. He knows he's done screwed up this whole thing. He's done wrong. He wants the team to forgive him. But we have Wally West, his best friend at this point. Like, you betrayed us, guy. I, I, I thought you were my friend. I would, you know. I can't be your friend anymore. Heck, I'll tell your mom you're off doing freaking superhero stuff yeah. because I respect your mother, but you crossed the line and screwed yeah, you're not over my bro, all the Teen Titans here. Because he even says, thanks, bro. And I'm, I'm not your bro. And, and I, not your yeah. bro. I'm like, this is the stories that I want to see with the Teen Titans. Yeah, I'd, I love it if they were actually all friends and we got to have yeah. great adventures where they all work together really well. But when we have to go off and have to deal with just – Crush being mind manipulated by Lobo and just messing up the city and actually going after alien bounties that he has. You know, I'm like, you're taking away the heart of the book at this point and forcing this action here where, you know, you could have actually suited yourself better by sticking with your characters. Yeah. And I, I think that there was an issue here. And uh, I, I kind of go with the idea of it same uh, over in the Catwoman book, uh, even the Batgirl a little, because you end up having the Teen Titans. They pretty much have one really big, bad butt villain that would be deathstroke but that's not the this other? team 
Deathstroke was already killed by Emika. You know, so you have these things. So you have to come up with something else, and you go with the Lobo deal. Doesn't seem right. It's not even just right, but it's not that anything that I'm that interested in. Especially, even that's the thing is Lobo. Lobo's the year of the villain, but he is working for the other who has been the big bad behind the scenes. I'm like, I wish I actually went and counted how many issues that Adam Glass has had of the Teen Titans so far because we've had the other in the background the entire time, and this is the first time we got any progression with him. So I was excited about that. It threw me off a little, like you said. He is the year of the villain, but the villain is the other. But that doesn't sell copies, so I can't be on so he's working with him but it's kind of like calvin rose being part of the court of the owls grabbing dick gray like it, it is a little it's more convoluted william than cobb jim yeah william, william cobb, cobb. I mean, but uh yeah so nobody remembers calvin have, rose anymore you have all this yeah i don't know why i said but you have all this going and uh the the, You're hoping. the thing that throws me off like you said is it kind of should be deathstroke but it, it isn't and it couldn't be because of the situation they kind of ended up blowing their load before doing having you know deathstroke show up because he would have been the classic deal here even if you would have shifted that whole dungeon story to this year of the villain it might have you know played out better but the idea of lobo working for the other when you get to the end with the other then there is almost like oh my like you do pick up a little because in this issue while i like oh my you end up where i do like the little bit with Roundhouse as he's talking to Wallace. And then I really like when Emiko shows I mean, Emiko, up because he throws shade yeah. at Emiko in one of the most bad butt ways I've ever seen of a guy trying to get <laughs> redeemed. He's there and he's like, oh, come on, bro. Like, I'm still good. You can let me help. Oh, man, thanks, bro. You know, tell my mom that I'm not your bro. He leaves because they do the end of the guard change because they're there watching yeah. him. And Emiko shows up and is like, huh, look at you, you piece of crap doing all that. And like, hey, I just want you to know, that I took you down first because you're the most dangerous of the Teen Titans. And she actually is smiling like, oh, my, I think I like her. And then she asks, she's like, oh, you know what? I might, you know, I might actually like you again, Roundhouse. Yeah, just ask Deathstroke, the one you killed. And I'm like, oh, you're just throwing it right in. And it's like, it's such a great line from Roundhouse. Like, yeah, Jen, she's gone. She's in a ring. I didn't kill her. You killed somebody. You're worse. And here you are watching me. Uh, (laughs) And it's, it's kind of a weird type of deal because it even seems a little bit that he didn't mean it like that. Like, he's like, you know, because he says, yeah, you know, you I'm know, telling you, I don't know how to take you. it because I'm telling you, the, situ- the situation that Roundhouse is in, you don't want to start throwing shade at the most dangerous member of the team. Yes, like, I wanted to take you out. You are the most dangerous of the team first. It's just ass Deathstroke. Oh, like, it's, why would you? I'm oh telling you, it's like God. Damien yeah. going that one step it extra. Is. That's what I I'm forgive saying. you, Roundhouse. And it's so like, funny, though, this, because then he tries, yourself, to, he tries to talk to her about it, almost you like he th- wants to talk about Jen, too. He's like, you still think? She's like, no, right, well. Kid Flash does. Why do I care? Oh, really? I, I think you know. And uh, we see so what's like going that. on here. I actually like that, but it almost gives is that a you- weird ship for you? Would you would you go Red Arrow like Wallace West? No, that, like, I, kinda I don't feels think like it's so. Almost out of nowhere. Like we dealt with it a little bit, but for some reason we haven't dealt with it for so long now. It kind of does feel out of the blue. I, once I actually again. through all this, I actually thought that the deal was going to be that you know continue where Damien even has a little bit of a crush 
on Amiko, uh, but she doesn't feel the same way back and almost like and but I, he has feelings for a gym. It's all it's, it's a all weird. It's all over the place. You put all these kids together, everybody's and gonna fall in love too, with everybody it, for the first too time. They're young and things like that going on too, especially Damien. But I do like the idea where they're trying to figure out how to get Jen, and you do Jen's have the big connection. Of years old. Yeah, well, yeah, well, still, you know, but she doesn't look at her. Robin the cradle, Jen. Yeah, so you end up where Damien then is kind of looking into trying to figure out maybe it's her brother or maybe they can get a hold because he does look up or you know Elias or whatever her brother's name uh he does look that up to try to figure out and I don't think that this is something that he looks up to try to figure out if that's bad I think he's going to try to find him get a hold of him so that they can get Jin out we'll see the case but yeah the things oh, that yeah. the things then when you and go that's the off, problem though because that will set up a really cool story next time because yeah. Elias is the person that Jin is trying to get away from yeah, who enslaved her, her originally. Yeah. So if we have to get the guy who originally yep. enslaved Jin to get her out of the ring, he's not going to want to give that up afterwards. No, he's not. And this could be the worst thing that could ever happen. So, but I think that what, and then when you get the, 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 crazy trouble when she comes out saying well how dare you do that will be damien like we, we had no other options i mean we really wanted to get you back so we we pretty much make i just a wanted deal to be so simple where all they had to do was give it back Roundhouse, to they made the wish because they hate them no uh but yes yeah, so through all of this you go to the year of the villain deal and all that and i'm not interested and i really am not i'm not interested in lobo and the idea that crush is being controlled and trying to fight it off and that he wants to end up hey i'm going to bring down the, the teen titans through you you're going to be beat up your pals your buddies and go and even with the idea of like oh i'm in your mind and it's a pinball machine i'm like yeah, yeah I, I know what they're doing here and, and the i know the is, whole it's, it's one of these weird stuff. things that I, ha- I have a weird feeling about the idea when anybody's ever trapped inside their mind or has somebody else inside their mind. Because we even did it this week in the Titan series on the, on the DC Universe yeah. app, the, the t- television show, where Jericho's inside Deathstroke's mind. He has been for years. And the idea, like, I just try to sit there for some reason. I'm, I'm a psychopath. Maybe. I just think about how I personally think about things. Like, I don't show up in a room in my mind to talk to somebody else. No. So, like, you know, just it should be like maybe you're trapped there. There's this overwhelming sense of voice over top of you that's talking to you within this mind. Yeah. It's just this weird mindscape that oh, everybody always wants to play with whenever this happens. And it always just kind of feels kind of hokey by yeah, the end does. for whatever, like whatever they're trying to do. It really does. But we have that here. And, and you do. And it, it is hokey. And uh, I'll tell you right now, and I know that some people would get mad or think I'm crazy, but I don't like the art in this issue. I'm usually a Bernard Chang fan. I don't like it at all. Especially I was off the other issue, or like two issues yeah, ago. This one I didn't mind so I'm much. I'm telling you, Lobo's face looks very squished. He he doesn't. He looks more like Jason Momoa than he should, and that annoys well, me, he, as you know. Jason Momoa he should, but this is, is Lobo. But this is the thing. That's true. But Lobo isn't Jason Momoa, and it almost seems like that's the push. Like, you know, hey, look at Jason Momoa. He always looks like he would have been – and you wanted him at one point before he was I want, Aquaman to no, be no, Lobo. I still do. And it, it's in I want this, everybody to forget Aquaman and him to yeah, be Lobo. It's that's in all this I want where still. all of a sudden it's like it's pushed. But it's not even just that it looks like Jason Momoa. At points, like there are panels where he ends up having a really flat face. But the big problem is you have the big moment in this issue is the fight between – the Teen Titans and 
crush and it's it's a little confusing to me with the art and it's the little panels not showing much all this you know debris going around and that he does that thing that all of a sudden showed up at points in batman beyond even uh with the red panels out of nowhere things going on and it it threw me off it really does his style yeah well i i don't mind that style of the mind when you have a crush in her mind yelling about not being controlled by her father that i don't mind but when you're in the middle of a fight and have just crack and then it's bad so during this fight i really was off with the art the thing is basically you end up having crush knock out the titans they they get them oh, yeah. on the space hog the team off, titans. yeah off to the others or, or the other and then that panel looks great i mean that looks really now good. the whole thing too even us getting to that point i did appreciate too that adam glass unlike a lot of other people who want to write at dc at the moment he knows what's going on in the book. So he has Wallace West. He can't use his powers because of what has been going on yep. in the Flash. With yeah, the Speed Force getting wonky. all wonky. So his powers are cut. Like he can't control them the way he normally does. So like the Speed Force is dying at this point. And so I'm like, good for you, Adam West. Yeah, it's not working out completely the way that you know Joshua Williams is well, telling the story because you want a monthly book. But I, think I appreciate that, it. I think that he plays it the best way you can is he doesn't go specific. If you end up saying like, I can't use my speed force powers because we had this, this, and this happen, you're always going to have a chance of things being changed because you're you're talking about something you're not controlling. Wally or Wallace being very generalized about it, like, oh man, my powers aren't what they should be. I'm having problems with it. See what's going on in the flesh. That's the play that you should do. I will. Yeah, don't. I will. I will. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so when you do that, that's playing it very, very smart because you know the powers yeah. are wonky, but you don't need to explain exactly because you have so many other characters too, so you can move on. But it also works into the way that they get captured and stuff like that. So it does work out. And I love the idea that, you know, Crush is trying to fight this the whole time. And she can't because she's being mind controlled and she has pretty much, you know, wrapped them in a bow for the other and now oh, yeah. you know and and i'm telling you i'm getting to this thinking at the end all of a sudden we're gonna see oh no it's jason todd or whatever it would be i'm like no we don't know yet he's there in his little get up that looks like it's like <laughs> everybody my... wants to freaking throw shade at jason todd i know i'm just saying anything the other. like you know, the poor guy alone i'm telling you i'm worried that it's just like out of nowhere it's gonna be the naha naha because i'm looking it's got fangs it kind of looks I'm like oh no yeah that's what i'm saying i'd like all of a sudden it's cobra because cobra got taken down the naha naha ran became the other all there we go but no I, i'm worried that when we do see because it says the other's identity revealed i'm worried it's not gonna Next be issue. that big I'm worried that it's not going to be well, something like is, we're like, oh, I, my God. I don't want this to be a Leviathan thing where the whole I idea is the other. Like, this needs to be a the other new could character just be the for other. what he's playing yeah. with now. The other doesn't have exactly. to be identity revealed. It should just be the other. But it does look like they have been We pushing. now, like I'm telling you, identity revealed next issue. So the idea that we find out who the other is and why he's got a heart on for freaking Teen Titans here, that's an interesting story. It doesn't have to be anybody I know at this point. Yeah. I mean, and here's the thing. If you were going to make guesses – uh Elias I mean there's a big guess that it could be him yeah. I, and and especially because out of nowhere Damien searches that you know here without much explanation either it doesn't even have like oh man Jin's brother let me look it up he just kind of goes to look so I I think that 
that's a good play. If if I was a betting man, Eric, and not a cheapo, I probably would guess that it's uh-huh. him. Uh-huh. Uh, but we'll see. We will see what's going yeah. on with this. But I am this. interested. It's just I need more from the characters because we've been in a dark place in this book for so long now. I need a bit of light. And it doesn't seem going to get there anytime soon. And I'm like, no. that's where I really love the book when the kids are actually yeah, acting and that's like the you shame know, with they Roundhouse. care about each other. Yeah, and that's a shame that you had to go that play. I guess that you had to end up with Jen in the ring you had to do it some way and that's the the play that they did um i i I wish there was even a tell at the end like hey where's jin you're like how do you what do you care so much about jim but he just like i I like when they get there and the others like hey lobo what took you so long he starts throwing shade hey i thought i paid you to be prompt here but he's like hey i got the job done pal but yeah, they they have all that, and and I liked it. I actually did. It's just the art at points did throw me off. Now coming up, I think Bernard Chang is leaving the book. You're going to have a new artist on, and I saw a lot of people getting upset. I'm not going to mind that much. I kind of I like the art enough, but I'm kind of done. Yeah. I, I want to see something else. I and feel the some same of the way. art seems a little. It's it's almost seems stale a bit with the art too. Um, I but the thing is, I'm, I'm going through here at the end. I'm just like I love how theatrical friggin' the other is. I wanted to be a big nobody for how much of a threat oh, yeah. everybody perceives him to be because even when oh, Lobo with walks in move. Yeah, you, he's he's got he's got a mountainside vista yeah. freaking castle kind of thing the location unknown where we take the titans like and like you know Lobo's like hey what's your deal my deal before <laughs> there was light there was only darkness and in that darkness there were things that went bump in the night oh, things my. that fed on the fears of men and haunted their nightmares some said it was the devil or the boogeyman but rest assured it was the other the and he appears like Look at you. The other Look at one. You, <laughs> no, what that's my name. Let me let's start over. I'm the other. Don't you get it? Huh? Like the other one. This is not <laughs> a who's on first. All of a sudden, he's like, I'm not Costello and you're not Abbott. Stop it. Other what? Ah, who's on third? Uh, yeah, I have all that, but yeah, and and just that dramatic look at the end, where he's got the one hand up with his claws, <laughs> telling us the naha naha, it's going to throw us off. But uh, I don't think that there's any clues. As you were saying that, I'm thinking the clues there about something that it's going to be devil, one of the, the bogeyman, yeah. the, the, the light before the darkness. Okay, what's gotcha. going on? Yeah, no, the no. light before the. I tell you, I wanted, to, I, I wanted to be just some ridiculous thing that somehow was able to be more than he ever was supposed to be. It's and cute. Just kind of a weakling underneath. Yeah, he's just there. He is the Wizard of Oz. He's going to be like, don't look under this crazy cloak I have of tattered things and and a horned mask. And yeah, and I want it to be some small character who's then on like five different characters. They they have the trench coat on, all that stuff. But what did you give it? I ended up giving it a seven out of 10. I didn't have any problems with the art because I'm used to Bernard Chang's art. And I'm actually, this is ex- exactly what I expect. The only problem I ever have with it mostly is for some reason, he draws gigantic lips on everybody. And when you get close up, it just really pronounced the points. Everybody but I, has I, collagen I had an issue implants, like two issues ago. Right? They, they exactly. All have that, yeah. But I, I liked what I got here. And I just wish we would have spent more time with the, you know, like the round. I'm telling you, that's where the, the heart of the story was. That's where I thought the book really shined when we dealt with Roundhouse, Wallace, Emiko, and all that stuff. When we go to the stuff with Crush, yeah, that's our action, like a uh, component to the issue. But it wasn't as good as what we got in the beginning of the issue. But I liked it overall, and I look forward to the next yeah, issue. It was okay. I- I'm going to go seven as well. Um, 
again, I like the art at the end with the other, the other. He's going there. Uh, <laughs> there is like a weird deal, and it's more of the shadowing. But when he's like, some said it was the devil, and you see Damien, no. And like, is that Damien? Like, look at that. It almost looks like he has a handlebar mustache because of the the shadowing. I'm like, that's crazy. But yeah, I, I just I'm not interested in Lobo being in this book. I really am not. It, no, it, this is almost like he Lobo has the worst time. His agent has to get a hold of somebody because this seems like almost like the Stormwatch when he was in that in the New Fifty Two, where he's just there and he's doing his thing. He but sat it didn't around really like, I don't know what I'm doing here. Yeah, and and in this, it's just like. All right, I guess I got to use this, and I'm going to collect this bounty. Well, that's the problem with and- Lobo. When you talk about Stormwatch and the New 52, when they rebooted the whole thing within yeah. the beginning of the New 52 and brought Lobo in, he didn't know what he was doing there. Then we have Rebirth, JLA. He didn't know what he was doing no, there. No, that's the I'm thing. Like, that's Lobo what I'm has saying. no point he to be around to get regularly. His, he needs to get his agent going. And, and really, it would make more sense here, but – I just I think that making it the year of the villain makes it extend a little more and it makes it have to be a little bit different. I would have liked him just to show up and say, hey, I'm the last Zarnian. Let's battle. I'm going to try to kill Crush. I'm going to do this. You bastard, all that. And then you end up having you know, this, the daddy issues, that. which we kind of already had in this, the main man. It seemed to be extended. Boom, then. Done. You know what I mean? It seems like now because it's year of the villain, it has to go on a couple more issues. And he's overstayed his welcome. He really has in my mind. It's not really that fun having him here, especially because you're not getting much fun. It's more of, you know, making Crush go against and it's just tearing the team apart even more when we do want the the teen Titans. I know they're teens. I know that teens like to argue. I have teens in the house. They argue with me all the time. I need this team. Yeah, I need this team to get along because (laughs) when they were getting along, it, it was like a breath of fresh air. It really was. Sure and was. then it was almost like Adam Glass used that because he wanted to go dark and he wanted to make it more dark. And, and it, it's thrown me I'm off you, sense. I, I'm one of these stupid people that I'm telling you, I love just low key issues. If we had a bunch of issues, like, you know, where Wallace is just going to friggin', you know, roundhouses, like house yeah. to have dinner with his mom and him. Like, yep. I love that. Just oh, give I'm, me more I'm of that. I'm telling please. you, without the idea that Damien was the worst thing for roundhouse, I would have loved to have seen Damien go to his mom's house and then have dinner. And I would have loved having Damien be like an Eddie Haskell where he knows how you're supposed to be. And he's like, almost like it's Brian Michael Bendis writing him out of nowhere. Like, thank you. And he's like, all this like goofy kid things that he's pretending. And uh, I think that that would be really cool, but you know, we're not going to get that at least now we'll see how it goes. No. Um, But yeah, roundhouse. I, I really, don't know how you get Roundhouse out of all this either. Like you were saying about everything going on, like even the Nightwing. How do you get the Nightwing well, squad if, out if, of the if deal? If Wally can be, re- if if Wally can be redeemed, Roundhouse well, can be redeemed. Wally's at this point. a little bigger character. They're going to force that <laughs> issue. The only thing, even if the only thing that'll happen, and this would be in my mind the only way to redeem him, is the idea that he Jin comes out of the the ring and, and forgives him. You know, forgives, or you see that her being in the ring. Uh, with her brother that's what saves her something like that that he ends up and then you have roundhouse just jumps right on it that was my plan all along like hey you're welcome uh people but yeah i i do like this but i want to like it more it was at one point a book that we really really enjoyed way more than a lot of other people as well and i'm we're down a little we're not down you know full out but i was that one issue because it went real dark but we're starting to pick ourselves up but still you kind of have these bumps in the road a little where i want more progression out of the darkness and see the light at the end of the tunnel maybe with the other finally there 
progression because yeah. I'm telling you, we have the other finally revealed after all these issues since Adam Glass's start. He had the other in the background, and now in the background of this, we have the other, but we still have the idea that Damien and the rest of the Teen Titans are yeah. still manipulating people's minds. Mammoth is yeah, out there operating a carnival ride still. Like we're not going to deal with that anytime soon. It doesn't no. seem like. Yeah, and then, and maybe you're going to have the play where they kind of repurpose that to have them help them at some point. I don't know, but it, it, the other thing is, and I just thought it's like. I would have liked more of a reaction from Emiko here as well because of the idea that this is really her thing. But we'll we'll see how it goes uh, going forward. But we're going to go off to uh, the next book. All right. The next book is Batman number 83, written by Tom King, art by uh, Michael Yannon, Jordi Belair, and Clayton Cowles. We finally get to see Batman's reaction to Alfred's death, and while there are some emotions to be had, Tom King decided to step all over them. The love Batman and Alfred have for each other is so well known by almost every reader of the Batman book, there I is know. no reason to force the issue, and doing so makes it less in my mind. This would have worked so much better as an almost silent issue, and since the narration is not there to push the story forward anyway, it could have been. I mean, this narration didn't push anything forward with the City of Bane until the end, Anyway, so instead Jim, we get just overly narrated issue with Tom King's prints all over it. Hey, why don't you come over and straighten up my lung fella there, pal? Uh, yeah, this is one of those issues where it, it's... I love back to school. It, oh, so do I. Uh, it, it's It's just this issue where you have some emotion no now, progression <laughs> no well there is no progression uh but the problem is even there's emotion to be had except any emotion that i had of you know alfred being killed it was anger and the anger was months ago y- you have a disconnect from when it first happened you also have the idea that still, no matter what anybody tells well, everybody six and all these that things. He died and we're finally yeah. just dealing with the reaction. That's what I'm saying. so weird. And so and just the you idea have a lot that- of ideas in this about timing and how, you know, what time frame has gone by. But it, just that before you say your deal, That's one right, of my I- last things about it is the idea that you will still have. It doesn't matter what solicits say. It doesn't matter what somebody says that you have an Alfred or a P book coming on down the line. There are still people who want to believe this is a dupe, especially when Tom King is showing things happening as if it is. And I'm not talking Everything Alfred Everything we've been dealing with. And this whole thing, since we dealt with City of Bane, feels like a dream where we just go yeah. from location to location. There's no rhyme or reason to it. They try to make sense of it, but it still doesn't make sense. It almost is like when you're in a dream state. Like we never got out of the nightmares, it feels like. Yeah, that's where we're what just it going like. like Himalayas, or actually the nine pit you know, in the desert. Then we're in the yeah. Himalayas. Then we're in Paris. Then we're in Hawaii without any real reason no, behind no this destination. And like then kind of having the City of Bane just there and the side Bane's deal not even there, of really. – I mean, just imagine, just really, please, I know this is a comic, everybody, pull yourself out a little, go by what you think a reality in a comic is. Please don't say, Jim, it's comics, so they can do whatever they want. The no. idea, the idea, I'm telling you, I'm going to tell you, and no, I'm saying you need a reality in a comic book, even in something as fantastical as this. There would never be any sort of way in this world, in the DCU, in this earth, that you would have a president go, hey, I think the city of Bane's a good idea. I mean, yeah, there's people getting killed. It's a it's a guy who's, you know, the worst of the worst, but hey, crime's down. So just the concept that they're allowing this to happen in this world throws everything off. Now we'll go with this idea because I think it's the big idea of it where 
I think Alfred is dead. I do think he is because we're going to have the RIP issue. You are going to have the talking. But in a comic book world where a Batman got shot in the stomach in no time frame set, but seems to be a day ago, uh, uh, afternoon ago, whatever it would be, he's not damaged anymore. Just imagine the idea now that we have in the last issue. Batman is shot, I want to say a couple of times. Let's just say once. I can't remember how many times. For some reason, in my mind, three shots rang out, but it's only probably just one. But Batman was shot. Batman went down. And in this... Batman and Bane got fine. shot too, Not, but, though. So that, oh yeah, but, Bane yeah. got shot in the head. I'm telling you, even yeah. the, the the whole Bat family where Tim Drake was stabbed in the chest with an yeah, arrow, he, he seems fine chest. in this whole thing. Seems fine. You know, and, but but just think of yourself, Batman was shot. Okay, he went down. He would be damaged. We go to this issue where not only does it seem like he's not damaged, but it seems like they redressed him in a clean bat suit yeah. for this yeah, whole thing. Yeah, they got like, a special <laughs> suit for him that they had laying around like, because they are right, at the mansion. Let's, 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 let's change him out now and put another bat suit on him well, so we can have this whole confrontation. Here, and that's the thing. But here's what it goes for me. And this will go. This is a deep cut for me and you. Uh, not so deep, but it is where you end up Don't wanting to have this issue where – Everybody wants to get involved here with what they think. And I had some people tell me, Jay from Canada says this is a masterpiece. He says this is going to be one that goes down for the ages. So in the one for the ages, you can't have Batman in a messed up suit. He's got to look good. I mean, this is for eternity. This is for the ages. Just like the idea of the super friends at the fair. Hey, let's see who can hit a pitch. But before we do, let's switch outfits so we can do this and have that. It's so forced. And so Tom King has this where you have a very big opportunity. One of the best issues we've read since we've done the site and even before the site because it was. uh, But since the New 52 was the silent issue of Batman reacting to finding out that Damien was dead. And it was a silent issue. And when you have that, that will give the artist and the person reading the opportunity to really sink in the emotions of it. Yeah, yeah. And everybody should read read that that, to see what we're talking about. And you don't even have to know. Just go and read that as Batman upset at Damien being dead. And that's all you need to know. And so when you have that, a moment of Batman picking up a dead Alfred and taking him over and laying him on the couch and putting his cape over would be seven trillion times more impressive and more emotional and more hard hitting than seeing Longfellow over top or when we used to throw the balls there to Master oh, Wayne. The whole thing you start with this. the Longfellow. We have to go back to Tom King's bag of tricks where if he doesn't have a story to write, he puts out poetry or literature and all this other stuff. And so and yeah. then go into the idea we played cops and robbers master yeah. bruce i'm like and all i'm doing this entire time while i see all these words on the page when i just want to look at the art and see the expression yeah. on his face like you said is i'm wondering what medium is alfred leaving this yeah, message is this it, a voicemail is it has to no, be where is it coming out the 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 word bubbles are the word bubbles that are used when it is a recording or a, a telephone com, yeah. conversation come now at the end it's a weird thing that it seems as if Thomas Wayne almost reacts to a point that this is being piped in, but it, but but it's, that doesn't make sense. It's, it's ridiculous. Now, just that, when did Alfred record this? When did he have the time after? Because he seemed to be tied up and things. He he was a little tied up. And so he's like, Hey, I signaled to you that I was going to run, but now I'm going to record this long message for you. And if it is something like that, Batman isn't hearing this now. 
He's going to hear it later when they find it after the city of Bane. And what you are doing is taking the focus off the emotions that Michael Yannon is giving you full out in the art to try to make you have Tom King be the guy who's going to give the emotion so he can get the praise. And I swear to God, it is just him just trampling over the art. If you go back and if you have read this once and you're like, oh, man, it was all this hokey, you know, if you'd like it or didn't like it. Go back again and try your hardest to look at each panel without looking at the words. I mean, I'm saying don't even try to pretend they're not even there. There's not even the white bubbles and look at it. And it is a great issue. It is an issue that you end up getting very choked up because we know Alfred's relationship to Batman. In fact, Tom King barely has it when he does use Alfred in this book. It's always as a hokey way to try to grab it. The wedding out of nowhere at 50th issue. All of a sudden, Alfred wakes up and does something. The only thing he did before is dress up as Batman and I am Gotham. Half the time, he's just walking around. And so if you do this, I do not need to know that Alfred loves Batman because you know what? I know that. I know that. And that's why I love Alfred. Well, Master Bruce, I don't have the words. So let me go back to Longfellow. I'm like, don't do that. Don't just go back to that because you don't know how to write Alfred at this point. And that's the thing. Even the idea that you start out with the idea that you have Michael Yannon drawing this, really doing trying his best to give these emotions in a panel and you're going to clutter it up with Longfellow? Yeah, and I, I actually – there's a couple of issues that I thought seemed a little rushed or whatever. The, the reactions of Bat- – I mean just when you go through this, Batman wakes up. He's in a daze. And he was shot in the stomach and it doesn't look it. But he ends up waking up and the first thing he sees is a dead Alfred. And just that reaction that he has that just almost looks like a hawk. Like, ah! Because it's it's something that he never <laughs> thought he'd see. Ah! But you know what I mean? Like this is a reaction that Michael Yannon has here. Uh, on Batman that is a, a thing I've never seen Batman react like that except maybe when Damien but Damien was more of after the fact it wasn't right in his face it was after the fact trying to deal with it alone in the mansion and that's why that was so powerful but here they have thrown Alfred out there for him to see and just seeing Batman just and and really Michael Yannon plays with the classic white eyes very well he ends up where he's so gentle with Alfred taking him over takes his cape off and puts it down and and then just the things that he does here and I'm telling you I'm going through without looking at the words here where he is at the, oh, the bottom and, and he he is about to just break down and cry more and then looks up and sees that you are not Batman across the painting of him and Alfred on the wall. And he flips out and starts pacing, punching the wall. It's awesome. It is so good. And the words like, Oh, you know, I saw you fight the worst of men. I saw you laid low. I saw you rise again. You don't need this. Please I just come really need to know. Back. The progression, though, like, is this being piped into the room? Because the idea that Thomas Wayne, when how many, how much time has passed? I don't know. But the idea that, you know, Bruce Wayne is in the dining room with a dead Alfred and all the doors leading out of there are bricked up to the point yeah. where he has to go through all this to the point where the, the recording, the letter or whatever it is stops to when Sweden yeah. just blows up the bricks <laughs> on the outside and yeah. says, he says, you're ready. I'm like, so was were you piping in the the, the, yeah. the sound there? I, I, I don't, don't know what you're getting I, at. Yeah, I don't know because at one point he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the uh, the and and that's the thing is 
It didn't need to have that. This is a thing where Batman, like you just said, he's walled in a room where he's there with his dead father pretty much there with a cool idea that his father is in the other and did this or, you know, was part of it. And he is just flipped out. And at the point, he just starts beating up the the wall he's trying to get out. Then he looks at that painting again with the You Are Not Batman, goes over to that, touches it, takes off the cowl. I mean, there are so many good moments art-wise. He starts crying, and and he's crying. And the mother gave in tears and pain the flowers she most did love. She knew it. I'm like, please, get that off. And I actually ended up – Oh, not in cruelty, not in wrath. The Reaper came that day. it's like one of those things where it does Twas become – It goes from like a Oscar-winning performance into you just went too far. You, you went yeah. too Batman here. You went too Tom King. You didn't need that. And I think it, it's like you know eight-legged freaks now. It, it, my emotions are out because I'm like, please, why are you doing I don't like spiders, this? but giant spiders and are so, ridiculous. Yeah. So I'm not afraid so, of those. Yeah. And so when you get through this – Maybe if it was a silent issue, I still think my score would be so much higher. But maybe he was afraid, okay, well, people would say there's not much progression. That's the problem. There's no progression anyway. And it's almost like he couldn't do this where this is a one for the ages. He could not stand to not have words of his in it. And it, it, it screws it up. It clutters it up and it takes the focus away from the emotion of what you're supposed to have that we all would have anyway. I don't need to, we played cops and robbers, please. We know that these, you know, Alfred is his father in this. He end up where, and in fact, it's better than that because he has chosen to do this. It's not like he even has a, that much of a duty, which he does, but it's more than that. He chose to stay with Bruce and he chose, and he even said, you know, you, you know all this. And it throws me off so much and it just upset me. Uh, but what were you going to say? Just the idea though, like our progression is. All right, I dealt with Alfred. Now I'm going to walk down this corridor where everybody who was hurt before, they're fine as well as long, as well yeah. as me. But just walk to a room where there's Thomas Wayne smoking a pipe with a ventriloquist and psycho parrot. Well, are you finally finished with your Batman obsession? Like the whole thing. I'm never done. Well, neither am I. And now we're just going to go. I'm like, this is called yeah. the city of Bane. Like this. Yeah, that's I know. The, um, are you finished with your Batman obsession? I don't know. Are you going to finally tell us how you got here, Flashpoint Batman? Because you yeah. don't make any darn sense. Yeah, really. And that's the next issue. I'm like, is this city a banner city of Thomas Wayne? Oh, my. And, and even the, the idea where at one point you do see pretty much the six-pack uh, of Bruce. I don't see no blood coming out. No, no, I mean, no. this guy was shot in the stomach maybe three hours before. And this is it's where right. the progression is. A month is. ago, he had this his back is- broken and his throat sore. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, you had all that. I mean, everybody did. Uh, so when you go with this, and I even thought like you're there and you're like, okay, well, maybe time had passed. They they let him, they drugged him, let him end up, but, but then Alfred would be robbed. Just, so I'm that just doesn't to work. Think so of this what, Thomas Wayne Batman from the Flashpoint universe who was willing to sacrifice his entire world to make sure that his son was alive and well. Li- yeah. And the whole thing he also is, had a good I relationship had, with Alfred. I mean, this is yeah. this is not you know, just, this is just not sitting there a, smoking a pipe. I have your yeah, family, your city, your woman. Your woman is that enough? I'm like, I'm like, who are you? I'm telling you, I know you yeah. came from another world, but you are still Bruce Wayne's father. Your love for him and the idea of the loss that he ha- you had for him when he died in the Flashpoint universe made you become Batman. Same with Batman here. You guys are the same here. Like you weren't a bad yeah. dude, Batman. You went get you went about things, you know, a little bit more brutal than Bruce Wayne would. But for everything we saw you before you showed up in this book, even in convergence with your dead timeline being there, 
you delivered Jonathan Kent when Lois Lane was pregnant. Yeah. Like, you're yep. a good guy. What are you doing yeah, you're here? A good guy. I don't understand and, you. And all that Tom King kept doing on Twitter is reminding people, he killed people. That makes him crazy. No, no. It makes him brutal. It makes him yeah. a killer. It doesn't make him anything because he was doing that in replacement of his son. And that does not make him not love his son. Can you just he's imagine? Making, this, he's just, just making him this crazy. weird thing where we have the Punisher, Frank Castle. For some reason, he gets his family back. And like, I can't remember at this point in the continuity, whether he had two daughters, a son. Yeah, whatever. Let's a just son say he had a, a son daughter, off I believe. The, I said, okay. I think, His yeah. son decides, I want to be a soldier. And then the Punisher goes about ruining his life because he does hmm. not want him the to ever hold a be, gun. What? He's like, what? Y- you want to you wanna do that? You want to be a Punisher? Look at me and shoots the daughter in the... <laughs> oh, no. Oh, here we go again. It's, it's Just, a, a it's, circle. Uh, yeah, and, and the big thing. Went, and yes, his son is Batman. He's protecting the city the same way that, like, actually a better way than Thomas Wayne was in his own world, because well, this is a better world than the Flashpoint universe. And he comes over here and does the worst things you could possibly imagine. Like, I, I don't, I don't and, understand. And, and here's the thing. Here, before I, I even here. do that, the only, the only kind of progression is a retroactive deal where you do have Alfred in this uh, aside on this recording or whatever this is saying, hey, by the way, I don't even know why he'd say this because then it does make, you know, Bruce kind of feel like a do- he was duped by Alfred, but also that it's his fault, even as Thomas Wayne says, because he's like, hey, remember when I called you and said I was free? I wasn't. And I knew I wasn't, but I know somebody has to take the fall. So I figured it'd be me. And I'm like, what is the plan that that all this was? Because we never really got a full well, I'm trying out to think. detailed the whole idea deal. It was just was that yeah, Damien was, was going to go in because yeah. he was told that Alfred was fine, but he was we're also told yeah. though that if anybody comes in, Alfred's going to die. Like, and where that, does how how am I getting this message to Batman that well, I'm fine? And then also, and this is the other thing in my mind: if Alfred does get away and he does get free, Damien then comes in to get captured. Maybe he just slips out. You know, they had the clay faces in there. He got him out, and then uh, Damien goes in and eh, going to kill Damien. I, I don't well, think that the they would is, stop at the just part killing of Batman's Damien. Batman's plan was like, oh, what about Damien at this point? I think they even talked about this whole thing when they were just punching bad guys when they first got the Gotham kid, Catwoman yeah. in. Like, well, they did. Well, I, I, I just got to hope Thomas. that my father won't kill him. Yeah. Like, that's a bad plan. Because who well, knows that what this is guy's a bad doing? He doesn't plan crazy because stuff. who cares about him? It was Bane that killed Alfred. I mean, you better start worrying about the other people in Gotham because in my mind, the plan was Alfred gets out so they can't kill Alfred. Damien goes in, gets captured, even though he was fighting was for a while, but yeah. he, he would get captured. He'd get taken into the, the uh, you know, into the mansion, into the cave, and then the, the, Bat the Bat family would, would come follow. in the back door. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Why couldn't you do that without anybody going in? Why does Damien have to get captured? Because he's captured. He's not letting them in. I think they're using almost like that exploit of where the Joker did in the New 52 and Death of the Family, where they came in, that waterfall, whatever it may yeah, be. Yeah. I, I, Damien can't be – he's captured. He unless he kind of picked, you know, picked the lock, went there, got himself tied up again. But so the whole plan, though, we didn't because we didn't get particulars. It doesn't really work in my mind, because if Alfred escapes, Bane at that point is going to go ballistic. And then they hear that they have Damian Wayne. 
He's going to snap his neck. He didn't care about snapping Alfred's neck. And now Alfred gets away and the, the rules change then. Hey, we said we'd kill Alfred. He ain't here. I'm killing you right now. Snap. And then yeah. you still have somebody dead. And I just, this plan was no plan at all. It was thrown together and even through like backwards narration that we always do. But I just want to point out where you have this. Now we are at issue 83. We have been through hell and back again. I mean, really. And that's not just in the thing, just reading sometimes. And so remember how this started out. Remember in City of Gotham, what was the concept of when Gotham, Gotham and Gotham Girl showed up? Yes. When I am Gotham, that whole deal, Gotham and Gotham Girl show up. Batman looked at them as an escape plan for being Batman because he didn't want to be Batman anymore. It's like, finally, I get somebody to take over. This is going to be great. I can finally not be Batman and I have these guys here so none of my kids have to take over for me and get killed. There's two or three times in this whole thing that that points to Batman not wanting to be Batman and yet you ended up shifting it to now Thomas Wayne and this is the other thing here where you just brought up my other big point and I want people to think of this where you're loving this like man this is great because Thomas Wayne wouldn't want him to be Batman there's the thing then that who's going to be Batman then because we all know that when Batman doesn't be Batman then there's Dick Grayson there's Damien there's Tim there's Jason one of these are going to Step up. It could even be Signal. It could be well, Batman. As we see right and one now, are gonna step Thomas up Wayne and is Batman die. and Gotham Girls yeah, is Robin. Well, I'm, saying, I'm saying all these others where this goes and then Batman, he even – the way he's spelling it out isn't there can only be one and now we're going to Highlander this going on. It's just like I wanted you to not be – and that's even a weird concept in my mind now that you bring that up is – then why are you Batman in Gotham if this is the thing that you want for your son? If you just went in here and you didn't have this nonsense, it would be Thomas Wayne like in the button where he's like, oh, what are you doing? What are you doing with your son? I hear, you know, you said you have a son. You guys throwing the ball together. You having the fun times. I'm Batman. What? You mean I sacrificed this whole world so you could just become Batman? Oh, man, that's terrible. I'm going to go through this portal and come out here. Hey, listen, son, go off and play with Damien while I be Batman. You could have had that. That would make more sense. But the idea that Thomas Wayne, who loved his son so much and saw him die and then sacrificed himself in an entire world. I mean, this is not just, hey, you know, I'll do that. He sacrificed a world. That was bad, but he's... Just so that his son could survive to then come and torture him the way he is doing and then goes almost like Joker with, oh, that Alfred, he was just, you know, keep it even the idea. Alfred always does wish to have Batman retire. You know, he wants him to be able to get out of this war alive. There, It isn't like Alfred's the one who keeps him in the game, and that's why you had to kill him. You killed him for shock value alone, and then to deal with it here with this well, emotion thing for the age. You talk and- about shock value for the whole idea of Alfred dying. At least if he stays dead, that's something. Because with this entire run, we've had these characters pretty much die. Like, remember when it was I Am Bane? He came in and he hung Jason Todd, Dick Grayson, and freaking uh, Tim yeah. Drake up by their necks to the point where they looked like and, they were yeah, dead. They were there. And, and it said I Am Bane no. written on them. And, and, then, and the uh, whole thing yeah. is – Oh, they were fine. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, here's Tim Drake just got stabbed in the chest of the arrow. Oh, he's wait, fine. he's fine. Batman got I mean, shot uh, right there. He's fine. He got his throat slit. Oh, he's fine. He got his back broken. Oh, he's fine. Joker All got right, his throat slit. Fine. Uh, I mean, really, yeah. you keep going with it. You have Riddler in the jokes and riddles gets shot, shot right in the point chest. Blank. Point yeah. blank in the chest. 
he, he didn't even go or deep. Even went, in the he belly fell. It was. Yeah. And well, yeah, it was the belly because they ended up, you know, as this, you know, wow moment, he makes the dot of the entry wound into the dot of the question mark that he gets to. The, these things in his books, they don't make sense. Well, even yes, when we you had can Batman go with the emotions, but they don't make sense. By Superman being taken over by Poison Ivy. Oh, yeah, he was fine. We had like, you know, neurosurgeon magic and science and stuff like that. He was yeah. brought back to life. But All again, right. neurosurgery, neurosurgery that supposedly he thinks that Harley Quinn is a five PhD neurosurgeon, which she is. Yeah, I don't know. So what's you going have on that. that. Then, and, and this is the thing. This is also just you know when we're going to finish this up. Um, the idea that I sit there and hear constantly, and it, it's thrown in my face all the time. This is the human Batman. This isn't the Bat God. What do you call when a guy gets shot Seriously. an hour before He's fine. and then doesn't even have a wound? That is a bat god. What do you have when he has brain surgery in that poison everyone loves ivy and jumps out the third floor window, does a somersault right and lands in the batmobile and, and shouldn't have been zips there. off? Bat Back God, you you constantly are. Bit, what do you get? Where you have nobody can get through this weather to get to KGBs, and then after shooting KGBs, walks out and walks two hundred miles because it is spelled out. And if you do the conversion, two hundred miles through the most inhospitable weather ever in the in the planet. Uh, back God. That that's all he does, and it's because he needs to fudge things as you go on. And he fudges them with them just being ignored. But to me, that's, a, I mean, I see Bruce Wayne right there. I mean, Batman. And he's there with no sort of repercussions of getting shot in the no. stomach. And it'll never be brought up. It'll never be Tony, explained. Even with the repercussions of happen. him having his throat slit, he just slept on a couch for a little while. Yeah. He's good. And, and actually, it was spelled out a week. They, they said it was a week. Because they couldn't make it because and people started complaining and saying, oh, man, Batman was hanging in Paris and here, there, there. And then, oh, man, I can't have him be a jerk like that. It was only a week. He got his throat slit and then it's gone. Uh, Tim Drake, he's, he's Bat Robin. You All know, right. He, gonna, he's I'm Robin God. I'm over top of this horse and walk you through the yeah. desert after having back and surgery. Even the other, he's fine. All of the others were just, you know, they were all beat up. Nobody ever. Thomas Wayne looked a wreck. And so you can't tell me, yeah, though, tea. He's that good you're now. there. You can't, yeah. And so you can say at one point, Lazarus tea. I don't know. But what, everybody get the tea? Also, getting the cycle, get me the pirate. I, I think he thinks the pirate, he shows up, Arr, looks like I'd be fixing up some wounds. He's there. I'm like, that's not what this the psycho, pirate, pirate. psycho pirate's mask, the, the, you know, does not fix bullet wounds. It may what make you, you think you, you don't have them. Healing isn't an emotion that he can make me amplified. No. And oh. it would be funny. It would be funny if, and, and this would be great. I'd give a lot of kudos to where you end up where Psycho Pirate kind of looks away and then you see for a second that they are all erect. Tim Drake still has the arrow in his chest. Batman's got blood dripping all over him. They have them are dead. Uh, but yeah, the, the big wow moment is that he ended up having Psycho Pirate. You know, get everybody here, and and now they're under their control, and now we're gonna have this big battle. But even the the thing is, as we go, and this was always the you know the plan. Tom King says you don't have to go that far to hear or or deal with some wonky things. Like 
What was going on when Batman ended up being missing in the nightmares, came out, talked about Arkham, and nobody in the Bat family, even Alfred, knew what he was talking about? Like, no, no, that didn't happen. I don't know what you're talking about. And then that was just pushed aside. There's so many things in this run that end up being something until they're not. And yet when they're pushed aside, it makes just everything not make sense. It doesn't make sense by the end because it's just there. And, you know, you just have ridiculousness going on. And so, yeah, they're going to fight now. But the next issue is the idea of the secret history of Thomas Wayne. And we'll see. I actually think that from the very beginning. I think King knows the normal history of Thomas Wayne. That's why it's secret. It's it's all new to him. It's like a freaking TGIF. If you haven't seen it, it's it's not a rerun. It's all new to you. And uh, I really thought that by now we would have seen hints that he was a dark multiverse set up that way. This would have been there. There there would have been the whole deal where this would make sense that it's a flashpoint earth dark multiverse thing thomas yeah. wayne was bad he came in here he's disguised he's been playing this whole thing and all along he wants to end up killing batman but you have these things where he could have and so when he didn't and all this stuff like all this he's just torturing him so i don't care what redemption he may have at the end we only have two more issues but by the end like oh man thomas wayne it's almost like a Jarrell. Uh, you know, Mr. Oz type deal. When he's going off, you, you, you know, Brian Michael Bendis, you, you have tainted that, that guy forever in this where people could bring it up. And this Thomas Wayne, it just ruins it. And it's just, it's just a shame. I, I really do think also that if you were going to play this for the long game, I really think that this should have been a letter that Alfred left him so that he could actually replace it of the Thomas Wayne letter from Flashpoint that got ripped up during the button. And I think that would have yeah. been a neat little thing that would have been, you know, uh, you know, that was my old, that this father's nonsense. I don't care about that. Alfred's my real father. Here you go. I'm going to put it in the cave from now on. And then, you know, Alfred comes back eventually or not, whatever, but you'd have that letter there. And even later, you can even joke where Alfred's like, please, can you put that letter somewhere else? It's very hokey. That was not my best work and things like that. And it's just, there's so many things that you see, that should happen or could happen. And he always seems to go over the top. And this one really gets me mad for the point that it seems like he needed to be more involved than backing off and making it really special, but he had to force his thing in and it just wasn't good. And it's too late in the game. We, we all have dealt with Alfred being dead, all these things. And it just, Six it's nonsense. Ago. It's nonsense. And yeah. So because of that, you take the dialogue out, and I'm telling you, I'm like an eight five. I, really, I, I'm that high. Eight five nine. I'm telling you, I, I, I can't even say I would be that just because of the lack of progression for how much we've been dealing with the story and going nowhere. But it, it would have been powerful but to me to have oh, anyway, and it would have been very emotional. And and again, you you have where you had Damien die, and, a more and you had that as well. You too. ended up, yeah, and that. But so say all that's going on, I could really give this like because there wasn't any progression in the. You know, Damien issue, the number 18 of Batman and Robin, but it was something that was really good. So I I could have dealt with that and gone with that with this. But that over narration then just brings up the idea of like, instead of me looking at a scene where Batman is laying Alfred down and slowly putting his cape over him and the emotions in it as as being like, I was toddling forward, holding your arms out, smiling. Remember your smile. And I'm like, oh, you. Oh, you ruined it. But and then at the end with the Thomas Wayne and just the the whole deal with the the, um, I'm at a four. 
I really like the art, but I'm going to afford just you end up. It's too late. You end up with no any repercussions of any wow moment. This nope, was not, a wow moment of getting sense, shot. Which is another problem I had. Yeah. He always has like I understand where some people have things going on and they're like, oh, well, that was just that was a cliffhanger. That you are supposed to be waiting for. That is something that you are waiting for uh, to find out what went on. People say, me and you on the podcast. I think, you know, Catwoman broke her neck. She's dead. He's dead. He's dead. Oh, my God. Ah! And then you get in this issue, and it's like, ha, ha, I'm not even going to deal with that. Go F yourself, because I don't care about that. Now we're going to do this. He, he's he got ADHD of the script writing, forgets what the last thing was, goes with it, and leaves things too much crap laying around, piling up. And it's just, he needs to get off this book. Go off to the Bat and Cat for all the fans there. See what he does for that one. And then, you know, all those other things. But I'm just, I'm done with this. And it's a shame, because this could have been a special issue, even though my other thing that I said, and I was yelling at you this week about, is the idea... He killed Alfred, which is awful. That really didn't need to happen. And then you get accolades for this issue when it's just kind of, it's almost like we said of Wally West. Just because you go and change some things in the dark multiverse or the regular multiverse doesn't mean you're going to come back and that makes everything better for you there. This is Tom King again. All he deals with is misery and death. That's all he does. That's every story that he does. And I guarantee the Adam Strange will have that. You'll have it in the Bat and Cat somehow. You'll always deal with these things. And I don't want to praise him for, you know, dealing with something that he crapped up anyway. So, yeah, four. What are you giving it? I'm going to four as well. I, I'm telling yeah. you, I love the art in this issue. It's just the issue itself – well, it should be a powerful thing. Like you said, it just makes no sense with the story we're dealing with. Like Bane's out. It's no longer City of Bane. It's Thomas Wayne. And this the progression we get from Without one room any to the other. Are you yeah. ready? Okay, let's go. And I'm like, you, you did nothing here. And this whole Longfellow thing where you have to feel like you have to pad out your books with literature and poems and stuff like that because yeah. you can't write a story. It angers me so much. But yeah. I'm telling you, the art's great. And I wish I could it give is. this something higher because – and here we are three months after Alfred died. We're finally dealing with the yep. repercussions of it. I'm yeah. like, hey, what are you doing, guy? What are you We've doing? We've all dealt with it. And uh, the, one of the funny things is because I actually went back to look at one thing. It's like, all right, they're all sitting in that other room. You know, they're waiting for Batman to have this reaction. And they're like, all right, like, let's get this going. And like, oh, man, hey, uh, Thomas, what happens if Batman doesn't break down those bricks to the one door that leads us to this? Who didn't think of that one? Oh, my. I, I hope he well, does. No, that's the thing is he doesn't break down the bricks because Catwoman has to go and yeah, blow them uh, up. It, it, yeah, that is true. Yeah, it's just why do that? But then, it's just, just yeah, think you're right. About it, I'm though. looking at it. It even is. It's just that little boom, be all you know, yeah. boom. Oh, and looks over and then, but why? Uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it made me laugh I just want to know. It's like, well, hey, um, um, sir, what if um Batman jumps out all the many windows in that room and doesn't go for the two doors that are what? bricked up? He's no window guy. You know, Batman, sorry, he's you know, a doorman. scene of, you know, of Batman not smashing through a window somewhere. Yeah, you know, when, when Batman goes to places, he always goes through the front door, right? They're like, no, no, that's not how we do things here. Oh, no, I didn't think of that. Yeah, it's just it's just ridiculous. I, I would have liked the one door is there and yeah, he's just like, hey, I, I can't hear him. They don't even have visual. They're just like listening in. Hey, I can't hear what's going on. I don't know. I heard a door open and close or a window. And, I, I think he just left. He got in the Batmobile and left. All right. 
Yeah. So then even even the idea, like, again, this is the forced nature of the things that always throw me out. You end up, you want these emotions. So Batman takes off the cow to cry, but then he's got to put it back on because there's a couple of villains in that room. Now it's they're they're not supposed to know who, who Bruce Wayne is Batman, even though they're in Bruce Wayne's mansion and it's like a cave. Yeah, I mean, really, why I, are you putting I, the cow saying, back on? After this is all said and done, is this a thing that nobody realizes while Bendis is going around talking, he's going to reveal the identity of Superman, yeah. which everybody's furious about? You know, we kind of are revealing the identity of Batman yeah. to everybody yeah. in the city Full of Bane out. right now. The only thing that you could say, I mean, there's Wesker and Psycho Pirate, you know, who's going to listen to those wackos? Uh, you could end up saying to say a Two-Face or a Riddler in the city that Thomas Wayne is just living there because it is the Wayne mansion and he's going to take it over and he keeps it on the down low it's still a little over the top it still seems that people would maybe figure this out uh it's just again you have a city of bane you have a real neat concept of things it's almost like the gift that we were talking about this we saw this week for one issue on a panel yeah yeah and so in the gift where you ended up you had a lot to play with where booster gold had changed things and you go real hokey jason todd sells tire you know okay you know non-stealing equipment you know stuff like anti-theft that anti-theft tires yeah anti-theft so you end up here it's still why are you it's it's like i said at points it's so insular a story that it only ever deals with like one room and then you move to the it's never feels bigger in the sense of a city of bane like you got that one wow moment where hey there's detective joker and riddler hey hey harvey we're gonna throw these and then you just get away from it you, you end up this is the bane city of bane until it isn't and you barely see him he does one thing and then leaves. He gets shot he gets and then that puts him out. But again, that's the way to push him out of the story so that you can do the, Oh, yeah, he will. But he has to be pushed out of the story because now it's Thomas Wayne. And you're doing this two issues before it's over in the idea of the next issue is just what Thomas Wayne is. And the other is supposed to be an epilogue. So pretty much in my mind, a lot of this is over and we didn't get anything. You don't know anything that really went on, and it just ends up being Batman going into the city to fight his father. And where is this plan from? You know, you can't just tell me, hey, Bane was involved in that plane that was going to crash. No, no, no. You didn't show us then. Don't try to pretend that it was. And then really all he's done where people are going gaga about it is the idea that he'll say a line that was from issue 14 again. And the, oh man, I showed, I told you it was a plan. I, I can say lines that were in there. What is it, my plan now? If I say Kite Man, hell yeah, does that mean that it was always my plan for Tom King to make Kite Man? Because it, that, that's not a plan, uh, you know, made there. And it's just nonsense. So that's it. That's it with the Batmans. We're almost done. We'll get to going. You know, maybe we'll get mad at Tynan within a couple issues and then we can yell about him. But uh, I just think overall, Everybody needs a break from this. We really do. And if you want to follow Tom King over to the Bat Cat book, then that's your prerogative. Like Bobby Brown, you can have some fun with that. You won't hear us yelling because as of right now, I am not planning on reading it. I will talk about it. Uh, I mean, we'll talk about if we're going to read and talk about it. I really don't mind if we just skip that because I just think we're going to have the same old problems and I'm getting sick of getting sick. I'm sick and tired of sick and tired there, but we're going to move on. We still have one more book. It's almost like when I'm talking about this, it seems like this should be the end. This should be where we're like, Oh, all right. What's here. But we have one more book to do and then we will be out of here. All right. And the last book of the night, Eric, we're finally uh, to the finish line that we have referenced a couple times already earlier tonight is Supergirl number 36. 
written by Mark and Draco, art by Eduardo Pansica, Julio Ferreira, Chris Sotomayor, and Tom Napolitano. Supergirl has been tied up into so many stories that it was bound to affect one of these at some point. Well, now that she is infected, there is not going to be much time for her to deal with the year of the villain. So she chokes out Brainiac 1 and heads off to catch that infected Batarang. I have to think that all this is infuriating the fans of this book, but it's par for the course for Kara at this point. And yeah, it's one of those things where... We had heard, you know, oh, man, and this has happened already. I mean, the Rogozar stuff was worse than this, in my opinion, where you ended up having Kara's book being that invasion, her showing up, all that stuff with John oh, yeah. in the – and that was worse. Even her that was like, like pretty like, much – where Even where it went and just pretty much reiterated what Superman's book told us for like the same week it came out. Yeah. Like before that, we had Kara going off to find Gandello and find out the secret. Like, she pretty much just found Gandello and it really led nowhere. Yeah, it did nothing. And really, that's what the problem has been, is that her book always ends up getting cut at the knees uh, by these stories, whether it is a Brian Michael Bendis, where it's anything. And it happens again, because you end up setting up a year of the villain. And really, if if you are a Kara fan, like I said, or Brainiac one, I mean, but uh, Kara, to me... That is, you know, you're your fan of Supergirl. At least you get the Supergirls wherever you go. But if you thought this Brainiac one this thing was cool, this offshoot that was never set up, even done. even if it was like I don't know who would have thought it was cool. You have this offshoot Brainiac that was never really introduced. It was just there, given an offer, and I said like I don't even know for even for what we had in Just League this week with how appalled Lex Luthor seen that the rest of the Legion of Doom were being taken by Perpetua yeah. at first. You know, he went with it, but at first, like even the like you know Martian Manhunter, you know, this isn't right, Lex. Why would Lex Luthor, like, you know, he has his legion. He seems to support them for the most part. Yeah. But why would he go off and give Brainiac 1 an Here's offer thing, to overthrow though. Brainiac? It, even if you go with the whole idea, I mean, why would he care about the Court of Owls? I mean, really, the, these Year of the Villains don't really matter much to Lex. It just seemed like that was the way to push Doom, but they really didn't have – They, it, it's just goofy. So you were just going with the idea of, okay, that makes sense in this book. That makes – this – you know, Supergirl having Brainiac 1, you're just like, all right, that seems odd, especially since you had Brainiac on the, you know, the Legion of Doom and stuff like that. So going forward with it, I thought that what it was going to be, and, and we haven't seen anything like a Lex show up at the end of one of these and say, well, I knew you were going to get that for me. Thank you. Uh, you're done. And going off and having it. Oh, my. He tricked that villain. I, I got it in my mind that he just wanted some info that he knew that Brainiac 1 would be able to retrieve eventually as he's even downloading stuff here. And it was going to be something where Lex at the end, almost like a Perpetua, shows up and says, oh, man, thanks. Let me reward you and end up just knocking him out. And, you know, he's and hey, I got this more, you know, the drive and I'm off. It didn't come to anything. It didn't even come to that. It's nothing. It ends up where you have her now infected, and it's as if Kara is just standing around, and she is being pulled by seven different things at all times, and you never get a book with just her doing things. And especially where these other books, even in Year of the Villain, even if they're dealing with their villain, but there's not even that much for Kara to deal with. With a brainiac, well, that's one. the whole thing. We had her show up in the last issue of the kid, like you know, and be taken over by brainiac one with the yeah, nanites. With that he, infe- he, nanites. Like, he infected her with the nanites. So when she's just standing around living her like dream world, where she dream thinks world. that yeah. she's defeating for brainiac the girl one, who has everything exactly. For while brainiac one continues his download of the Kryptonian database within the Fortress of Solitude, 
he realizes, oh no, there's a bunch of people in the fortress with me. I better wake up Kara to go deal with that while I continue to download. Once she's infected, which we see throughout the Batman Superman, which is just pretty much reiterated in this issue, she then realizes, hey, what are these nanites in me? Oh, right, this guy. I better go kill him. Yeah. And it's so weird because she wakes up and like you said, she's kind of still controlled a little. The nanites, then the nanites become a thing where it's the infection burst of the nanites. At one point, she's burning them off. And it's almost like you have a thing where me and you are sitting here. Her Mark and Draco has a book that pretty much he must – like most writers are sitting there and like, all right, I'm 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 doing Batgirl. I'm doing Nightwing or whatever it is. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to work this in because I'm, I'm going to set up my story down I'm here. Told. I'm going to be there. Mark and Draco isn't sitting having sessions in his mind of what he's going to do. He's waiting for the email to come in to tell him what the next story is and at least an outline. And you're not going to end up being able to do this for this long and maintain any sort of quality because you can't set anything up. And it's almost as if Joshua Williamson's like, all right, where it's, this is the week that we end up having Kara shown as infected. And then you're like, wait a minute, we already have her controlled by nanites. What are we going to do? So it almost seems like it was a surprise to everyone when it comes down to this. And they thought, well, we could take a couple issues, but the heck with that. Let's just get this over with Whether or not it makes sense or not or pisses people off, let's just do it. Where she just shows up then. And that's the big thing where even in the Batman Superman we talked about earlier, it did seem like this uh, alarm would go off and that was going to be something. Even when they're like, oh, everybody from around the planet's going to hear this. I wonder who's going to show up. And I think the girl in the, the girl next, in the next room, room. Yeah, yeah she's in the next room. I mean, this is something where also Brainiac 1 in this, it takes too long for him to go, Oh my God, somebody else is in here because while this is going on, the computer, the processing power, it's all going to be diverted to Blue Beetle. He's taken over. He would recognize that nothing jives. And it's just like, I don't know, let's get done this, this, and this. And to get rid of this year of the villain, where this is pretty much in my mind, the first one that actually comes to a conclusion because you have to have it, she, she just rips off. Brainiac one's head. That's all it is. She just rips his head off and says, All right, we're done. And that's even after the fact that she gets infected and goes, Oh, I have some loose ends to tie up. Well, she says, and then, Oh, now I remember. And then goes yeah. and just freaking just like we have a little catch up, like everything, like three panels. Like, how did we get here? Oh, that's right. Brainiac one. I'm flying off, destroying yeah. him. And then even that whole thing where we have that big, you know, hero pose kind of thing to show yeah. off the Secret Six and the Batman that's Superman there. thing. You have that. She goes off, destroys Brainiac one here and realizes. What the heck do I need these chumps for? I'm the best thing there is yeah. here. I'm going off. So even that bit, like if you read that thing, all right, the secret six are now together. You go into this, you get nothing except and, for the idea. The I'm not a part is, of the secret six. I'm out. Yeah. And the best is though, you even have a thing that because that end of the last, the issue Batman Superman ends and issue five is going to come, there's going to be a fight because it says then see Batman Superman number five for the fight that takes place right here. That's not this week's issue. That's next week's. This was four. <laughs> so they're saying, all right, we're the secret six. And then it says, go see Batman Superman, you know, next month. Try to remember that. Go see it. And then all of a sudden, shortly after, she's coughing. 
And then she goes up now off the kill Brady one. I'm like, really? Like this this book can't even it's not even allowed to show the good things that happen and the cool things. Well, it even and, says next in this at the end of this issue, Supergirl yeah. versus Batman Superman. I'm like, Yeah, I just you're I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. She's leaving. And she's like, I, I don't I smell you later. Well, we already saw that at the beginning of this fight that's gonna happen. They were in tune with the the fork and a, who knows? It's just nothing is this this book just shouldn't exist. There's no reason for a book to exist except to fill in two pages of something else, try to get something going that it can't. It always ends up being tied back to it. Uh, the only thing I can think of is Jody Hauser is coming on the book. And I think that she was like, you got to let me do something. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll let Supergirl just fly off. And still be because that the idea of the solicits coming up, and this doesn't really spoil anything, is that you're going to get forward where Supergirl remains, seems to remain infected past the other people. And one Wonder Woman has to figure out how to stop the infection. I mean, I just this book and that's all the way in February. So who knows what's going on or this backwards planet? They don't know what in store for them. And they, she goes off and it's just and, and through all this. Poor crypto is just following her all over the place, and I can only it's imagine be the that. Saving the yeah, day, yeah. I, I'm Man's telling you, best in these in these ending up infected's best friend or enemy, uh, in these things going on, you you always seem to have this hokey thing that I'm like, oh, that's going to be the thing because she's probably going to end up wanting to either kill crypto or crypto is going to be killed, and she's just going to remember. It's going to be like a Jaime earlier in the Batman Superman, like I shouldn't do this, and that'll give whoever's there, Wonder Woman or what. Not what the opportunity to jump would kill in. Crypto and I'm a monster. Like what I writer see. would have I the go to kill crypto? Well, we'll see. I know that she would never do that, but it, she may like go to do it, or somebody else doesn't. She's like, I don't care about that stinking Earth dog. And they're like, no, it's Earth crypto. Dog. Oh no, that's what I'm saying. She doesn't know who it is now. She's infected. She's like, oh no, is that what happens when right. you're infected? Yeah, I'm telling you, she doesn't remember crap. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know where it's going to go. Yeah, barely. She's like, I think I remember that. I'm telling you, I don't even understand how this is going to go forward and why she's going off on her own. Maybe she's just like, listen, I didn't come up with a code name. I don't, I don't like you guys. You, you sound like like early podcasters who went by stupid code names. Hey, here I am, Dogface53. America, sweetheart. There you go. Yeah, really. See, some people don't learn. It's funny, though. Uh, I'm going through this issue that there's one thing I wanted to bring up that's not Supergirl related that I didn't talk about in the Batman Superman when we talked about that was you have all of these characters and they're coming up with new code names, like you said, but Supergirl doesn't have one. For some reason, Donna Troy being there, being the death bringer, it really seems like he should have gone for what they dealt with in the Titans book where she was yeah. all worried about the, her future self of Troya, who Again, is evil. People won't like, know what that means. Why are you called uh, by Troya then? Because here's the deal. If, if you're going to have that one shot, which you think they're going to or we've already announced having that you know you are infected troya people are like hmm, the heck is that you have death bringer they're like holy crap that sounds kick butt i'm gonna get it i think that's all it is uh, you know and you have it's funny too because sky tyrant that's just his persona on earth three like he didn't really even come up with that it's they're all nonsense they, well, they the, really are i think that was new for that because i don't think we ever saw a hawkman earth three like that before now yeah. yeah i'm just saying that you know he didn't even he seems to be the anomaly of all of it he didn't even seem like he was in Infected, though he must have been. They had that, uh, you know, the batarang. There, That's the weird so. part. He was infected. We never saw it in the Hawkman book. He just started having some bad nightmares yeah. for a while, and then finally the got fully infected. Head. 
Yeah, at the back of his head, and then decided that you know he's going to let that come to the surface. But yeah, that's isn't that an infection as well? No. Uh, but yeah, there you go. That's it. I mean, we're done. There's there's just I'm not a lot to, to talk about here. Out of the scarab and stuff like that, on the other infected stuff that we're dealing with, I did enjoy this a little bit more, just because while Supergirl is writing the coattails of everything else and just reiterating other books, at least this seems to be like I, I, I could be wrong, but the first hero that has taken care of their year of the villain problem and gotten rid of the thing, so they I, can move I just on think there. that you have to. Uh, no, Shadow Thief was taken care of because we had yeah. to do the whole yeah, yeah. Again, deal. It's only the infected that ends up having to deal with it because if they're not around, they're infected. So then these villains could just go do what they want. They have to be taken care of. I do like that Kara, you know, rips off heads, heat, vi- I mean, going to town, just ripping it Put apart. Put on some face paint. I don't know they, where that oh, came from. All of it. Yeah, you know, infected. She looks like she's a, a juggalo. juggalo. Yeah. They're all juggalos. They really are. Uh, but yeah, there you go. That's that. Uh, I'm going to give it a four or five. I love the art, actually. So I. I think the art's really good. But I can't give it any bit of a good grade because if you are reading this as just a Supergirl book, then you got to be just pissed because the one story that is connected to just this book, this infected deal, has to get pushed aside so you can go off, or, you know, the year of villain, I mean, and then go off to the infected. And then even the infected looks like they're going to make her kind go off on her own just to have things. It's nothing is her own even story. Even that, I really feel like her going off here is going to have nothing to do with anything else. Like, all I of a sudden, know. like, oh, wait, I forgot. I need to go back there. Like, they're not oh, going to deal with the minute. fact that she well, left at the end of this. Next, Batman versus Superman. I mean, what else are they going to be doing? So... Uh, yeah, it's it's tough. What would you give it? I'd give it a regular five out of ten. I don't okay. hate this one as much as the Scarab one, just because I enjoyed the art and I actually think it went somewhere yeah. with just destroying its stupid villain of Brainiac one. Well, that's fine. Yeah, but I'm telling you, the whole idea that it just reiterates so like this. So we've had this for two issues now in Supergirl, and this is kind of infuriating. But yeah. I didn't mind reading it because I've already read most of it, so it worked out well enough no, for I me. Said, it's yeah, just, it's fine with me, and it's fine with you. But if you're a fan, but the thing that I even said during the Scarab deal. We know Supergirl, so you don't have to give us that much in her thing. Uh, and this isn't a one shot either because she has her own book is why you don't get that. Um, but we already know her, so you can kind of get on and deal with other things. That Scarab, I agree. I gave a lesser score in that anyway, but I agree because that needed to do some yeah. you know, legwork and didn't. This kind of just had to tie up her own things going on, and that's just kind of infuriating that it does. And just the idea that they're in this other section of the fortress just to get that alarm to go to the <laughs> other room, but then show up there and then have the nanites. And then it gets so convoluted for what it ends up having to be. Uh, but then you get out infected. of it. And it's fine. Infected. Yeah. So again, I'll even say that the infected should have come later. There's too much year of the villain infected. We doomed, you know, justice, all these things being well, thrown in. People coming, get coming, mixed up. The thing is, you have to have it, I guess, going on at the same time, or because it's going on and, at the same time, you got to have that Batman super, like the Batman who laughs against the Lex Luthor doom kind of thing yeah. at the end of the whole deal. So, yeah, yeah. With them and going I, on in tandem like this, that just leads that, to that big fight. Yeah. And even that, though, I'm even going to throw in Leviathan in there because he's, you know, Brian Michael Bendis is trying to make that happen through other books. So there's just too much of these end of days awful things going down all at once for you to even keep track of things but also for them to feel big they all feel smaller because of all these things and you're going to compare them to like oh man this isn't as bad as what was going on yesterday there and this and that and it's just there's too much but that's the end of the podcast that is it eric that always means we go to our book of the week what is your book of the week my book of the week surprisingly is metal men number two 
Oh, my. Mine's even a bigger surprise, Eric, because my book of the week is He-Man and the heroes of the Masters of the Multiverse. Heroes the thing of the is, Multiverse. I wasn't on yeah. that, but if I was going to put that, that would be my yep, book of the week as well. That's my book of the week. It's crazy. It was on the Patreon. I, I ended up that an 8.5. I gave it an 8.5. So I ended up, that was my biggest, you know, highest score and also the deal of having the worst time recording because I, I recorded like six times and then have to do it by myself. So I ended up doing that with a lot of assistance from one Eric Shea, right. who we talked about that for days and talked about all these different things. So that is on the Patreon. If you wanted to hear that and the other stuff on the Patreon, you can go over to patreon.com slash weird science. But next week, two books will be a spotlight again. And they're from another long list. There's a bunch of books coming out. Some real big surprises, some uh, really big surprises. There, We got action comics. Number 1017. That's not surprising. That is not. We have Batgirl number 41, Eric. Is that a surprise? Yeah. No, it isn't. Batman Beyond number 38. You surprised that comes out? I'm Eric, surprised that you? book hasn't been canceled yet. Oh, my. That is crazy, Eric. Let me give you something there. All right. I got it back. Uh, how about this one? Batman Creature of the Night 4. That's crazy. Go. Yeah. That is a surprise. And if you aren't aware of what that, that is. I don't remember what happened in one through Batman three. Batman Creature of the Night is a four-issue series. Um, that is now been delayed did over years. Did you go back and see when the last one came out? No, I didn't. But Me I know either. it's. Here's the thing: it's so old that how old is it? Oh my! I wonder if it's it came so out in old. December of last year. Well, here's the thing: y- you look at that book. Think about it. Black Label, hundred percent, right? It came out no. before Black Label. Oh, I know. It, so they can't do it. I thought what they were going to do is make this last issue Black Label and then retroactively say they are, and it didn't. Nope, it's not, and it should be. It's definitely a Black Label-style book. So if you haven't read it and you're like, oh, I just started you know, reading some stuff or I just started listening to you guys, we really did enjoy it. It's Kurt Busiak, uh, Creature of the Night. And yeah, this finishes it up years later. And, and I don't uh, care anymore. Uh, I don't as much, but hopefully rereading that number three. I don't want to do that either. Um, it would be. And that's <laughs> the other thing is just to kind of throw it out there, and I'm not sure. But some of these should be on the Universe app if they kind of went along the ways yeah, I'm not of sure the if they deal. Are. So we'll have to see. Yeah, I don't know either. So we'd have to check. Uh, the next one is a surprise that they even greenlit this book. Then it's a surprise that it went to three issues. And then it's a surprise because I thought it was delayed more. It's uh, Batman versus Rachel Cool number three. And I, I oh my. I, I didn't know why you bought that book. I went through it. It is, it, it's just crazier than the last one. And the last one was ridiculously crazy. So. Me and Reggie are, are already talking about what we're going to do with it's this It's a no-Neil uh, Adams zone over this way. I'm yeah, not dealing really. with that. And Reggie was laughing at you for that. Detective Comics number 1016. He goes, is Eric going to join us for the race? I'm, no. What, what, is he going to start now? Why would he? I, I go into work and say, this is the most ridiculous thing ever. Uh, Detective Comics number 1016. Uh, that's not a surprise. Freedom Fighters number 11. That is the penultimate issue of Hooray. that. John Constantine Hellblazer number one. We did have that one-shot Hellblazer deal. Uh, this is the proper start of that series over on the Sandman Universe slash Black, Black Label. I mean, I I'm telling you, it's anymore. all over the place with that. Just League Dark number 17. We're getting to the end of James Tynan's run on that because of the Batman stuff that he's taking over. Uh, it's going to be replaced by uh, V-Ram. You end up Ram having v. Martian Man, no, Ram V. Uh, we have Martian Manhunter number 10. That's getting near the end of that, but we don't really oh, yeah. deal with that. Red Hood and the Outlaw number 40. 
a Red Hood out while 40. Another surprise, Shazam 8's coming out. Eric. It's right there. So there you go. Uh, Supergirl annual number two. I, I don't get it. I don't get why these so things So I just come imagine from. then she's going to go off and do stuff in Supergirl annual, then come oh, yeah. back to have that I, fight. Maybe. But you would hope that they would have said coming up next, Supergirl annual number two to get people ready to go buy them. But we'll no, see. No, it's probably going to be a, its own thing. That's why I, I don't even I have really, to talk about I it. I really want to load it up right now. Uh, just to tell you what it looks like, but I got to get done these yes. other ones. There's Tales uh, From and what they spell out in the DC thing that they send us. Tales Form, the Dark Multiverse, Infinite Crisis. What's number? Uh, this is number one. It uh. says, Aaron, and I will be talking to you about that after we're done recording. We have The Flash, number 83. Last God, number two, if you're interested in the Black Label stuff, we do not cover that. And the Terrifics, number 22, rounds up all the things coming out next week. Two of these books will be on a Patreon-only spotlight if you want to get involved in that. And a bunch of other things, you go over to patreon.com slash weird science, and you get tons of things. Uh, at the last count, it was like not even a joke, 2,100 and some posts that it said we had that I just shook my head and wondered where my free time went. But that's it, Eric. That's the podcast. I hope everybody enjoyed it. When we started Eric, the podcast, I had these young kids at home, but now I look around, yeah. I have these young men, and I don't know where they came from. That's right. Where were they? Where are they from? What do we do? I'll say at the end, Eric. Yeah, everyone have a great week. Keep week. it weird, and we'll weird. see you in seven. See you in seven. <laughs> Oh, my God.